Hey, you have all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you up, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh, like uh, like emotions, uh, physical sensations, uh, a soundly sleeping partner. I mean, oh boy. Uh, external noises, changes in your routine, travel, uh, being so tired you can't sleep. That's one recent one. Or waking up because your brain, when when you're asleep, your brain's still thinking. That's another one. Those two, I, those are uh, those are just compl- complaining. Uh, podcasters complaining about their own sleep problems. Um, subconscious, you know, subconscious desires hijacking your podcast intro. That'll be keeping me up later. Thanks. Whatever it is, I want to take your mind off of it. I'm gonna I'm gonna send my voice. Uh, across the deep dark night here i'm gonna use uh, creaky dulcet tones i thought i came up with oh so meandering superpowers i definitely will be using meandering superpowers and superpowered meanders uh, those two are new those are new words for something i've been doing for 500 400 and something episodes now i don't think actually that's let's be honest You know, I didn't just acquire, I mean, okay, the, the, the base the base level of meandering superpowers at some point, I guess I was, I did acquire them, you know, by a combination of, uh, well, it's interesting, but uh, I honestly don't think the podcast hit, like, it's a meandering medi- mediocrity powers, like, well, that's, that's an internal critic. Did you just hear that? Who uses mediocrity? Other than that lovely internal critic that gets right in bed with us, right up close. And that 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 part, for me, it's like, okay, I'm just snuggling, and then my internal critic moves over. I'm going to move over a little closer. Well, why would you say, well, why? I don't think we like each other. Well, yeah, I'm just going to move closer here. He said, well, this is my part of the bed here, critic. Okay, I'm just going to move right in under here. Wait a second. Are you trying to move over to my side of the bed to get me to? Is this a is this a territorial thing? Are you trying? You know I'm going to move away from you because I don't like. Uh, you know, I, you know I have intimacy issues, but it, like in, the internal into intimacy is it? I just you did you said intimacy with too many syllables there. Well, good thing you're snuggled right up against me because you know I'm not comfortable with internal intimacy. I don't even think either one of us is pronouncing it correctly, critic. It's intimacy. Intimacy or intimacy? Uh, but anyway, excuse me, uh, critic, in you know, my own bed. Uh, so if you're new here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a long intro. Now, if you need to skip the intro, some people the intro doesn't work for it, and that's fine. I put the uh, story start time there in the show notes. And it also should be in your podcatcher. So, and it's just written on Reddit. You know, that's a perfectly acceptable use of the podcast. You just uh, skip ahead, or you could set your. You know, you you can skip the intro if it's not for you. But you know, give it a couple tries. Find out if it is. 
you know, but this is the best way to get to know me because obviously you got to trust. You know, if you're going to listen to this podcast, I have to earn your trust, and I know how precious that is. Uh, and believe it or not, I'm the one person that earns trust by, uh, I guess, by me. You say there's the mediocrity. My critics just sat right up in bed. This is, did you talk about earning people's trust? Because I got criticized first before you earn any trust. And I say, no, 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 critic, you're not familiar with the, the paradoxical dynamics of making a sleep podcast. And this, so that just confused my critic. It'll be like about, I got about four or five minutes here where I could talk directly to you. The lovely person put me in their ears. They're putting me close to their ears. I appreciate it. But yeah, that's, the, what did I say? The paradoxical, it made that up, but it's true. Uh. I'm going to win your trust by, by like, letting it, uh, or at least letting your attention in, like, uh, all, I guess my vocabulary is so, uh, <laughs> that wasn't even meant as a joke. You believe that? I don't know. Let's just be honest. My brain's gummed up. Sometimes it's working really fast, and then you say, then it just starts, you know, doing that thing where you say, okay. It's not doing anything right now. I say, well, it's running. It's just not running efficiently. But my inefficiencies and my distractions and my, like, uh, a goof, goof, goofability. You see, is he, is he, does Scooter have an affability? No, he doesn't know what that means, but he has a goofability. He has, did, 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 did I tell you I have meandering superpowers now? Right around episode 280, I'd say, that's when those kicked in. I'd say right around the birdbath episode, which was even later. That was in the late 300s. That's when I said, ooh, I got superpowers from meanders now. But, but I want to win your trust by losing your attention. I guess that's it. That's That sounds like a power. I want to win your trust by losing your attention. Like, that. that's my, you know, my platform here. So here's what it's going to do. The intro, intro is going to, you know, I'm going to try to eat up like four or five minutes explaining what the podcast is, making you feel comfortable and welcome. Because I'm glad you're here, and I know if you've been struggling to fall asleep or to get back to sleep, or you're going through a tough time, the reason I make this back is because I've been there. I know how it feels to be there, lying there, uh, and I don't want to get too deep into it, but, but, but you know, because I know how it feels, and it sucks. And it can also hurt the next day when you tell people and then they don't get it. You say, yeah, you say, this is, don't do this either. But we say, we get to work and they say, man, you look awful. And you say, well, now just, now you just managed to make me feel worse. Thank you. But well, why do you look so terrible today? Uh, do you want me to, do you want a sarcastic answer or a real answer? I'd prefer that you just accept my, uh, uh, you know, va- what is it? Illusion of caring, where I just told you you look terrible. That's why I show I care. Now I'm going to go on with my day. I don't really. Want- he said, "Well, can't we maintain this illusion for five more seconds?" He said, "Okay, sure. Why, why do you look so terrible today? I couldn't sleep last night. I couldn't sleep. Huh? Did you try going to sleep? Yeah, I, I did. Actually, I did. That's why I couldn't fall. I couldn't fall asleep. Well, there's your problem right there. You don't fall asleep. You you set up a routine." A rigorous uh, routine, and uh, that enables sleep. Did you enable? Did you enable sleep, or did you uh, cause your own sleep issues? Said, so, well, I, I don't know. I just lied down. I was, I was having trouble falling asleep. Uh, 
And now I'm never going to, tonight will be, because I'm going to be thinking about how I look today at work. Oh, geez. When, you know, when I'm, when my, my aunt Matilda couldn't sleep, she would do 500 push-ups. Did you try doing 500 push-ups? Is it, believe it or not, no, I did not. But one time when me and my brother couldn't sleep on Christmas Eve, we had a sit-up contest. And then on, on Christmas Day, I couldn't get out of bed because I, I was so sore. Okay. Anyway, I got to get back to work because you, you are, you're just like everybody says at work, you're an odd man. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, won't be sleeping again, I guess. And that was kind of like a, a fake version. But, you know, when someone says, why don't you, you know, why don't you drink some milk? It kind of hurts because we want to be seen and say, wow, uh, uh, I don't know, or whatever they, the terms are, disregard, I don't know, misunderstood or I mean, I guess the thing is, like, I, I can't, I, I don't feel your pain, and I don't totally understand the pain you have, but I can relate to it. I guess that's what I'm saying uh, is behind this podcast, and why I'm glad you're here, why I've worked, uh, you know, 7,000 hours or so making this show for the past three years. And at some point, they said, well, these this, these meanders are getting, you know, they went from being low-powered meanders to goo power, they say, well, are you a guru? No, I'm a goo, I'm a goo brain, not a guru. I've got goo in my brain. So for a while I had goo-based super, goo-based meanders. And at some point they became uh, super-powered meanders. And I guess that's bragging. Uh, you know, so I guess that was, that'll come up later for me at bedtime. Why'd you brag on the podcast about your meanders? Who does, who brags about meanders? Uh, but contextually, that, this is a good thing. It just needs kind of, well, on the podcast, uh, having superpowered meanders is a pretty, pretty useful thing because I'm trying to help other people fall asleep. Now, I know my internal critic might not get that, but, you know, they're just doing the best they can, too, to criticize me uh, so that I'll be better equipped to deal with tomorrow. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for all your hard work, uh, internal critics. So, but, but basically what I'm saying is I'm glad you're here. You know, I can't, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. You know, it might not uh, work for you, but I hope it does. Give it a few tries. See if I can win your trust over, because I take it ser- seriously, uh, very seriously. And what we got coming up tonight, we're going to be talking, first we're going to have uh, the housekeeping, and then I'll do a story based on an episode from Metastas News. Uh, the Colombian Spanish language version, shot for shot remake of Breaking Bad. So I'll do a, a story based on some of the Spanish words I tried to learn from an episode. Won't be it's not making fun of Spanish or anything. It's just a like a, a meander. It's a way to me make a meandering story. And I was I'm trying to learn Spanish. Then we'll do a recap of the episode of Metastas News. Then we'll do a recap of the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. All of it will be, you know, uh, sanded down so it's nice and smooth and, you know, bedtime. I'm bedtime savvy, so I try to keep, you know, I won't I won't try to stir anything up for you. And then we'll do some thank yous and some good things. So the podcast should be rolling for, you know, hour, hour and ten minutes here. So you're under no pressure to fall asleep right away. You know, just kick back and kind of listen. Let me take your mind off stuff and then you just forget what, you know, you say, well, see, he's not really... And then you drift off into dreamland. 
And if I can help you, it'd be my honor uh, to, to be, to, you know, to be straight. If I can win your trust over, or if you, you decide to, 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 you know, whatever. I guess I'm already in your ears. You got this internal critic is up on my, you know. So I'm glad you're here. In real help, I really yearn to help you fall asleep. I hate you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you up at night, whether it's thinking... Feelings, sensing, you know, physical sensations, emotional feelings, you know, stuff that happened yesterday, stuff that happened a few years ago, or stuff you're thinking about that's coming up, or if it's changes in routine, or if something, you know, that that uh, could be something I don't even know about, uh, but maybe I can relate to it because I've had trouble sleeping. But maybe here's what I'm gonna do. Here's the safe place. It's a place where I'm gonna try to distract you from that. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use creaky, these creaky, dulcet tones. I have a pair of wings of pointlessness. Uh, also, you know, overuse of alliteration. I'll be put, you know, there, there, there was this song, pour some sugar on me. I would say pour some alliteration on me. You know, if I, was, if I ever do a modeling shoot... They'd say, you know, they'd say, well, geez, what can it, how do you want to theme the shoot, your photo shoot? I guess it's a photo shoot. Uh, <laughs> excuse my presumption. Uh, they'd say, well, I'd like to do it uh, with pour some alliteration on me. And they'd say, I'm sorry, excuse me? And they'd say, well, first of all, if you, how come you're taking my photos without a beret on? And they say, pour some alliteration on me. What does that mean? I said, well, I don't, I don't know exactly, but I'd like to. They say, are there going to be fans at my photo shoot? And they say fans like listeners. No, 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 fans, like blowing fans. And they say, well, you don't have hair. You have fur, so you don't really need fans to blow your hair. They say, okay, you're right about that. Have you looked into that pouring alliteration on me? And they say, that's a, a turn in, isn't that a phrase? Isn't that something that's uh, in, used in the written and spoken languages and not... Uh, doesn't train, you know, it's, it's a herd and it can be seen on paper. Maybe we could do some signs, you know, some alliterative signs. How's that? No, 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 no. How do you can't pour a sign on me, can you? Could, I mean, cause that doesn't sound like a safe idea, but pouring sign, I didn't say pour some signs on me. I said, I want you to pour some alliteration. Could, could, oh, excuse me, photographer. I'm in the middle of a podcast. Uh, I'll be right back. A podcast intro. Sorry, everybody. Got distracted once again. If you're new here, this happens pretty often. So I'll just set up. The, so I'm going to do an intro here. It's going to, if you uh, could, you could feel like it's dragging on, but that's intentional. It's also organic. It's intentional and organic, you know, just like food. You know, I guess it's like for, I guess I'm more of a forager. Say, describe your podcast method to us. Well, it's a bit like foraging for, I'm a story forager. And I don't say that in jest. I guess that's actually what I do, especially Tuesdays uh, tonight. Uh, what I'll do is I'll, dra- you know, I'll drag out this int- intro. I'm going to be forging for metaphors here. Might get back to that photography shoot. Not sure if I can, uh, you know, get, you know, dig for any truffles or whatever. 
you know, because they think they say, well, geez, foraging was sold three years ago. What do you, uh, and I say, yeah, I missed the foraging boom. I'm sorry that I missed the foraging boom. I miss every boom by about three years. I'm a, like, uh, I'm not, an, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm post-hip, uh, you know, what can I say? They say post-hip, that is so cool. And I say, that's right. Uh, they said, what about, because po- no, you know why I am, because I'm a story forager. You forge stories? No, 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 not a story forager. I'm a story forager. And they say, okay. But I say, that's pretty good. Forging, for- I'm a for- forage forager. They said, that's some alliteration. You, did you know I was in the middle of an alliter- alliteration photo shoot? And they said, you're kidding me. You were shooting alliteration with photo. You're taking photos of alliteration. That is, uh, that is post tip. And they said, no, I was, uh, I said, actually, I forage for alliteration. Actually, I'm in the middle of, uh, I I was in the, you're, you're distracting me from a distraction from a podcast intro. Excuse me. Uh, uh, you know, whoever criticized my, uh, missing the foraging boom. Uh, but anyway, if you're new here, I'll, I'll be foraging for stories and metaphors. So we'll do a little story part. Or this is this episode's a little bit more about structure, story structure, and songs, or one song in particular. But uh, let's see, where was I? So, so if you're new here, it's the podcast meant to take your mind off stuff. I'm not, a, you know, clearly there's, you know, if if you were expecting something erudite or in, you know, intelligent. Or, uh, like, uh, you know, meditative, you know, I got creaky dulcet tones. What can I, you know, I can't do much about that. I'm pretty sure I have some mu- mushrooms growing within my brain. So, I say, I mean, so that's why I have to forage for stories as opposed to, why don't you just tell stories? Well, in mush- brain mushrooms, that's where my stories come from, though. So, it's a good, and they say, yeah, I bet you I can only imagine what kind of mushrooms are growing in your brain. But so that's it. I mean, I'm I, trying to get back to this um, this photo shoot thing because it's just you know. But but so that's what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna talk here. But you just make yourself comfortable. You don't have to listen to me, but you're under no pressure to listen or fall asleep. You just kick back, and it'll just be like I'm just sitting within the vicinity of your room, chatting you up, and you say, "Well, this is this is this is my one friend that I would be comfortable calling a buffoon." They say, well, let's, 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 let's use the bassoon. Why don't you just call me a bassoon? Uh, you know, cause we're, we're, since we're on the alliteration tip, I, I, I'm doing alt alliteration now. I say, well, what's that? I said, well, ever since I became post hip, I'm, uh, I'm also into the alt scene. I'm using alt alliteration. Well, what's alt alliteration? Well, you'll say one word and then I'll offer. In a litter of word, that doesn't mean the same thing, but we're going to, like, buffoon, we're going to say bassoon from now on. And I can hear part of you that you see, first, your, your gut reaction is that doesn't make any sense. And they say, wait a second. It almost makes sense, but it's of no use. And I'd say, exactly. Uh, I'd say, can we, now this is a challenge. You say, well, it's almost like it's useless. And I'd say, well, it's a, oh boy. Uh, what do you call this? Uh, they got a uh, like a uh, alliteration performance anxiety. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't have it useless. How did I manage to get one the one word that uh, starts with a use? That I can't alliterate. But so let's just get back to that alliterative photo shoot. 
So if you're new here, though, that's what I'm going to do. Let me ask you, have you thought about anything other than, like, your brain will kind of, for a little while, if you're new, your brain might try to challenge and say, let's try to focus on what this guy's talking about. And then another party might get irritated and be like, he's not talking about anything. But once you see, I'm kind of in this middle ground uh, where it's like, uh, I'm talking and it, to me, it has meaning. Believe me, I'm not just sitting here chattering about nothing. I, to me, this all makes perfect sense. That's why this podcast works. Uh, and you say, why again? Well, hey, mushrooms on the brain. That's why it works. And you'd say, that doesn't make any sense. I say, yeah, because you have a mushroom-free brain. Congratulations. Uh, you know, you probably just use, you probably, you know, you don't need to use words like uh, uh, alt alliteration. You know, you know, you don't have any use for it. Uh, do, do you know any words that rhyme, like, that are alliterative, like useless, that I could use right now, this second and second? Oh, you're not real. You're a figment of my mate. Oh, thanks. I'll get back to the podcast intro then. So to close it out, how would we, if we were going to do a, a photo shoot where we pour alliteration on me, would we use uh, alphabet soup or SpaghettiOs? Do they have SpaghettiOs with letters? But we'd have to pick out, you know, we could use that. Do they still have that cereal, what was it called, alphabets or something? What was that cereal? It was like frosted letters. And they, they'd say, I think they did away with that when they said that was too educational and taste is, you know, make it into pebbles or, you know, kids like eating oblong things for breakfast. You say, you don't, don't, you know, letters is too much. Uh, but yeah, maybe I could just pour, I mean, I don't know if I really want to cover myself in SpaghettiOs or whatever the heck that stuff is or soup. No, no, no. I think I'd say dry cereal. Then SpaghettiOs, then soup. I don't want to cover myself in soup. I could see, well, SpaghettiOs, I mean, there's probably like, that might be good for my skin. At least I could tell myself that. You know, dried cereal. I'm trying to think what other, cooked pasta. There you go. That's what a part of my brain just said. What about just cooked pasta, no sauce? I said, pour that on me. Pour that alliteration on me. And then they said, well, that's not alliteration, that's just letters. Then I said, well, it's just a photo shoot. Why are you taking it so seriously? And they said, well, you're the one that made all the demands. And I said, well, at least I decided to call it a photo shoot. Remember when I first started out, I called it a model shoot? I don't even know what, the, well, that's when you shoot models. Uh, like, uh, And I said, yeah, airplane models, I used to shoot them off my roof. So there you go, I already, I have done a model shoot before. And I may have had, I wish I had named a plane, you know, the uh, USS Alliteration. So anyway, and I guess party might be like, I don't even think this guy knows. Honey, honey, are you listening? I don't think this man knows what alliteration is. And I would say the more to pity me with, you know, and to say, whew, whew, uh, that's what you could do. That's what some people tell me when they're like, they say, whew, good thing I'm not Scooter. Oh boy, gosh, gosh, but gosh, yeah, that guy. And they see, and then a lot of people will say, when you do that stuff, are you serious? Or, and I say, oh, yeah. and for just being myself, unfortunately, you give me a mic and I start talking and the truth comes out. But here's the opportunity I can use it to help you fall asleep. So, they, like, what greater use could I put my misuse of alliteration? Is that alliteration? When it, like a use of my misuse, that's that's better than useless. So we may have, uh, that's alt alliteration for sure, for totally. 
since I invented that word, I can, you know, define it. They say, I think he's trying to redefine words. And I say, well, you know, word scramble. I got, I got mushroom brain. Haven't I said that seven times tonight? So, but the main thing is I'm glad you're here because I've been sleepless. I've been lying there in the deep, dark night. That's why I send my voice across it uh, to, to help distract you, maybe to hold your hand if you're comfortable or walk at your side. Or just, you know, sit back as you float across the threshold into the arms of Morpheus. Or whatever sleep god you choose, to, you know, where you say just the pillow, you know, pillow town. So I'm glad you're here. Uh, you know, Spodcast can't, doesn't work for everybody. I hope it helps you, you know, give it a few tries if you're skeptical. But like I said, I'm glad you're here. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. I hate you, only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep we do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place uh, where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, sensing, uh, physical stuff, emotional things, outside noises, changes in routine, or just, you know, I, I believe it or not, I'm experiencing this right, like a vague sense of unease or un, un, unspecified stress. You know, you could say it's called stress or nerves or, or whatever whatever it is you refer to it as, or something totally different that's keeping you up, like a, just a tap, tap, tapping or a rap, rap, rapping. Or, you know, I was at my brother's place. Speaking of kittens, you say, well, no one spoke of kittens, Scoots. I say, well, I, I did. My brother's got himself, him and his girlfriend Judy have a couple of kittens. And they love they love paper. These two kittens. Uh, they didn't have any wrapping paper, but they had craft paper. And these kittens, they just. Love, I guess they're like. I guess they're. I think I talked about this before. What happens when you go from being a kitten to a cat? Like, what? Do you, what's a toddler version of a kitten? I would say it's, you'd say it's just a kitten, but they say that's you know these are like the these are well beyond toddler because these kittens could move. But they like paper. They're paper-loving kittens. And to be honest, it upped my opinion of craft paper or whatever you call it, like butcher paper. They said, oh, boy, uh, I like this paper. I like when you kittens play with the paper. You know, just play, I'm allergic to you, so play with it over there. Which is the good thing about cats. And the mo- for the most part, they say, yeah, fine, we don't have any interest in you anyway. We're busy with this paper. It's great. So they would, you know, dive into the paper. There's different wrapped boxes they would climb into and poke out of holes. And, you know, then one of them would try to take a nap in the paper. Then the other one would try to climb. And they'd go, 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 go. oh, look at those two. You know, when you do, like, the kitten stuff. And they'd run around and run back to, you know, do some paper batting, batting at the paper, paper fighting, paper ripping, paper tackling. Paper ball striking. Oh, kittens and paper. Don't get me started. Holy mackerel. What a dream come true. Until I said, I get, until I said, I got to get out. He said, okay, that's enough with the kittens. They need to get back to the podcast. 
but sometimes I don't know what my point was. I think I was, I, I thought I had a point in there. Oh, vague. How do, what does a vague sense of unease have to do with kittens? I don't know. You know what cures a vague sense of unease? Kittens playing with paper for, a t- you know, for, you know, for a time. But it could be like your brain does that for me, at least. I can't say you, but your brain may at bedtime be like those kittens with the paper. And you say, no, 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 it's not time to play with the paper brain. I'm trying to go to bed. And then your brain actually isn't a kitten. So it says, oh, no, no, it's disguised as kitten. Writing a list of all your personality, the things that needed to be improved with your personality here in this paper. I wasn't playing with it. I was actually, I knew you would give me your attention. So, so, you know, I just dressed up as a kitten, started writing Oh, that's great. What's this other kitten doing over here? Oh, hey, actually, my name is Vague Unease. I'm, I'm, I'm not a kitten either. I'm just a, you know, I'm a part of your, I'm not sure if I'm a part of your limbic system. That's why I look so, that's why it's better off if you see me dressed as a kitten. Yeah, I was just here pulling on some stuff on you because, uh, you know, I, I was thinking about some stuff you did a long time ago and in the future, so I figured I'd pull on some what are, you, are you pulling on my heartstrings? And then that part of the limbic cat, limbic cat. What's, I don't know what I'm pulling. I just pull on this stuff and then it works. Oh, it works out because I'm about, believe it or not, you two are pretending to play with be, be kittens and pretending to play with paper. But you're really messing up my sleep. I'm trying to go to sleep. I don't really need you pulling on anything. I think that green one is my heartstring that you're pulling on, and I don't like. Can you just not pull on it? Well, I'm dressed as a cat. I'm not. I'm not pulling on it. I'm batting it. Okay, please don't bat my heartstrings. And that one's related to my gut. It, and I think the what do they call this? The so 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 they say there's something with an S, like soma, somatic. These are the somatic strings you're pulling. Oh, wait, what are you saying? Have I been reading the SVM5 again? Uh, maybe, but uh, believe it or not, there's nothing in the DS, any of the DSVMs about uh, emotional, whatever you, brain things, disguised as kittens playing with paper, but really trying to, you're still writing a list. I'm trying to talk to you. Too. I got to go to bed. I don't know why you two would climb out of my brain, into my bed, dressed as kittens. Well, the first, oh, you want to ask me a question? Why do I have craft paper boxes in my bed? Oh boy, this is embarrassing. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, if you leave me alone, I'll tell you what I'm doing with the craft paper boxes in my bed. If you promise not to, like, if you stop making your list and you stop pulling on my somatic string, you know, somatic strings. Yeah, I mean, oh, it's embarrassing for sure. So promise, and then I go to sleep. Well, I was going to sleep like a kitten tonight. So I figured instead of a regular bed, I would put my feet in this box, wrap this cra- wrap it up with craft paper. I'm going to put my arm in this other box over here. So actually, yeah, I'm going to pretend I'm a kitten too. So I guess that's one way we do like adapt to things. You two, you know, tried to do, do the old kitten, kitten, you know, faux kitten thing to trick me so you could give me some speeches at bedtime. And I, I decided that after playing with the kittens, well, I didn't play with them. I watched them play. Uh, how how does kittens get away with it? Well, did you go play with the cats? Well, no, I watched them play without me. Kind of like, uh, you know, it reminds me of childhood a bit. But uh, 
they didn't want to play with me. They chose, they chose, they're like those reindeers. They chose not to choose. I think cats do parallel play. Sometimes they do cooperative play. More competitive. I don't know if they do any cooperative play. I don't know. The cats within me, they're not cats at all, but, you know, they're uh, 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 wolves in cats' clothing. But anyway, brain part and somatic string puller. I was just going to get in bed here with this craft paper. And, you know, I was going to crinkle it. I was going to try a new form of self-comforting, crinkling craft paper. It's going to disturb my neighbors. You're probably right about that. So maybe I just won't. I I think I'll keep my foot in this box, though. It kind of feels cool. Uh, Though I do have the urge to shake my leg and then the box would shake on it. So maybe I shouldn't have put boxes with craft paper in my bed. You're right about that. Well, there we go. We solved one of my problems. Uh, Good teamwork. You didn't need to yank on those heartstrings or those other ones. And it looks like your list of parts of my personality or whatever that, uh, you know, need improvement. That was on the craft. I'm going to just push all the craft paper off my bed. And fortunately for you two, I'm actually not in bed. This is a podcast intro. So talk about a cat and cat's clothing. Uh, Or not a cat, cat not, you know, just in its fur. Not dressed as a cat. No, dressed as a cat, but not as a cat, dressed cat. You know, because there's people that dress their cats, and there's cats that are just, you know, never mind, forget that one. I got mixed up. Now I'm picturing a cat in galoshes with a, uh, a muffler and a raincoat for some reason in my brain. You guys, you both see that? Yeah. It should be a book, Cat in Galoshes. You know, there's Puss in Boots. What about Cat in Galoshes? Does anybody use galoshes? I don't even, I think galoshes went out of fashion before I was born. But it was still probably on a vocabulary test, and, and it was probably on a spelling test that I got wrong. Galoshes. G A L O S H E S. Galoshes. My galoshes are full of rainwater because I was, wasn't wearing pants outside. Galoshes. Can you tell me the origin? Uh, yeah, some obscure part of my brain, like uh, left a holdover from. Uh, the years when galoshes was used regularly in uh, a common parlance, galoshes. Sorry, my Myers Briggs crashed with my, you know, script, whatever scripts, you know, scripts, uh, scripts something. I forget what scripts is. Myers Briggs and my scripts, I don't know, but they had a collision within my brain. Anyway, if you're new here, whew, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. Uh, to take your mind off stuff. That was a little unintentional example. And I, I can I can guess, like, you're maybe picturing kittens and craft paper, which ideally is what this podcast does for you. Offers a little bit of a kitten-like distraction, but not with the kitten-like engagement where you say, well, I can't miss what these kittens are going to do next. I can't go, you know, I can't possibly go to bed. You know, I'll just cut to the part four minutes after the kittens go to sleep where you look at them sleeping and then you say, well, okay, it was cute for four minutes. And, but you won't have to think about all the other stuff. Or if you have mechanisms in place like I do with, you know, those things that I can take your mind off. So maybe make you look like dread bedtime a little less or look forward to it. So that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to set up the story here. It's, uh, you know, like 
catch you up on the story. Then I'm going to tell uh, uh, what is it, an episodic uh, or episodic series, Nuns in Space. So we'll have an episode of that. And I'll be here for like an hour. So if you can't sleep, I'll be here the whole time. If it takes you a little while to fall asleep, I'll be here the whole time too. I'll be giving it my all, like those kittens with the paper. But you don't need to listen, you know, intently. You don't need to feel pressure to fall asleep. Uh, it's just like a bedtime story for grown-ups. If you're new here, you're skeptical. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. I hope it helps you out. Give it a few tries. But I guess that's all I can say. I'm glad you're here, and I really hope I really learned to help you fall asleep. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, you up on like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, uh, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up at night, whether it's thinking, uh, like overthinking or underthinking, you know, general thoughts, uh, specific thoughts, uh, feelings physically, something you're physically feeling, or emotionally, tingle, you know, if you have any tingling, uh, or, annoy, you know, wind chimes. Some people, there, there's a percentage of people that don't like wind chimes. I'm not a I'm, I'm wind chime lover. I think that was uh, Lionel Richie's, uh, that's, I think that's a new album that's coming out, Wind, wind Chime Lover. Sorry, I don't mean, normally I don't, I try not to sing too much, but that just, uh, okay, somebody, I wish I had an assistant to write that. Okay, next book. We really got a lot of books coming out, and you know, never, but you know, potential books to procrastinate on. Twenty twenty nine, Wind Chime Lover. Maybe I could write that one sooner. That sounds. I said because uh, they have all these different uh, imprints of uh, what are those called? Harlequin romance, but now they have like Blade. Scoots, how do you know this? Well, from work, really, from work, not from personal stuff. Like, maybe I could get my own imprint over at Harlequin because they got Blaze. I think they got one that's blue. They got one, I think, with cook, cooking. If not, I could do that, too. You know, you know, romance and cooking. But I could do boring, you know, Harlequin bore, Harlequin bedtime, but not that kind of bedtime, the bedtime you sleep through. Okay, well, what's, what's the first book? What's uh, Wind Chime Lover? Actually, I'm in a podcast intro. I'll have to come back to this, but I'll probably forget. So if you're new here, uh, it is, I'm trying to create a safe place to take your mind off of the stuff that's keeping you awake. That's what I was saying before this uh, book proposal came into my brain. And all right, English majors, I know you could say Harlequin is not a book. Well, okay, let's hold our judgments aside. I'm holding my judgments about wind chime dislikers aside. I don't have anything against... People that dislike wind chimes, I don't even own a wind chime. So let's, you know, let's leave our judgments at the door. That's just, It's a safe place for you to forget about whatever is keeping you awake. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to use uh, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, meandering superpowers, wings of pointlessness, 
you know, total distraction. Sometimes I'll have, par- you know, partial distraction, total distraction. Uh, but it basically I'm going to be your boyfriend. I'm here to tell you a bedtime story or something vaguely reminiscent of a bedtime story. Uh, just like this was a personal service, but if it was a personal service, it'd be strange. But since I'm just hearing your earbuds or your speaker, you know, it, is a, it gives us a little bit of, uh, you know, ba- you know, boundaries. Boundaries are good. And, you know, I, I, I do this show because, I you know, I have trouble sleeping and I have trouble overthinking and overjudging and all those things. And, you know, they talk about the plasticity of the brain. And unfortunately, you know, my brain is over plasticized when they, you know, when they cart, you know, when they crafted it. They put a little bit too much, and you think this is funny, but it's not. They put whatever the main ingredients are in Silly Putty, they put too much in there. Like whoever was in the, you know, the plasticity department, they said, hmm. Look at that fly flying. And they said, oh, no, George, you, you, you too much. You got too much. And they said, okay, anyway, we also messed up on a couple other things on that kit. So just keep it keep it going down the line. Yeah, but what what does that mean? You say, well, you have a plasticity of the brain. Isn't extra plasticity do good? Well, no, no, not with Silly Putty because uh, just like Silly Putty, so my brain has had, you know, too many, many times I've transferred Sunday comics, which used to be a thing. Uh, now it would be, say, comic books or graphic, you know. So some of those are imprinted on my brain. And then they've been rolled up and then lost their formulation. So all the useful stuff's gone, just like these images. And then a lot of times parts of my brain will just roll themselves into balls and just start bouncing around on the inside of my skull. Not, not you know, makes it hard to pay attention. Uh, you see, so, but there are, you know, you just got to make your liabilities your assets, especially at bedtime when, you know, that part of your brain wants to talk about your liabilities. And, you know, the lack of, you know, or they want to go through your ad. You say, well, I just want to go to bed, please. So what I'll do is I come in there. That's This is your boyfriend. I come in. I got to say, excuse me, excuse me, all those brain parts. I'm I'm scoots. I'm, I'm full of liabilities that I, I call them assets, though. I know you brain parts. You just call me total ass, which you're correct. And, okay, excuse me, brain parts. I got to talk to a human for one second. These brain parts love me. Just watch me at work. Just watch for one second. Hey, human brain parts, uh, did you hear about how my brain's like about 62% silly putty, 30-something percent goo, gray goo, or goop? It might be goop. But I've been working on this book proposal. I wanted to run it by you. It's a, do you know anything about romance? I don't. I do not. I mean, I guess that's not true. I'm good at fast-forwarding through romance books. to get. To, I say, well, when's the good stuff going to start, you know? Um, but uh, I have a proposal, one for a new genre of romance books. Uh, and also, it, with brain parts, if you want a great... Uh, if you ever work in a like a book-based industry as I have, uh, you can use this line whenever. There's plenty of ways to apply it, but you can say romance is dead or romance isn't dead. But you're not refer, you're referring to romance, the genre. 
I use it at work maybe every four months when I think everybody's forgotten that I told the joke four months ago. And usually, you know, you could think of the joke part. I'll just give you the punchline. You say, well, well, romance truly isn't dead. Or you just use it in the negative. You say, well, and then romance, true, you know, so, so you get that brain part. So you could use, you can take that. You can claim it as your own, especially if you had anything funny. For, for sure, take credit. But yeah, I'm working on this book proposal uh, about, you know, bedtime bedtime romance without the romance. It's kind of like what my bedtime's like anyway. But uh, I'm thinking about the first title would be called Wind Chime Lover. Wind Ch- Did I say lover of wind chimes? I guess I'm a lover of wind chimes, not a wind chime lover. Uh, we just lost the great playwright who wrote a... a, a uh, you know, who wrote, uh, who was Sylvia, the goat, one of my favorite plays, Edward Albee. It was, I said, so, but this will be like, it won't be like that. It won't, it won't be a wind chat. It'll just be someone, I, I actually don't have the book. It, I just have the book proposal, wind chime lover. Or I don't think, uh, Lionel Richie takes submissions, but maybe we could get it. Maybe we could get a joint thing like Harlo, Harlequin. Like we could get, like we could get a lot that comes with a download of the Lionel Richie song, Wind Chime Lover. Oh, that's already a Lionel Richie song with a different name. Oh, yeah, but maybe people forgot about it. See these, okay, one second, I got to get to these sea humans. See, I, I got them. I got them hooked. And that's how I do it. Like, and I'd say to you, geez, have you thought about what has been keeping you awake? Cause, cause I'm here to take your mind off of it. So tonight's episode, what I'm going to do is talk about, uh, the Colombian version of Breaking Bad, uh, and Breaking Bad, but in the most general v- v- vanilla way, way too many details, tons of rambling. Uh, we'll start off with a segment about, like, I watched the Colombian version once, uh, Take a ton of notes. Watch the American version. It's a Shaffer Shot remake. Take a ton of notes. Then I watch it again. I don't speak Spanish, so then I watch it with Spanish subtitles. I write down some Spanish words and I look them up. So the first segment will be kind of like me kind of wondering, like looking up Spanish words, but making kind of a bedtime story with the words I looked up. Then I'll run through the episode of Metastasis, the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. And then finally, I'll run through the Breaking Bad episode. And then we'll cap it off with, uh, what do you call it, like thank yous and good nights. So, so all told, I'll be here an hour. So you're under no pressure to fall asleep. There's no expectation. Uh, you know, you just have to tolerate me. You don't even really have to like me. You say, well, he's my boy. He's a boyfriend. And I say, eh, you know, it's like, eh. Uh, hopefully I grow on you, which I've been told I do. Or, you know. I mean, in, in person, I more grow on you grow on your nerves. Is that a thing? I think I've been told that. Test, I test nerves for sure. I'm a certified nerve tester, uh, but that's what I'm going to do. I, I mean, I mean, I'm here to help you fall asleep. If I can do it, it's my honor. If you're skeptical and you're new, who wouldn't blame you? I mean, if I mean, if you just listen to that. We've been talking about eight, eleven minutes here. You say, well, okay, this is a. Uh, if this person's due for an exam, and you say, "Well, you're you're very observant," 
But I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Hey, you've only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking, feeling, sensing, you know, physical sensations, uh, pain, emotion, you know, emotional pain or emotional excitement, travel, whatever it is, whatever's keeping you awake. It can be any of those things or it could be something different. It could be just a list. Uh, lists are one thing that keep me up. And I think I might have used this recently, but listing, like if your ship is listing, like you're like, uh, I think I did do, maybe I did do an opening about this. If you, if you can't even remember, maybe you're lying in bed thinking, what am I going to do my next open, podcast opening about? Only done 478 or whatever. Actually, I transposed my numbers. 448, I think it's about to come out when I record this. Uh, is that right? 400, so most of, but, but if you're listing, like, I think I named, I think if I had a ship, it'd be named, uh, the spirit of molasses. And if your ship is listing, I mean, it's not even good for sleep. Oh yeah, I did do it. Cause I've been on a listing ship and I, I said, man, I, and I tried to sleep on a listing. It was a boat, not a ship, but I think ships probably list. It's probably safer. Like when they're listing, because you say, well, it's a big ship. There's plenty of room to list. I hope that's the right word. Uh, listing. The ship is listing. Listing what, Scoots? No, no, listing, like turning, you know, in the water. It's off balance. I'm sorry. Like, when you have dyslexia and you search for stuff, this happens all the time with these high-tech things. They say, I don't know what you're talking about. Even when I talk to them, I say, I don't have dyslexia. Of the mo-. I guess I do because it's my brain. Yeah, it relates to my hands and my mouth. But the devices, they'll say, what? I don't know what you're talking about. And they'll say, what, what was that guy's name? And they say, which guy do you, are you asking? What, no, no, no. What do you call that vegetable? And then you charge, charge anyway, we list it. I thought we were talking about listing ships. No, no, no. Actually, I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. Oh, boy. If you're new here, welcome. This podcast is a little bit odd. Uh, but and I, I will go off topic. and. Uh, but here's, here's the podcast. It's to take your mind off stuff. I'm going to try to create a safe place for you to set aside whatever's keeping you awake. And it's any of those things, or it's listing, or maybe you have a partner like me. They haven't shared this in a while, uh, who for a while I would jump up in the bed and then roll myself in the blank. Like I would uh, breach like a whale. I, I do breaching. That also cures you of bedmates, believe it or not. But I do a lot of breaching in my sleep. And they, they, they say, is that like RLS? And I say, no, 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 I breach. And it's not my leg. I jump out of bed and I tend to turn, like, I think it was from being raised with six or five other kids and, you know, sharing a bed sometimes. It's like a form of a blanket theft where you get your... You get your full mass behind the blanket if you jump, if you breach with the blanket, blanket breach. Uh, that's also, actually, believe it or not, I hate to pitch something right now, but it, that's also my new YA series, uh, bedtime series. Uh, it's a spy series. It's called Blanket Breach. 
And that's what they said. That's the pilot. I would say, we have a, sir, we have a blanket breach. Get us agent, get us agent PJ ASAP. And they say, okay, sir, agent PJ's on her way. Okay. Well, when's she going to be here? Well, she's already on the blanket breach, sir. Blankets have been breached. Uh, that's as far as I've gotten, but, uh, Oh boy, if you're new here, I think that's what I had. I got to reset yet again. So it's a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. I'm going to use uh, creaky dulcet tones and, po- you know, pointless meanders. We've already had a few, you know, as the, uh, you know, smooth dulcets would sing. Uh, senselessness, uh, you know, wor- word kebabs. I don't think I've, have I used, have I told you about my word kebabs before? Cause I don't think I have to explain it to you. I think you've heard it in, uh, so what do we call the topic? Uh, kebab topics. That's different than word kebabs. Kebab topic sounds better than topic kebabs. But see, that's why you trust me putting you asleep. I'm, I'm one of the few people that would take the time to say, okay, word kebabs. That sounds good. Word kebab. And you say, topic kebab, look at that. You can hear it as you lie in bed saying, what is this man talking about? I say, exactly, just kick back and relax. With the, you know, just like your, your pillow, you know, say kebab to pillows. It's again, pillow kebab. Yeah, it's close. It's no word kebab, though. But you'd say kebab, to, what does Scooter do with, what are topics does he talk about on that sleep podcast? Well, he kebabs topics. What does that mean? I don't know because I'm 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 in lack of describing what he does. I think that's the only way to describe it is he's kebabbing topics. Is he kebab? So he kebabs topics. So he takes random topics, and he said, "Well, so is it deliciously succulent things?" He's kebab was sticking them on a kebab stick. He said, "No, he just kept repeating a topic kebab kebabbed topics so many times that now I just use that in conversation." Like uh, today when they said, where are those spreadsheets? And I say, well, they're in a word kebab. Well, what do you mean a word kebab? Well, when we upgraded to that cloud thing, Majig, they got kebabbed. Anyway, let me try to refocus. So if you're new here, I'll be kebabbing things. Uh, but don't worry, like soft pillowy kebabs. Pillowy kebabs, you know, like the, the, the like without any, you know, no barbs. There's, there's uh, barbs. Oh, no, I guess no barbs at all, because after Stranger Things, yeah, there's no, I can't use barb. Maybe Barbara Ann, but I guess I can't sing. And, you know, but occasionally in episodes, I will go to a dance. I will take a chance. And they say, that's Barbara. I say, oh, okay, well, I say, you know, Bob's, I talk about kebabs, 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 the kebabs and... Anyway, there'll be confusing things like that, where even I'm confused. They say, I can't listen, I can't listen to that in the edit, because that'll make my brain scramble. Okay, anyway, if you're new here, I'm going to try to take your mind off. So I'm going to do safe place where you can set aside whatever it is that's giving me awake. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night, and try to escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep. And you can take your time getting there. You just kick back and listen. Obviously, you don't got to pay good attention to me. You barely got to take it. You, you could pay just, I mean, just like if you're kebabbing things. I mean, you got to pay a little bit of attention so you don't get poked, but you don't got to. I mean, maybe some people are like, you know, no, no, you got to re-kebab those kebabs. 
And you say, what, do I read? So I have to de-kebab the kebabs and then re-kebab them. And they say, yes, you do need to de-kebab those kebabs and then re-kebab them. And they say, could you use, is there a way to overuse kebab? And I'd say, well, if I did, I would try to de say in the edit, I couldn't de-kebab the kebabs because it was too essential to the content. Uh, but you, you, so, you know, you, you just kick back just like, uh, you say, well, you just throw those on the grill. Like, uh, I, mean, I guess that's, this is met, this metaphor, it needs to be decommissioned, decommissioned metaphors. I, like, uh, that's where I pick my mission. Like, uh, they don't publicize this stuff, but there is a, like a government marketplace when they decommission metaphors that have been used in the, you know, federal and state governments. Or confiscated metaphors. I've bought a few of those, you know, they say, then they auction them off. And then they say, well, this lot of metaphors, lot 4,444, is a decommissioned metaphors from the tax code. We're going to start the bidding at $4. And they say, okay, can you, and they say, can you connect with your point of inquiry? You know, what is the top word used in these decommissioned metaphors before I make a bid? And they say, okay, let me check, sir. Uh, lot for, uh, uh, kebab. These are the kebab metaphors. They've been decommissioned. And I say, I bid, you know, I bid, what's the bid for? I bid 450 sir. And they say, okay, sold uh, to, the, to the man in this, you know, macaroni hat or something. I don't know. And they'd say, this is a macaroni fedora, actually. It's a fedora made of macaroni. Uh, yes, I'll take those uh, kebab metaphors. And, uh, do you have any, uh, do you have a lot of pasta, pasta metaphors? Anyway, I'm in, actually, sorry, but I got to leave this auction. I'm in the podcast opening. Okay, so if you're new here, welcome. It's silly. I meant to kind of make it, take, drain the seriousness out of bedtime. And I ramble, I stumble, I mumble. And, you know, and then I stumble again, but clearly, but I'm glad you're here. This isn't meant to, you know, there's no shoulds here. So if you don't like the podcast, give it a few tries. It doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. But if it doesn't, you know, I, I'm sorry. I appreciate that you took the time to check this out. Uh, but I really hope it does it distract you or take your mind off stuff or put you to sleep or be your companion when you can't sleep because I, I've been there. Uh, struggling to fall asleep, tossing and turning, breaching with the blankets, and then having people, why'd you breach with that blanket? And they say, well, no, no, I breached with, you know, I guess you did, did breach. Why do you talk, Why do you use kebab so much? I mean, those are the kind of things that go through my head at night. So I've been there. And uh, so if I can help you or make you look forward to bedtime or make you dread it less, it's an unbelievable honor for me. So I really yearn and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. And thank you so much for stopping by. I hate you only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. And I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you could set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, sensing, physical, you know, physical, I guess that's feelings, physical feelings, emotional feelings, 
noises, uh, changes in your health, changes in the temperature, changes in the friggin' time. Thanks. You know, October surprises, cold toes, you know, whatever, whatever is keeping you awake. Could be any of those things. Could be something way more. Whatever it is that's keeping you awake, whether it's something similar to those or something uniquely your own. The safe place is a place where you can try. I'll try to take your mind off of that. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night here. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, wings of pointlessness, meander powers, word smushing, lists. I'll be listing things. You know, this may be the only list, subtle listing. Pauses, predictable pauses, and you know, pause point 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 pauses without poignancy. Uh, with poignancy removed from them. Uh, but all those things. What I'm going to do is try to take your mind off stuff and escort you across across the threshold from wake to sleep. Sometimes I'll have trouble pronouncing things. You know, that's kind of word. That's not word. Word stumbles. I think I've talked about that before. Uh, pet naming. I say, geez, can you name a cat? Pet stumbles. You already have a cat named Stumbles. I got enough. Okay, great. Anyway, let me move on because I don't know if I want to engage that part of my brain. Uh, but if you're new here, here's a couple of questions you might have in your mind. Who, who, who am I? Why do I make this podcast and what exactly am I up to? Those are the questions the Nana that lives in my brain asks me a lot. And, you know, one of the, when I can't sleep, the, one of the voices in my head is my Nana. So who, well, who am I? That's a good, that's a neutral question. Or it could be positive. Say, well, who are you? Well, I'm a, I go by Deer Scooter around here, these parts, uh, the, and the sleep podcast. And I'm your bedtime storyteller. I'm your boyfriend. And all I'm here to do is take your mind off stuff, and I'll tell a long tale, long intro. Uh, and now the intro is a show in itself for a lot of people. A lot of people fall asleep to this, but the timestamps are in there if you want to skip the intro. You know, but it'll be you know be be pre, you know have a lot of premature metaphors or whatever you want to call it, unresolved metaphors. I think that's what I meant to say. Not premature, Nana. Immature. Oh, and my Nana just, in my brain just said. So that's who I am. I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm just your boyfriend. I'm going to be here to talk, tell you a story, kick back at your bedside virtually, and ramble on through the night. Now, you're under no pressure to listen to me. No pressure to be, you could. You, you should be mild. You should uh, experience something like entertainment, uh, you know, without the entertaining part. Like, just like you say, well, you know, this is to take my mind off stuff uh, that's not bad, but you don't have to listen. So you won't feel any pressure to listen or be entertained. You're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour. Uh, and then you can queue up episodes. I'll be here the whole time, giving it my all to take your mind off stuff. Now that goes into the why. Well, why? Because I have trouble sleeping and I had a terrible bout of insomnia when I was young. And I'll never forget it. Let's just be straight. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget lying there, uh, desperate for sleep and desperate for relief and wondering why Why the heck can't I just fall asleep? Why is this, this got to be such a hard pain in the butt? And I tend to be one of those people that overthinks about stuff. And even then, I would be overthinking 
And it was just, just just painful. And if anybody there is lying, I don't mean to bring this up for anybody. Other than to say I can relate how awful it can be to lie there at night. And one of the things that I enjoyed was listening to comedy radio uh, to take my mind off of stuff. And while this is not comedy radio, it's my, you know, mom, you know, Mold, not moldy. The spy case is not moldy, but it's mild, uh, mildly humorous. But I'll be there. I want to take your mind off stuff. I want to replicate that or, or do, say, what well, she's don't adults need someone to come take their mind off of stuff with lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. Uh, someone that's going to sit there with one of those smiles like you can hear me say, I'm smiling. I'm smiling right now. Uh, but yeah, so I got that smile going, you know, that says, hey, I'm your boyfriend. I'm here to take your mind off stuff. Uh, plus, I'm not, you know, met a, uh, within the boundaries. This is a nice smile. Smile says, hey, no pressure. I can relate to what you're going through, and I hope I can uh, help you out. So that's uh, wh- wh- who am I? What am I doing? Wh- why would I do this? Because I can relate. And I said, hey, I like telling uh, bedtime stories. I like a... Uh, uh, what do you call like talking too much? I tend to be distracted, much like a puppy, but in a human form. You say, "Well, she, what, what was that? Was that a bug that went by? Was it? Was it? Was it a, you know that, that kind of stuff?" And what exactly do I think I'm doing? I don't know. I, I guess I try to make each episode a little bit better than the last one. I try to find my way from the beginning to the end. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not a perfect human being, believe me. Uh, I've made mistakes. I've made a few million. Uh, but I guess as I've done this show for three years now, at the end of year three, I said, well, I think I've, I'm starting to learn how to take people's mind off stuff. This podcast, it doesn't work for everybody. But the people that it works for, I say, geez, I hope, we, what am I trying to do? Do I create a safe place where people say, hey, I can take a few breaths here? send my voice across the deep dark night in some sort of unity to say, Hey, I've been there. Uh, you smile, get that smile going. The boyfriend smile. You hear that? The boyfriend smile, spree fever. Uh, so I had some silly stuff. So you say, Hey, maybe I can look forward to bedtime. I got that goofball with that podcast there to take my mind off stuff. It is not exactly, uh, like current events or anything. So I can listen to that and it'll distract me. And I like that. And then maybe you get a book or whatever that you'll read before you listen to podcast, whatever it is, or, you know, your favorite pillow or your pound puppy, whatever, whatever it is. That's a, that's kind of stuffed animal, by the way, not a pejorative term about puppies. As I just thinking about my sister had a pound puppy Pound puppy, you're the one for me. I think that was what the song went and the commercial. It's a, that's also like a major part of my brain plasticity was formed by watching millions of commercials as a child. But let me just offer those were kind of reasonable answers to reasonable questions. But sometimes at bedtime, you could go through that same thing with someone like the Nana that lives within my brain. And you'd say, who do you think you are? And I'd say, well, I'm just trying to do a, a sleep podcast. Well, who do you think you are to do a sleep podcast? You're a, t- you've, you're a bad boy. And you're also, uh, what are you doing? Well, did you want to know who do I think I am or what am I doing? Which one? These are rhetorical questions uh, for shaming purposes.
Well, then why are you touching your fingers like you're waiting for my answer? Well, why don't you answer my questions? Okay, I don't know. I guess I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm somebody trying to make a podcast. I like I think I'm good. Oh, you think you're good at it? Well, oh, well, love. Where, where's your award? Well, actually, I have a couple. Oh, well, good for you. Okay, what was my next question? Who who do you think you are? What the heck are you doing? Well, I'm just making a sleep. It's a podcast to put people to sleep, Nana. You've actually been on like forty or fifty intros. Oh, well, do you have my, did you ever get me to sign a release? Because I don't recall signing a release. Okay, what was the question again? What do you think you're doing? What are you doing? You're doing a show for people to listen to. Why would you do something like that? To help them fall asleep. Plus, I like telling stories, remember? Oh, you're telling your stories to other people. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I need a washcloth. Can you give me a cold washcloth, please? Oh, Nana, I'm trying to get through this podcast intro, too, by the way. Oh, well, excuse me, Mr. Hot Stuff, with your speed intros. Uh, why don't you try slowing down for a podcast intro? Okay, cool. Can we just get through your questions, then? Who who do I think I am? I answered that one. I'll be thinking about that for the next 50 nights. What do I think I'm doing? Oh, and why would you do something like this? What are you thinking? Okay, I think those are all good. Are you just saying it's a bad, oh, yes, this is a bad idea. I think I've told you this a thousand times, and I mean it. You're going to do something in public. It's not going to, you, you, oh, boy. Okay, so that's question two. Oh, boy, yeah, bad idea. Got it. Check. Who do I think I am? Rhetorical shamer. Check. What do I think I'm doing? Bad idea. Disaster. Check. What was the third one? Uh, what am I, how am I doing it or something like that? Well, what do you think? You don't know what you're doing. Are you, are you a sleep expert? No, I'm just someone that tells bedtime. I don't know if you need an expert to tell bedtime stories. Well, I would prefer one. For, well, who are you to be, who are you to be doing this? Well, I don't claim to be an expert at all, Nana. I'm, I'm like uh, someone that has trouble sleeping. Believe it or not, it's an uh, irony here. So, you know, if you heard a circular logic, Oh, well, you're just going to use your degrees to try to make me feel bad about myself. Well, that's fine. I'll just go back to the park Chester within your brain, and I'll see you later, uh, Mr. Mr. Sunshine. Well, that's actually like, yeah, moonshine. Well, not moon. Okay, thanks, Nana. So see how that can happen at bedtime? Like, if the exact similar questions, totally different tone. But I say, well, it's a bit of sleep with me podcast, you say, Oh, well, Nana just lives in my brain. She's not, she, she's, she, she's, can't say she's not real, but, uh, my, my job is to take your mind off of stuff. Like whether you have a Nana in your brain or a Nunu or, you know, like, a, you know, just somebody playing the kazoo outside. Let me take your mind off stuff. Okay. I'll be here. Uh, giving it my all, as I said. Now, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. If you're meeting it with skepticism, I encourage that because uh, this is a strange idea. Uh, but it's not super strange. It's just me telling bedtime stories. Not for, like I said, not everybody, even my Nana says, who do I think I am? Again, I get people saying that too. Uh, and I appreciate you trying the show. I hope it helps you. So give it a few tries. I'm glad you're here. And I really hope, more than that, I really yearn because I've been there lying there looking at that ceiling.
It really yearned out you fall asleep. So thank you so much uh, for stopping by. I hate you all my tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. Here's what here's what I'm offering you to do. Here's what I'm attempting. I guess I'm not offering. I mean, here's a here, well, there's two things. There's attempting and offering. This podcast, uh, there's two at least two parts to it. There's the offering part. I'm offering to talk while you fall asleep. Uh, ideally distract you from whatever it is that's keeping you up awake. But what I'm going to attempt to do, you know, how do I propose I can't... Look, that's my offer. I'm here to talk you to sleep. I'll be here for the next hour. Hopefully it helps you fall asleep. How, how do I plan on accomplishing that? Well, that's a great question, by the way. If you don't mind me buttering you up and saying, whoa, you, you, do you ask these kind of wonderful questions at every podcast you listen to? And you might be saying, well, I didn't, I just thought of the question. I said, well, that's how it works around here, these parts. Uh, so it's the magic podcasting. Great job. Keep up with that good work with those silent questions, uh, by the by. But here, let me, let me answer your question. And I know maybe someone's like, well, I wasn't going to, I wasn't thinking of or asking your question. I say, well, you were, you were, you were working your way up to it. I know, I know how you, 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 you were ready to launch soon. It's just percolating. That's how your brain works. Anyway, but buttering up's done. Uh, I mean, I've never done buttering up. Uh, butter up that popcorn. I guess yeah, I'm done. But I'm done with the buttering up metaphors because I can't think anything else other than butter, buttering bread. If these things were these things proven to be unhealthy, and then recently they were proven to be neutral. Uh, it won't be buttering any coffee. I think that's the thing, right? Cough, buttered coffee, or is it co- coconut? Is there buttered coffee, or is it just a coconut coffee? Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll keep buttering it. But here's what, actually, I'm way off. This is the beginning of the intro. I'm already off track. Uh, but here's what I propose to do, and it will butter you up. I, I don't always do that. You know, once in a while, I got to say, hey, great job listening. You're doing a heck of a good job turning this podcast on. Thank you. And I'm serious. That's not a diminutive compliment. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, but it was, here's what I propose to do. Um, how do I propose to? Uh, uh, well, how do I propose to accomplish what I've offered? That's a, th- this feels like a, this is a good discussion. I'm glad we sat down and finally talked about all, all this podcast stuff. And if you're new here, thank, thanks for, you know, let's let's get this out of the way right up front. You're right. Uh, whatever the uh, Harvard negotiation product, you know, I'm working. At, well, I haven't. They don't return my emails. But I said, hey, w- what about that Harvard negotiation? They still have that over there at Harvard, the negotiation project or whatever it's called. Can we get a? Uh, can we get? Can we get you on the podcast intro? The Harvard negotiate podcast intro nego. You know. Because the intro is a negotiation. I'm introducing you. Then I'm making my offering. And now I'm saying, how am I going to deliver on it? I kind of feel like a, if, if this podcast, I mean, I feel like a used car salesman. But I wouldn't, you know, I'm not good at it. So it'd be, I could do that. I could sell used cars on this podcast. I wouldn't sell any cars. 
If anyone from GM's listening, I do want to get you. I, I would like to check out that Chevy Volt or whatever. So I wouldn't mind selling a car for you and this podcast. But anyway, I don't think I could sell any cars to people, just like Larry David uh, in the Kirby Enthusiasm episode. But this would be more. I'd be a, anyway, I'm trying to. Hey, holy moly. So here's what I uh, am going to attempt to do. I'm going to try to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, physical feelings, or uncomfortableness, or, or even more than that. Any emotional turbulence, ups and you could be in the middle of an up, you could be in the middle of a down, you could just have that, uh, what, what I have, a general state of uh, unrest, I guess, or what, I don't even know if that's the right word. You could have friggin' neighbors making a bunch of noise. You could, you know, the, 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 you know, could have watched the news. That was a mistake, you know. Or you could have talked about any of that stuff. You, you know, you could, could have talked to, to someone. You could have opinions, you know, opinions people have a few and that can keep you awake. And you could be going through some sort of opinion analysis or, you know, what do you say? Well, I don't know how many other people imagine, like, uh, like spend. I, I mean, I spend like, like I've I've talked about this a few times. But one of the reasons I make this podcast because I have like about five stories in my brain at all times, and most of them are. But but usually I have one like a debating, some sort of debating narrative going on. Even if it's not about debates or politics, it's some sort of you know. Anyway, sorry. So I'm going to try to create a safe place where there is no debating, where there is no internal or external opinions or analysis of those things. It could be something totally different that's keeping you awake. Whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. Because, uh, you know, I, I, and I, I hope I didn't remind anybody of anything, but I say, geez, we can all relate here because you, cause you know where we are. Even if you're in the day shift or you're a third shift worker, you know, I send my voice across the deep, dark night, even if daylight, daylight hits it or whatever. It's in a tube, so it can't, you know, as they send my voice, like, you know, if you, you go ahead and, you know, usually this isn't a participatory intro, you know, but if you do have access to a cardboard tube right now, like that your paper towels come in, your toilet, toilet one would be a little short, toilet paper one, plus I don't know if I'd want to put the, you know, or longer, like a poster tube. That's where I'm going to send my voice through the deep, dark night. Uh, across the deep dark night and that way even if it's a light out in the tube it's still the deep dark night and why do i do that because i've been there tossing and turning clearly you know i'm not a person with a full deck you know it's just it's the deck is the deck is the deck can't even say deck that's my that's how and i the deck and my brain does have some deck in it i think that was a hair product back and, and then i it was back in my tasting days. I said, well, yeah. what, is a ne- what, what flavor does a neon pink Dak taste like? Again, kids, don't do this at home. because It was way more water. But it, 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 trust me on this. It was way more watery. Not, a much, not much of a flavor in those Daks or whatever the 80s hair gel was that would be colored neon colors just, just for selling the product. It didn't change the color of your hair. Because I think they had purple, yellow was the most popular, maybe a green or a blue. They all tasted the same anyway, by the way, and it was watery. 
Uh, but anyway, where was it? So I'm going to try to, to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. A little bit silly. I mean, a podcast doesn't necessarily have to make you laugh. Maybe, you know, if if you could if you could throw a chuckle my way, I'd appreciate it. But you don't need to chuckle. You know, shoulder shrug, I appreciate that. You say, well, let's see, what, uh, what is this? What's up with this cat? And I'd say, man, you're hip. You use the word cat like that. Is that good? When you called me a cat, was that good? I mean, you know, I'm part of your brain, Scoots. Keep going with the in- Okay, I'll keep going with the intro. So anyway, I'm, I'm here to take your mind off stuff. So send my voice across the deep character. I'm going to use these creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders, over, you know, superfluous words for sure. Uh, purple prose, if I knew what that meant, and I've, I've had someone try to explain, actually the wonderful Craig Mazin tried to explain it to me once on Twitter. And then I forgot, I think, I forgot what he said. And actually I didn't think it was, I said, did you say purple paper? Or maybe I thought he said purple pose. And he said purple prose is when you, uh, I think you use too many, you say you over-describe stuff. Uh, he wasn't talking about me. I was, that was a episode script notes podcast. Podcast is things interesting. Thing. Oh boy. Screen, things about screen, it's an interesting to screen, right? I don't know. Script notes podcasts about screenwriting and things interesting to screenwriters. Sorry, sorry. I get, get a fugue stated there. After the delay effect of eating too much DAC as a young man. But if you're new here, uh, I guess it definitely uh, it cleared all illusions of what this podcast is. This podcast is a little bit different. It's silly, like we were saying. And it's supposed to be distracting. It's supposed to take your mind off stuff. You say, well, I don't have to take this, this person seriously. But I'm here to be friendly. This is a friendly offering. I'm going to follow through on it. I follow through on this. I make this show three times a week. You know, our episodes are about an hour, so it'll be here. Uh, and I'll be here till the end, giving it my all. Just in case you can't fall asleep, you can take your time getting there, you know. And if you can't, I'll be here the whole time to keep you company. I'm trying to think of what else. Like, all you got to do is lie back. So hopefully, as I've been rambling and you say, well, I kind of don't really get this. When is the podcast? It started, uh, already started. Now, just in case you want to skip to the story parts, the time stamps are in there. Uh, but, you know, you know, I guess I'm, I mix it up even now. But I guess this podcast is meant to take your mind off stuff, uh, distract you while you fall asleep, repetitive Repetitive repeating, that's another technique I use. Uh, but in all seriousness, all seriousness, mispronunciations, in all seriousness, the reason I make this podcast is because I still have trouble falling asleep. And I, I can, you know, I, I, I know what it, I, I, I don't, if I can help you fall asleep, it'd be great, it'd be my honor. Uh, because I've been there. So hopefully you you're, uh, took your mind off stuff so far. Tonight's episode is going to be like a little bit different. Usually we have Metastas news episodes, but with the season, we're going to talk about a little seasonal specials, uh, special or specials here uh, for the pumpkin season. So you just kick back, you listen to me ramble. I'll be here, like I said, like at least an hour. You're under no pressure to fall asleep, but you're, you're also under no pressure to listen. 
Ian, I'm glad you're here. If you agree, this wasn't my best intro, but uh, if you're new here, I really appreciate you trying this podcast. I know it takes some skepticism because there's so many sleep solutions and stuff. But like I said, this is just a sleep offering. It's here for you to try. And I really hope it, and I really yearn to, to help you fall asleep with it. So thanks. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, stinking, stuff on your mind, stuff going through lists, something that happened recently, like recent thoughts, thoughts about the future feelings, anything you're dealing with emotionally or physically, uh, changes in routine, outside noises, travel, any of those other things, stress, uh, all, you know, seasonal stuff. You could say, well, I don't like leaves. I prefer green leaves. I said, really? Tell, tell me more. I, I didn't realize I had a part of my brain that didn't like the autumn colors. I mean, I realize there's a part of me, I, I realize that I don't want to weigh in on this pumpkin pie spice thing, but I know there's, a, you know, people on both sides of the pumpkin pie spice issue, and, and I respect that. And, and, and as much as I love Trader Joe's, I mean, somebody get Trader Pumpkin on the phone because holy moly, like how many pumpkin pie products do you need? I mean, I guess when you love alliteration as much as I do, you'd say, well, why, why don't you love pumpkin products? And I would say, Oof, I mean, I don't know. There's just when I think of a pumpkin, I think of the pumpkin that I discover in January or February that I had carved and then forgotten about. So I don't think of uh, pumpkin pie, but any, anyway, I think I was debate anyway, just in case you're new here. Whoa, boy. Um, Oh, let me set this up for you. Let me back up. So this, I'm going to create a safe place where if the place got safe too fast because then my brain started, my brain said, well, you know, with these debates going on, I would prefer we have a debate about autumn leaves, you know, green leaves versus autumn leaves. And again, I'll just try to tell my brain that uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm trying to do a podcast. I'm trying to do a podcast opening brain. So if you could give me a minute uh, for this debate, maybe I'll have time for it on the other side. So I'm going to create a safe place uh, where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, wings, also wings of pointlessness, double, you know, doubling, doubling of words. Uh, what else do we have? Gerrymanders. Talk about politics. Have you seen a gerrymander before? It's like a gerrymander, uh, but it's not an re- actual word. So it's not, you say, okay, check. So if you're new here, maybe I should slow down and talk a little slower because I'm getting away from myself. Uh, I'm going to try to take your mind off of stuff. I'm going to try to be your boyfriend. And, you know, imaginarily sit at the foot of your bed and take your mind off stuff. Ideally, I'll distract you just enough. And clearly, if this intro serves any purpose, it's to show, to take away any qualifications. You say, 
wait, you're not qualified for anything but sitting in my bed distracting me to go to sleep. Boom, that's what the intros are for. Uh, the intros are here to let you know, hey, you, you don't need to listen to me. I'm not really, I'm qualified to take your mind off of stuff to distract you. But you don't have to take me seriously. You don't have to listen. Uh, you don't have to remember. But you don't want to try to take your mind off stuff while you fall asleep. And I'll be talking the whole time. You say, okay, Scoots, what do you have in store for tonight? Well, I'm going to start off with, uh, well, I use the gerrymander material. Maybe if I remember, I'll get to this autumnal leaf debate, the great leaf debate, as they call it, uh, nowhere. Uh, but, uh, you know, I, like, what I'm going to try to do is uh, then I'll do a story and, and I'll be here for about an hour. So you're under no pressure to fall asleep right away or at all. Uh, like, I'll be giving it my all. And a lot of what drives the podcast is, you know, my curiosity and things that make me curious are, well, one, who gave me this brain that wants to argue about green leaves versus, how do you, how do you say that word, by the way, autumnal, artisanal, I just learned how to say artisanal, so I don't think autumnal, that's too many, you see how that goes mushy in my mouth, autumnal, artisanal. Automatable. Uh, so, so also, it's another technique of the podcast, totally on purpose of uh, word word mushing. But I really have this part of my brain, and now I'm distracted. You see, wait, there's a part of me. How deep down is this part of me that doesn't like the changing of the leaves? And is that a metaphorical part or a figurative part, or a part of me that's resistant to change? Please tell me it's that kind of part. And another part of my brain is like, no. There's just a part of you that doesn't like that prefers green leaves. And I say, is it the uh, nostalgic part of me? Like that, you know, craves the warm summer eve and the bug noises and the green leaf. Because I don't remember ever doing that. I mean, I remember seeing that kind of thing on TV. Barefoot in the grass, breathing in the loamy soil. I think that was in a book I read, but I don't ever remember do doing that. But so there's a part of me that's holding on to that very tightly. Is that what you're saying? And they're saying, why are you in our laboratory? Well, I thought this was the automobile, uh, automobile, uh, is this, tra is this Trader Joe's pumpkin spice labs? Because I'm here to talk to, I, I I'm sorry. I, I got mixed up at where I was. I thought I was in the, uh, I also have another stop at the leaf Institute uh, you know, I was going to stop by there to, because there's a part of my brain that just won't, it says, I don't want leaves to change. And then, then I accidentally, this person, they said, well, that's why there's a, you have your deciduous, what is it? Deciduous, deciduous. And then you have your evergreens. So everybody wins. And I'd say, come on now, an evergreen does not have leaves. It has it has needles. Uh, that's not the same thing. This is a part of my brain that doesn't want leaves to change colors. And then I can hear another part of my part of me that's saying, "Is this? Are you making some trite, obvious metaphor about something within our cultural lexicon?" And I say, no, I don't know what you're, I don't know who's talking now. That's in my brain or is, are you sure there's not a, a secondary audio track on here? 
Here's another thing, if you're new here. I get mixed up a lot, so I'm mixed up. At, I thought I was doing a podcast intro. Then I thought I was going to be witty. I'll be I'll be straight with you. I said, well, this will be funny. We'll do a little debate about uh, autumn leaf colors versus green leaves. That should be that should take up four minutes, and then we'll be through the intro and on the way with the rest of the show. And then I'll be honest, for the last six minutes, I have no idea what happened. I think I've mispronounced automobile. And this isn't material. I pronounced that word, mispronounced it. There's a part of my brain that just keeps repeating artisanal over and over again. So if you think you have trouble sleeping, you know, just try doing a podcast intro with that. Then I ended up, and now I'm fantasizing about going to the Trader Joe's Pumpkin Pie Spice Labs. Probably to take their pumpkin pie spice away from them. I think that's what I would do is I'd dress up like an inspector and I'd say, I'm sorry, I'm here on behalf of Trader Giotto and the rest of your uh, things. I'm here to remove the pumpkin pie spice. You've overdone it. It's enough. And they'd say, "You do you know what our profit margins are? That's the only way we could pay to advertise on your podcast is if we have more pump, you know. I see you have pumpkin waffle mix and pancake mix. Um, autumnal, autumnal. Uh, that's a, I just had someone that threw me, they said that's how you say that word, autumnal. So I'm getting close. Uh, but so if you're new here, I, I guess I would apologize, but hopefully you're falling asleep. Uh, but that's the method of the podcast. It's, uh, I guess I guess I'm the mushy ins. I'm the non pumpkin pie spice. I'm the I'm the pump, pumpkin, the mush. And you'd say some people they take the time to pull the uh, pumpkin spe- seeds out, and you know take that squishy stuff. And some people even do something with the squishy. St- I'm just the squishy stuff. Uh, and you say like most people they just throw it away. Who would have known? That that squishy stuff, you know, someone could be born with that instead of gray matter, and then they could make a podcast to put you to sleep. Uh, but that's the miracle of this. But yeah, I guess I think I probably lost. If you're new here, this is a podcast that'd be a little bit silly to take your mind off of stuff. Uh, and yeah, it's a little bit like a pumpkin. Like like I've got pumpkin pumpkin brain. Uh, it's squishy up here, but believe me, you just putting this intro together, you could see. So that's another thing that works about podcasts. You say, well, this it's like a little bit like somebody trying to push something up a hill that's too heavy for them. Uh, uh, you know, a person that yearns, once the leaves change colors, I'll say, well, I wish those leaves would stay that color forever. And then they fall off. And then I say, oh, the starkness of the trees. But I don't say that till like April. Uh, and those are the kind of things that can keep you up at night is those parts of your brain. Now, I happen to be equipped with like a thousand different parts of those. So I, that's how I can do this podcast. But if you're new here, I guess the main thing is this is a wholehearted attempt to take your mind off stuff. You can listen to my stuff. And it, even though I've been rambling in a Sisyphean way uh, for about 12, 14 minutes, you said, geez, were you thinking about uh, any of that stuff that's been keeping you awake? or did I distract you? And I don't know if this one would have put a smile on your face. Maybe when you picture me at the pumpkin pie labs, running out the front door of the pumpkin, you know, Trader Joe's Pumpkin Pie Institute, 
with, uh, you know, people in pursuit with, I have armloads of pumpkin pie spice. Now that could put a smile on your face. And then hopefully you drift into sleep. Uh, so my main message is I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time and I yearn. I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Doesn't work for everybody. If you're skeptical, it totally makes sense. But I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, uh, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thinking feeling, sensing, like sensing things physically, hopefully no extrasensory. Uh, maybe we could talk about that. I don't know if I've ever covered that. Like, uh, But if, if you're ex- any sensory sensing or extrasensory sensing, but whatever outside noises, partner snoring, whatever it is that's keeping you awake, I'm going to try to take your mind off that. I'm going to use uh, lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones, Wings of Pointlessness, um, li- you know, lists, you know, do thing, you know, what are those called? Like, uh, like when a car won't start, but you're trying to make a sentence, uh, stalled sentences. I guess that's something I haven't talked about before. Stalled sentences, uh, but whatever it is, all these techniques, I'm trying to create a safe place. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night, uh, to, to, to scorch you over the threshold from wake to sleep. And I guess I kind of talked about uh, extra ESP, they call it, or extra sensory perception. And I don't know a lot about that, but I guess like I'm willing to make a, 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 a obtuse connection here during the opening. So if you're new here, uh, these intros, like uh, they're part of the podcast. Some people, you could fall asleep during the intro. It's not going to bother me, but it does try to set up for people. I guess it sets the stage. You say, okay, what does it set the stage for? Well, then I'm going to be indirect. I'm going to ramble. I'm going to start talking about ESP, and then I'll try to make it into a metaphor for the podcast. Then I'll take my time. I'll make some observations about what thoughts are going through my brain. Then I'll try to reset about this. So so if you're new here, that's what's going to be going on. And uh, so welcome but I guess I do wonder about this. Like when people talk about extrasensory perception, sometimes it's talked about as this grand thing. But sometimes I wonder, like maybe a lot of you have heard about sympathetic vibrations, uh, and you say like like with a tuning fork. I think every therapist I've ever been with has used that metaphor with me. And like uh, what they they say is like if you have one tuning fork and it's vibrating at a a certain frequency, and you bring it towards another tuning fork, the other tuning fork will start vibrating sympathetically or something like that. Also, the sympathetic yawning, I think probably someone understands that, but I just assume, like you say, let's just try it out. (sighs) That's... Like, that's a yawn, and sometimes people have a, and this is a perfect, you say, what is the best podcast, where do you get your sympathetic yawns? Well, now, Sleep With Me will be packed with them, maybe. 
you know, new new technique I just came up with, the sympathetic. But, but we talk about ESP. I wonder if, because here's the thing, when I make this podcast, I try to stay calm. I try to take my time getting there. And I try to set a mood, a safe place where you can say, okay, what's this safe place? Well, one, you're under no pressure to fall asleep, but this thing is here to put you to sleep if it can. Uh, two, you you can hear this podcast and you can play it, but you don't have to pay attention and you don't even have to listen. You don't have to, pro- you, you know, you could let it get to your eardrum or you could let, you don't have to process it. If you do process it, you don't have to make sense out of it. Um, uh, but w- but w- I guess what I'm trying to say is uh, once it hits you, oh, the sympathetic vibration, getting distracted, that's another technique I use. Like one thing is, you know, I'm not a naturally calm, chill person, uh, believe it or not. Like uh, this person that's, you know, just saying, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing is someone. The reason I make the podcast is because I suffered from the mind racing. And I guess like that, that's what gives me the dedication to keep making this is to say, geez, if this can distract someone out there that's been stuck lying in the deep, dark night, lying in bed, looking at the ceiling, thinking, 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 or something relatable to that, maybe not the same thing, but something similar, uh, then geez, like that, that's very like, how, how could I not be honored to do so? But there's also the element of being able to do it. Like part of me making the podcast is trying to calm down that overthinking part of me that goes on during the day. So when I'm recording the podcast right now and you're listening to me and I'm trying to use these lulling, soothing tones, there's also part of me inside uh, the same part of me at bedtime that's constantly evaluating and worrying or criticizing or overthinking and, you know, kind of commenting on almost everything I say. And I found to make the podcast, like I say, hey, let's just calm down. You know, we're trying to make a sleep podcast here and we're just going to do the best job we can. And we're going to take our time getting there. We'll try to be silly. We'll try to have a little bit of fun. But it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, it'd be great if we could do our best job. Uh, but, you know, it's really hard to do my best job when you're evaluating everything I'm saying. And I think this is a safe place, too, that we're recording the podcast. Most of the listeners are really positive people and they're really appreciative and they're quick to say thank you and say supportive things. So I don't know if there's a big reason you should be freaking out like in evaluating. Like, I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to do the sleep podcast intro, and I'm going to use those things we talk about on the show, and I think you'll be okay, too. And so while I'm making the podcast, there is this, like, dual thing going on where I'm trying to keep myself calm. And I, I, I don't know how to even package that in a way that makes it describable, but I think that's one of the things that works about the podcast, and I think that's what I mean when I say, sympathetic vibration or is there an extrasensory form of perception that's going on and maybe it's not extrasensory maybe it's just uh your earbuds or your ears your eardrums i guess your earbuds maybe you have sentient earbuds and that would be a whole nother issue uh but whatever it is like i think there's like this relatable thing where it's like if i can stay calm 
it helps me keep you calm. And then when I, when the listeners are, when, when people like you are falling asleep and, and getting a good night's sleep and then you're letting me know, then it kind of calms me. So, so I think not only is it a sympathetic vibration, but it's also the exact opposite of the critical part of us. So like that is kind of like a form of circular thinking that says, well, you'll never fall asleep. You're doomed. And they say, well, I can't fall asleep. And it says, yeah, because you, I don't know why you can't fall asleep because you're doomed because you can't do anything. And they say, well, I'm going to have trouble doing anything right tomorrow if I can't sleep. Um, and they kind of say, so this is the difference. It says, hey, I'm going to stay calm. I'm going to do the best podcast I can to try to help the listeners fall asleep. And, uh, you know, that's all I can do. And I'll try to take my time and, and I'll try to make, you know, I'll just do my best and we'll be okay. I think self-critic, you know, and you can criticize me after the intro, you could go, you know, go right after me as soon as I stop hitting record. Well, let's just make this spot. You know, let's just do this one thing. It'll only take us like an hour. How's that sound? And I think somehow that is some sort of vibration. And believe me, it's taken me most of my life to kind of even uh, think about this kind of stuff. And if you're new here, I don't know, I guess I rambled. Uh, that's an incoherent ramble with some attempt to coherence it. Coherization, that's a new thing I'm working on. Working on the pronunciation of that, too. Uh, but I guess if you're new here, I'm, I'm glad you're here. So this podcast is a little bit silly. It's uh, different. It's, it includes extra rambles. Uh, it, uh, it, but it's well-intentioned, I, I guess. And it comes from a place of being there. Like, cause I've, I've, I've been there and I've like been on the border of losing hope, uh, lying there in bed, wondering if, and debating, should I get out of bed? Should I get, so with this podcast, it doesn't work for everybody, but if you've tuned in and this is your first few times, I hope it works for you. Sometimes it takes a few times to get used to it. I mean, it's totally different than anything normal. And it's, it's actually, you say, well, this is weirder than the weird stuff. And I'd say, that's right. Uh, I'd say it's more, I say it's odder than the weird stuff, but let's not quibble over words. Uh, but if this podcast can help you out, if it can take your mind off of stuff and uh, take you to sleep, it, like uh, it, it'd be awesome. And, and it'd be my honor to do so yeah, because it, cause it's like, geez, man, if I can help you, I guess that's what the sympathetic vibration thing is proving. Or maybe it's just ESP. Maybe everyone that has trouble sleeping actually has ESP. And we'll discover that. Like, I don't think we're going to discover it right now. But, um, like, uh, by, by me doing my best and then the listeners falling asleep, believe it or not, you're doing me a huge favor by falling asleep to listening to this podcast. And so it's kind of like a two-way, like a two-way, one of those automatic pet feeders, I think it's the wrong metaphor. But that's just what popped into my head is like, uh, so maybe let's just say that this is like an automatic uh, pet feeder for sleep. And I don't think that makes any sense. Uh, but what I'm mainly saying is I'm glad you're here. Uh, and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. And thanks so much for stopping by. I hate you only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me. Podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place 
where you can set aside whatever has been keeping you awake. Whether it's uh, tossing and turning, you know, thinking, feeling, sensing, uh, outside noises, change in routine, whatever it is that's keeping you awake. I'm going to try to take your mind off that. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. We talked about last week, like, superpower meanders. Superpowered me. Superpowered. Superpowers. Uh, but 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 what but they, they, we, what that basically means is I'm going to try to take your mind off of stuff. Uh, I've got these creaky dulcet tones. I'm going to tell you a bedtime story. In the safe places where I send my voice across the deep dark night to, to, to try to scorch you or distract you as you float across the, the threshold from wake to sleep. Now, if you're new here, you might be saying, okay, wait a second, I'm sorry, what? This is a stupor-powered super show? No, this is a blowing, soothing podcast. Uh, basically, it's kind of like a bedtime story for grown-ups. And what I'm going to do is, uh, well, tonight we're going to talk about Metastas News, which is the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. You say, I'm so, you say, I'm sorry, what? This is a sleep podcast about the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. Well, yeah, tonight's episode, that, that is what it's about. But first, I'm going to have, you know, a long intro where I kind of just say, well, okay, let me talk about, uh, like, uh, I don't know, usually I try to make a metaphor about what the podcast is, but I haven't thought of it yet. So so I'm going to try to talk while I'm thinking. Don't I don't recommend any of this. Except if you're trying to put, even if you're put, trying to put people to sleep, uh, it's, it's a method I've perfected. But uh, so we're gonna. I'm gonna do the intro. Then I'll talk about. Uh, I'll do it like so. The Colombian version of Breaking Bad. I watched that twice, and then I watched the Bra- ver- like the uh, regular English language version of Breaking Bad. I take a ton of notes, and I say, "Well, okay, th- this person had this kind of shirt on. I noticed these dolls in the background of one of the scenes." And they said, well, that person had a cross look on their face. So I might take some, they'd say, well, that's interesting. So the segments on the show will go, uh, first, I, I also look up all the Spanish language words. Believe it or not, I, don't, I mean, I think you could tell I barely can speak English, but I don't speak Spanish. I'm trying to learn. So as I watch the, the, the second time Metastas News, I take notes and I say, okay, what was that Spanish language word? And then later I look it up. So I'm going to make a story up with some of the Spanish language words I looked up. It isn't to make fun of Spanish or anything. It's just my terrible pronunciation. And I found it's a pretty effective way to kind of make up silly stories because they say, okay. Uh, babotas, that's what I am. If, you, if you're looking for a Spanish word to describe me, I'm a baboda. It's a nonsense maker. I think, you know, I believe it. Like I said, I'm learning. Uh, but, okay, if you're new here, fair question. Why would I, why do I make a po- boring podcast? What, what, am, what am I doing? Well, you know, I've had trouble sleeping. And I was always curious, like, oh, geez, would a bedtime story for grown-ups work? And what would it be like? Do other people want their mind, somebody take their mind off of stuff? And you you say, well, that doesn't sound too bad. Tell me more. And I said, well, that's what I'm doing, uh, brain. Actually, I'm telling the listeners more. But 
So, so I had a lot of trouble sleeping as a kid. And I said, well, just like, wouldn't it be nice to be distracted? And then I thought about it as an adult. Like, wouldn't adults want a little bedtime story? Like someone to come tell you a bedtime story. But then you kind of think of as adults, there's like a, like obligations and these social, I think they're called, I always think of more, more eels when I, is it social mores or social mores? And they think is it morals? And they say, well, the moral of the story, then I start thinking about that. Uh, whenever I hear the moral of the story, I always think about the one with the bird in the fox, uh, which I think all those stories are based on. But I think it's the one with the pitcher, and I think you put rocks in the pitcher to drink from it. I don't know if that's the fox. I think the bird just put his beak in there and said, well, I'll drink from this pitcher. And I thought, who is this poor human that left this picture out? Like, and they said, you know, they didn't put a cover on it, so now they're going to get bird germs and maybe uh, fox germs. But anyway, oh boy, I'm off, oh boy, I'm off subject once again. I've gone off subject. So, what I'm going to do is uh, I'm going to tell you a bedtime story. Oh, I'm trying to win over your trust. Oh man, it's not going so well. And explain what the podcast is. Oh boy, oh boy, I did, I did it again. I get lost in my meanders, almost like uh, like one of those. Blow- you ever see one of those homemade leaf blowers with the toilet paper? Don't give me one of those because that's kind of how my brain works. Anyway, they're fascinating. I think I, I think that they. Uh, I don't know. I think the days of the gasoline-powered leaf blower are numbered, so people are kind of like, well, I don't need you leaf-blowing toilet paper. But I think you you could still find a few places where they do do that. And it makes a big mess, but you get toilet paper, and they say, oh, this is fun for about five minutes. And, you know, I say, well, I got distracted. That's how it is for me. I say, oh, look, I'm caught in my own brain-related toilet paper. Clean. Don't worry. Clean and unused, you know. Waste of paper, except it's imaginary in my case. But here's the deal. I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff. I'm going to use uh, blowing, soothing tones. Oh, the reason I do it is because I was curious. I said, well, geez. Like, is there is some people, as as I made the show, I was always thinking, like, are people lying in bed like me thinking with the brain bots is what I call them. They say you got all these little bots moving around in your brain, like droids, like BB-8, who I mistakenly call BB-88 a lot of the time. I guess that would be part of a BB-8 punchline. BB-8, knock, knock, who's there? BB-8, who? BB-8, eight. BB-88, you'd need a joke in there, but, you know, it'd have to do with BB-88 eating something. So, obviously, I'm not a joke crafter, so that that eliminated that for me. So, I said, well, maybe I could do, maybe I could use my mild form of humor uh, to take people's mind off. So, say, maybe, maybe they'll feel comfortable. They might not laugh, but they might say, hey, well, geez, this isn't so bad, uh. I don't really know what this guy's talking about, but it's preferable to my thinking or my aching feet or my snoring partner or the friggin' the fact that I'm traveling for work or family stuff or the you know the noises that are keeping me awake. So that's what the bar I set for myself is can I be more preferable to those things? 
And yes, I've dared to dream. And I found out, you know, not for everybody. So some of you might be listening and you say, I loathe you. And I say, okay, well, I accept that. You know, I'm trying to make a sleep podcast and it might not help you fall asleep. I'd say give it a few tries, but I can accept your loathing. It's, it's, I'm comfortable with it. And if this podcast doesn't help you fall asleep, I do hope you find something that does. Um, let's see, what are the other, what are the other uh, incomprehensible points about this podcast I'm going to try to make here in the next few minutes? So, uh, so, so I guess my, my, my wondering said, well, would that, could that be something to put adults to sleep? Now, I know if you're fi- trying to follow me, say, okay, what, what are you talking about? What? So I was going to make, I thought if I ramble and then, but it's a bedtime story, or in this case, it's just an intro part. And I'm slightly, you know, humor-like or humor-adjacent and nice. I say, hey, I'm, I'm your boyfriend. I'm here to take your mind off stuff. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously, you don't need to listen to me. You're under no pressure or obligation to pay attention, to remember what I say, to be enthralled or entertained. I just want to take your mind off stuff, just like a friend or a neighbor or a, a romantic partner I don't know if a, any business partners, I don't know if that should be a part of a business partnership bedtime stories, unless it's like a corporate team building retreat where you have bunk beds. And then I don't know if that we, we could get that where the even the CEO and the C now, now I'm going to be on their bad list, but you know, get the CEO and the CFO in there in the bunk beds in the bunk houses too. I don't know, that's starting to sound a little bit too like a modern-day Lord of the Flies. So forget I said any of that stuff. You probably will. You'd be like, did did Scooter say he's starting a summer camp? Well, it's autumn, dear. I don't know what he was talking about last night. I think he was trying to explain how the podcast works, and it wasn't going so well. Oh, Scooter, that guy. So uh, I guess my point is I thought, I said, geez, do adults want bedtime stories? I guess that's what it took me eight minutes to say. And I said, I wouldn't mind a bedtime story. And I like telling stories. And most of my stories, I tend to be a rambler and they tend to go on and on and they tend to lack coherency. They have a basic plot, but they, you know, so I said, well, maybe I, maybe I'm the man to do it. And I undertook a three-year process uh, that I said, well, the, the podcast was slowly refined to, to the point that you're hearing right now. So who knows, in six years from now, you know, it may be over-refined. And you say, well, that's like, you know, that sugar that we don't like or whatever, the refined stuff. So usually the intros go a little bit smoother than this. But the, here's what I'm trying to say. This podcast is meant to take your mind off stuff. You, you don't need to take it seriously. You can listen to me until you drift off. I'm going to try to be, you know, semi-entertaining and stuff. And if you can't sleep, I'll be here for an hour, giving it my all uh, to be there for you in the deep, dark night, to be your friend in the deep, dark night, because I've lied there, shifting and moving and adjusting and staring at the ceiling and trying to breathe and trying to get it decide to get out of bed, go to the bathroom, get a drink of water, don't do that, make tea, don't do that, get out of bed and read, you know, all those trying to make those decisions and then just the, the, the feelings you get that go along with all that. So if I can make the bedtime less uh, uh, like that, like that, uh, where you say, hey, this is my boyfriend there, he's going to goof around for a bit, I'm going to fall asleep. 
you know, talk about talk about a easy relationship. He doesn't. He's not even there, so he can't leave any crumbs behind, or forget to do anything. I see. That's the deal. That's that's the deal here, and it's really my honor to do so because, like I said, I've been through it. So if I can help you get to sleep, or to be there for you when you can't, or to make you dread bedtime less, then I'm doing my job. And I realize if you're new. It just sounds pretty wacky. And if you're skeptical, it totally makes 100% of sense, you know, 110%, because this doesn't, you know, the podcast is a counterintuitive thing, even to me, the maker. But my main message is always, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time, and I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. I hate all my tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to go sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, sensing... You know, stuff, whether it's, you know, stu- like st- stuff, uh, I don't know. What's that, what's that marshmallow? That's fluff, not stuff. But, fl- you know, it could be stuff, could be stuffing, could be fluff. Uh, you know what they say about this podcast? It's it's stuffed with fluff. Hey, that's pretty good. Sleep With Me podcast. Stuffed with fluff. Now, with double, double fluffed stuff. Yes, yeah, it's stuffed with fluff. And the stuff is fluffed and sleep with me. The podcast that puts you to sleep. What do you think? Any, anybody? Oh, wait, I'm by myself here recording. Uh, sorry, let me reset. So here's what, here's what I'm going to do. This is a podcast to put you to sleep. I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside what's keeping you awake, whether it's, I think that's what I was saying, thinking, physical pain, physical sensations, anything you're experiencing emotionally, noises, you know, say your bed is full of stuffing or fluff. Say you're fluffing stuffing. I guess you'd probably fluff the bread cubes. You wouldn't fluff. I don't know if you, well, I guess you fluff. Do you fluff stuffing? There's a question, another question to interrupt the intro. And, you know, it's a fork. You know, usually for for food-based fluff, you'd use a fork. And But I guess, yeah, I guess what's that other thing? A whisk. You don't, you actually do do more fluffing with whisk, with liquids or gelatinous stuff. If you were going to fluff stuffing, you would use a fork. I guess you fluff rice. Is that what you could fluff rice? You fluff couscous. Probably, you know, other grains. You, I haven't, I don't know if when the last time I fluffed any quinoa was. Ancient, you, you know, do, 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 do ancient grains get fluffed or do they say, no, I'm pre-fluff, I'm ancient. Are we, let's just put this out there, you know, it's, it's, let's get, are we colonizing grains? You know, are we grain, is that going to be, are we, and I'm not joking, are we grain colonists or not? So we, we, let's get back to the fluff. You know, we don't need any actual substance uh, here, but it, okay. If you're new here, I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Might not be any of the stuff you listed. Ideally, you're not fluffing stuffing or stuffing, fl- you know, fl- fluff, fl- stuff full fluffed stuff uh, like this show. I mean, I'll do all that. I'll fluff, I'll, I'll bring the fluff uh, and I'll stuff it and then I'll fluff the, the stuff that I've stuffed. Is that enough? <laughs> rough, rough, they say. Anyway, 
How am I going to put you to sleep? I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, uh, wings of point, double pointlessness because I got wings of pointlessness. And just in case anybody's wondering about it, you say, okay, wait, is it pointless meanders or wings of pointlessness? So we'll say, what's the quickest way to find a pointless meander? Is for me to pointlessly, like, uh, that's how I find pointless meanders, by flying around in my wings of pointlessness. So it does make sense in context. So I put on, now you say, are your wings of pointlessness things you put on, or are they vestigial? And I would say, actually, that's a great, great question. It can't reveal, they, 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 what if I said both? But it, So I'll fly around more of a float or a soar with my wings of pointlessness. And I'll be meandering in the sky, but I'll be looking for earthbound meanders. And sky, you know, cloud, you, let's, clouds follow, clouds are seeming like, are those, uh, they seem to be meandering. And if you were to, you know, say, well, within this space, the cloud's meandering, but it's flowing. And it's, yeah, but it's, it's a meander, they, they do, do, you know, do, the jet stream meanders. I'm not, I'm not, I'm sure there's meteorologists out there that are going to do disagree with me and say it just bends. And I would say, well, one, one person's bend is another person's meander. It's just all in the delivery, actually. Like, watch this, the weather today. It's going to be, you know, it's, is it going to be warm? You, that's a good question. When you when you go out today, you're going to ask yourself, is it going to be warm? And I would say, great question. And that's something to think about before you leave the house today. Uh, because you see, well, is it going to be warm? Or too warm? Like, and then you look at your jackets and your sweaters and your long sleeves. Because you say, well, is it going to be cool? And they'd say, why don't we just say the, the, the layer report? And they say, well, you're not, it's not your, your weatherman, not a, a layerologist. And I say, well, I'm going to start, that's my new course, actually, the American Layerology Society approved. I'm a layer, I'm a meteorologist and a layerologist. And they say, what's a layerologist? Well, an expert in clothing layers. Uh, as they actually have a, have, a, have a dual degree. So layers as they portray, like to the meteor, you know, weather conditions. And yeah, I can, you know, I can tell you what to, how to layer stuff, uh, you know, and then what the best layers could be. And I, I offer a menu of lay, and then that's how I lost my weather. It was actually a contest, weather, weather person for a day. And I think the anchor's exact words were, you're weathering my nerves. And I then I did some Shakespeare, you know, then I launched, I said, weather to nerve or to weather. As you weather my report, weather the, weather the layers you'll wear. And then they, so, you know, they said, well, they revoked it. They, they said, I said, well, I said, get me, you know, I, I, I said, let's go to Battle Creek, Michigan. That's where, isn't that the sweepstakes capital of the world? Or is that where Tony the Tiger lives? Or both? I said, is Tony the Tiger the dictator of sweepstakes? Hey, but the, the poor security guard, you know, they, it was, well, I just, I'm just trying to do my job. So that was, that was the end of, so, that was how the trouble started with the meteorologist. That's not this podcast, so that's my other one. Layer cast, uh, not not currently publishing because uh, 
like I would have had to put out like 10,000 10, daily editions, probably more due to microclimate. I was, you know, it was, a, it was, I was done in by the microclimates of the world. You know, that would be a good skill to put on the like voice enabled speakers though, layer cast. But I don't think I have the effort to do, you know, that many layer casts. So but I think maybe I could start that layerologist to cat. Anyway, I'm, oh, whoops, I'm in the middle of a podcast interest. So here's the thing. I'm going to try to take your mind off whatever's keeping you awake. I'm going to try to use creaky dulcet tones and the meander stuff, meander, meander wear. That's what I wear, meander wear. Hey, that's actually, maybe that'd be the clothing line. We could go with the, it doesn't have anything to do with layering, no. Yeah, the meander wear. What do you wear when you layer your clothes? Meanderwear. Why'd you call it meanderwear? And they said, I don't know, I just find it funny because it almost sounds like I'm saying meanderwear, but I'm saying meanderwear. So it's just for my own, it, it feels good I'm against my lizard brain. Uh, but so this is a podcast to take your mind off stuff. So I'm going to talk here, finish out this intro, then we'll do a bit of housekeeping and it'll be a bedtime story, and you're under no pressure to listen. You're under no pressure to fall asleep because the episodes will be an hour. I'll be here keeping you company the whole time. Uh, but if at any point you find yourself not paying attention and, you know, drooling or drifting off or, you know, drooling and, you know, snoring, that's all acceptable behavior. You fall asleep when I, at your leisure, and I'll, but I'll be here rambling. And sometimes this podcast doesn't work for everybody. Let's be honest. You know, I hope it works for you. If you're skeptical, give it a few tries. You know, it can't make any guarantees, you know, other than, you know, I guarantee that there'll be meanders. I guarantee that I wish I had a pair of meanderwear on. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing my best to put you to sleep. So I appreciate your time. If you're skeptical... I hope I can win over your trust in it by just putting you to sleep and taking, you know, just saying, well, I'm not thinking about that uh, thingamajig uh, that's out rusting in the uh, front yard or whatever that I told that person that's now sound asleep snoring next to me to move 4,000 times. I'm thinking about a strange man in meanderwear uh, talking about, like, uh, being a weather person and saying, well... Today's layer report is today. Today's report, I recommend a muffler or a scarf. I'm not sure of the difference between a muffler and a scarf, so I'd say smart, smart muffler, scarf muffler. That doesn't work. So that you know, but that's our layer report for today. Thanks, everybody. Uh, so that's it. I mean, I'm glad you're here, uh, and I'm, 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 I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks. Uh, hey, you've only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome, it's Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever it is that's keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh emotional or physical, outside noises, changes in routine, uh, stress, uh, we, we, you know, stuff, uh, you know, snores, uh, 
you know, mo- the full moon, that's been bothering a lot. Retrogrades, uh, school grades, ret- you know, retro people, you know, uh, anything in your retro or your grading. You know, if you're sleeping in a grade, that could keep you awake too, you know, especially if it's a new and you haven't adjusted to sleeping in a grade. And if you're actually sleeping on a grade, what is the most sleepable grade? A B? Like a C? An F? No. An E? Upside down E is basically a bed. A? Definitely no. I mean, I guess like the, yeah, there's no way, like a B, you get, I guess a B could be comfortable, like a comfortable C, probably not. Well, I guess you could get a upside down C if you get in there in the fetal position. Uh, but don't sleep in number grades. You don't want to sleep on them. Probably not. Uh, wherever is this keeping me awake? I'm going to create a safe place. And how am I going to do it? I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use these creaky, dulcet tones. Wings of pointlessness, uh, superpowered meanders, and meandering superpowers. Me- meander powers for short. Pauses. They could come at any moment. <laughs> uh, sorry, there was even a mouse noise in there, but I, that was, I guess, like gratuitous pauses. I, I, you know, I have been, been honest about that. And you might say, like, why would I send my voice across the deep dark night? Why, like, what makes someone, what drives someone to make a sleep podcast? And I say because I can relate to lying there and not being able to sleep. And I've talked about that before. Uh, but I, I think there's something relatable in there, uh, and that's why sometimes I share something that I'm going through, like that doesn't have to do with sleep. Because they say, "Well, I, you know, I don't know what it, I know." There's some people that listen, you know, they're going through some very hard times, and I might not have experienced the same thing, but I can relate to that uh, desperate need for rest, and so that's why I make this show. But you see, what kind of person makes a strange meandering podcast? And, and I'll tell you, uh, a person, you know, that, that, that's not perfect. And a person with some eccentricities and a person whose bathroom sink has been clogged uh, for so long, he doesn't have the ability to even grasp his four weeks, like that there probably is some sort of plague brewing in there if there wasn't so much... Uh, chlorine within the pipes of my bathroom sink uh so much so that he's forgotten what it would be like to wash his hands not in the tub or the the kitchen sink and but, but you say okay let, let's unpack this a little bit so so you say well maybe you have the ability to confront your land you know say hey well you why you know uh, can you please get this done you, you know let's just unpack it a little and this isn't, this is my, like my issues actually. So it's, maybe it's interesting, maybe it's not, but this is like the kind of overthinking I do at bedtime that causes me to find myself repetitively, these, uh, whatever you call them, issues that always come up in your life. That even though you spend all that, you know, that you're trying to improve yourself, you still say, well, I'm still fine. You know, I still make these fumbles. And I guess like that's important to foster the curiosity, but also say, hey, you know, I, I got these strange struggles too. Yours might be different. But yeah, I guess it's not that glamorous either. But like five weeks ago, my bathroom sink clogged up. And I'm not incompetent when it comes to that. Now, I'm not a plumber, but I, you know, have the ability to, you know, probe it with a, you know, do the thing with the, what do you call that thing? A hanger. 
and, you know, see if there's anything in there and I can, you know, really jam it and bend it. And they said, oh, okay, there's, and then you, you, then you get the Drano and the plunger and the boiling water. And if you do that, you realize, okay, it's not inside the apartment that it's clogged. So then, you know, with someone like me, I prefer to be more passive. I say, text the landlord. Okay. And then it says, uh, and text, did you get my first text about the collect sink? And then, then that goes through. And then the landlord sets up to, to, to get it fixed. And then, but then you have to deal with another party. And so it's like, oh, oh, like right away. I say, okay, let's relive this issue again with another person. You say, okay, you're going to fix it on Friday. Great. I'll see you then. Okay, great. You're going to fix it on Monday now. I'll see you Monday. And then that was, I think that was two Mondays ago that I, and then I've like, I've been uh, overthinking, well, what's my next step here? No call, no fixing. And then, I mean, I guess when you're a renter to this kind of thing, you say, well, I don't want to get in any trouble with the landlord. So maybe I should just talk about it on a podcast. But, but you see, I guess like the, it's not really about the sink. You know, it's like uh, we all have these like little things that come up. Like for me, Christmas decorations, Halloween decorations, those go up. They don't come back down until they fall down. And you say, well, why can't? And they say, well, maybe by sharing on the podcast, then I'll say, hey, could you, this person never, hey, landlord, this person never called me back again about fixing the sink. Uh, please fix the sink. And sometimes, like, our lives just fall out of the arena of common sense. We kind of just slip out of it. And I'm sure by the time this airs, I'll probably have dealt with it. So that's the good news. Uh, but but it's like, and I can see it in a neutral way. It's like, yeah, why don't you just call the landlord? That's what people say. Well, why don't you just get just say, fix the sink tomorrow? And it's a, I, I hear you. Uh, but, but then, you know, again... I mean, I hope everybody, like, I hope it normalizes it for you. And if it's, I hope it's not that your bathroom sink's freaking clogged for four or five weeks. Uh, but, but whatever you're putting off or whatever you're struggling with, you know, I struggle with strange things too. And I think sometimes at bedtime, particularly, but during the day or stuff, it can be shameful. Or, you know, we wish, geez, I wish I was a better, but I guess I'm not perfect, you know. So I say, well, I'm not perfect. I got a clog sink that I, unfortunately, uh, don't have, you know, it just happens to fit right in that strange place where I don't have an emotional toolbox really to come to grips with it. And maybe this is a learning process or maybe these are just, this, you know, whatever. Maybe, and, and then you lie in bed analyzing that and that's a, well, geez, if I could get my sink fixed, look out world. Uh, you know, if only I was the kind of person I could get that fixed on that day. Or if only I was, you know, landed gentry or whatever, you know, say, geez, but then your sink still gets clogged whether you rent or you own. And you still get to deal with other human beings and that they're not perfect. And I say, well, I lost you. I mean, maybe they lost your phone number. Who knows? Maybe, you know, it's not about you. But I guess only to share this to say, hey, you're not alone. I think that's like the most important message I could ever get across in this podcast is that, geez, maybe this isn't the podcast for you, or maybe, you you know, you don't like my sense of humor, or maybe you do, or uh, maybe, you know, you can't sleep because of this, this, or that, and maybe you got free, maybe you're a plumber. And, and, and you got your, your water flows like freaking, you know, Niagara Falls or whatever. 
Uh, and I guess it's weird because this is a podcast and it's like, well, you know, fundamentally we're all whatever that, you know, the whole philosophy thing, I banned that at bedtime. But the message is that sometimes you can feel terribly alone. And I guess sometimes I just want you to know that you're not alone in feeling that way. Like, because sometimes, you know, I feel, well, I say, well, geez, why can't I just get my, why, why is this got to be so tough? And I think maybe with ourselves just cultivating a little compassion, <laughs> and I guess like, well, yeah, this is too bad you can't deal with the sink. Let's not think. Say, let's not think about it till tomorrow. You know, you, you you got enough stuff going in, which is kind of true. You know, it's like we're not perfect. We all have our clogged bathroom sinks that are you know clogged. You know, do, do, do. also if you work for any, believe me, there's enough bleach in there. So don't worry if you're and the health, but you know, you're some sort of health enforcer. Uh, there's enough bleach, you know, to 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 to, to damage the uh, plunger. So dude, that's the good news. It's not, it's clean, I guess. Uh, but I, I just want want you want you to know that, like, you know, I I don't get to know everybody that listens to the podcast, and it doesn't put everybody to sleep. I mean, I hope if this is your first few times tuning in, it can help you fall asleep. But, you know, I guess there's times when we feel alone and we feel desperate or we feel shameful. And I'm sorry that there are those times, but I've been there, too. And I guess I'm okay. You know, my bathroom sink's still clogged. It's actually, like, through the wall to my left here, probably only three feet. So it's just now looming over me, I guess. But, but yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense, but that's one of the, that's the person that makes this podcast, a man, a grown adult man, uh, with clogged sink. And I don't know if you can relate to that, but I hope you can in some way, or you say, well, that's a, that's a perfect qualification for me. And it's true. It's true. It's like, uh, sometimes we got to embrace those parts of ourselves too. You know, like the broken glass in a mosaic, you know, the jagged, uh, Broken glass, you know, it's it's got some sweet colors, and and then someone can arrange it in some way sometimes, or sometimes you can just look at that one piece and say, "Man, I love that color," and then you take a step back and you see it's you know part of this beautiful thing, and you say, "Well, that was some glass somebody threw out at some point or whatever." I mean, that's a you know, so I'm glad you're here, and you you know you. you, you you're not alone in feeling alone or you're not alone in, uh, you know, in this podcast, I guess the main message is you're not alone in not being able to sleep. There's a lot of people that listen to the show that are out there too. And, uh, you know, I, I happen to be the one that gets to, to, to record this podcast and share the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the ups and the downs that come with making it, uh, or that come with being me. Uh, but we're kind of all here in the deep dark night together, uh, in, in some sense. So, okay. So I'm glad you're here and I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, good all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble with getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, changes in schedule, routine, you know, physical stuff, stuff you're going through, noises, or, you know, something totally different than what I'm talking about, or something baffling. 
Sometimes I can't sleep because it's baffling, and sometimes I'm baffled because I can't sleep. Uh, but whatever it is, I, I'm going to try to do, do this with the safe place. I'm going to try to take your mind off of it. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night here. I'm going to use super creaky dulcet tones tonight, which I'll kind of explain why it plays into this baffling sleep thing. Uh, but the whole idea is, you know, take your mind off stuff, tell you a little story. I mean, tonight will be about Metastas News, the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. So I'll go through this intro, then I'll do a little bit of a story based on some of the Spanish words I looked up when I was watching the Colombian remake of Breaking Bad. It'll be a story. It won't be, it'll be in Spanish and English, but just, I don't speak Spanish. I'm trying to learn. And believe me, I'm the last person that would make fun of the Spanish language. I lived in, I happened to get to live in East Los Angeles for a year. And particularly Mexican American culture is very important to me. So, uh, uh, but it, but it, but it not, not important enough to overcome my dyslexia and learn Spanish. So I guess I'm, you know, I'm far from perfect. Uh, but you know, I'd love to, I, I guess it's still working on learning Spanish, but I'll make up a story based on the Spanish words I looked up. Then I'll go through the episode of Metastas News. And then after that, I'll go through the uh, corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. It's because it's a shot for shot remake, but believe me, it'll be toned down and sleepy. And I'll take a lot of meanders and breaks. But you might say, Scoots, what's going on with your voice here? And hopefully, I guess I won't. I was going to record some other segments, but I probably will only record this opening tonight. Because sometimes this happens. I get behind the mic and I say, oh boy, my voice is tired. And I know why tonight, because I slept. This I haven't slept good in a couple nights. And not because of... Uh, Let's see, how do I explain this? But maybe this is relatable. That's why, because I, I had, oh, this is one I don't say in the interview, because I had something I'd been thinking about, something big, you could call it in quotes, coming up. Not super big. But I had an interview, and uh, maybe by the time you hear this, an interview will have come out. Maybe not. But uh, it was really short, and really, everyone I was dealing with was very professional, and everything was very under control. There wasn't a lot for me to worry about. But, oh, boy, did I still worry. For two nights, I just did, haven't slept good. And now the interview's over. It's taken care of, and I got that buzz. Well, I still don't have the buzz yet because I'm like, oh, boy, did I do a good job? I think I did a good job. I do know I did almost my best, but I think fear got in a little way of me being my best. But, again, I say, well, I learned from this experience, so I'll be I'll know, next time— the next time something like this comes up, I'll be more, well, it's interesting. You know, I'll be more apt to deal, easy, you know, have more experience. But I'll probably also do more good prep. You know, I wasn't a debate. I wasn't in one of the debates, so I don't have anything to do with debate prep. Ideally, when you hear this, that's all been taken care of. All that debate stuff will be long over. Uh, but when you don't sleep good and you have a sleep podcast, you affect your voice. I don't. I guess so. I'm, and I'm monitoring my audio so I can hear how creaky my dulcet tones are. My way well, of creaky. These are extra on the creaky. Almost like there's not a frog in my throat, but like a frog's thingamajig, the 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 thing that goes puffy on the frog. Um, but it's just from not sleeping good. Like I, and, and it was like, it, it actually had, I was actually also tired. So the last two nights I went to bed early, like even earlier, like I've talked about sometimes like, uh, 
My sleep routine is an hour before I want to go to sleep. To be asleep, I start winding down. But because I was stressed, I was tired, so I would start winding down like an hour and 40 minutes before I wanted to be asleep. You know, what was like at 6 o'clock, no, not that early, but pretty early. And actually, I didn't have any trouble falling asleep, but then I would like, I kept dreaming these repetitive dreams about the interview or about stuff adjacent to it and then waking up. And then not being able to fall back asleep. And I don't say that to frighten anyone. You know, I know everyone, a large number of people that listen to podcasts. But I know tonight I'll probably sleep great because now it's done. And I don't know what my, I guess my point is sometimes it's baffling. Like, cause, uh, or, or sometimes it's just we're human beings. It's like I was stressed. I was a little bit worried. And it was about, you, independent observer might say, well, it's baffling. You were worried because everybody's being nice to you. You were going to be on a control, you know, you knew like everything was planned out and you you, you didn't have that big, you you, you didn't have to improv anything. You just had to answer some questions and it was a really nice opportunity. And they say, yeah, but I have, like, I think I have two lizard, they talk about the, I think you have, and again, I don't know if this isn't on any of the anatomical charts. This kind of stuff is exactly when you say, where's that limbic system or the uh, limbs? You know, I say, how can we learn so much of it? I mean, this is a whole nother arena that I'm going to go on a tangent about. But how can they teach us so much time about the circulatory system and nothing about the lymph system? Like, is that a whole or is that my imagination? Do we have a whole nother set of tubes running through us with lymph in them or what? Because I want answers and I want them now. Well, not right now, because I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. And I could—I guess I could. If you see, you see. Well, if you pause the podcast for four seconds, Scooter, and you Google that, it'll come up. So you could find out in four seconds. And I say, well, I'm, but I'm. It's a kid. Hey, brain, you're ruining my routine here. This is partially routine. Uh, so you don't really get the limbic. So that's that's different than the, there's the lymph system. Then there's the limbic system. I'm not sure what the limbic system is, but I think this plays into it. Is the you give the mammalian you have the human brain, which is well known. Then you have the brain stem and the you know, and then the uh, the amygdala is in there. Uh, amygdala, ganglia. That's a nerve. Somebody told me they said that doesn't have to do with the brain. Speaking of which, ganglion, ganglia is not great, but gang, what if, what if I was good? What if, what, what if I changed my thing from scooter to ganglion? Probably if I was in another universe, that would be a good sleep. Not on earth, but you know, on uh, U44, hey, this is ganglion here, you know, drifting you out to the Apassiata rings of Saturn with a bedtime story. Your buddy ganglion. Wouldn't be dearest gang, greatest, not greatest ganglion. That's too gorgeous ganglion. Those two don't go together. If your name's ganglion, I guess that would be ironic or something. It'd be gorgeous. But anyway, I got distracted by ganglion's gorgeousness. Uh, gorgeous. Uh, it's a, here it goes. CLC shorts, but gorgeous, uh, get the gorgeous ganglions. Uh, gorge, the gorgeous ganglion, gorge, yeah, we could use gorge twice. Now I'm trying to do a tongue twister. 
I'm like eight things removed from where I'm supposed to be. The gorgeous gorge dwelling in, okay, gorgeous gorge ganglion, gorgeous ganglions, gorge, and gourds in a gorge. Gorgeous ganglions, gorge, and gourds in a gorge. I, could, I guess it's not a tongue twister, probably because those G's. Uh, but that is pretty good. Gorgeous ganglions, gorge, and gourds in a gorge. Just say sorry, I left it hanging there because I'm, I'm just picturing them doing it. Say, what does a ganglion look like? I say, anyway, let me get back. So I think I was, I have two lizard brains. That was took like four or five minutes for me to get to. And so that was why I couldn't sleep the past two nights because each night, and I think I have like an overactive mammal brain. And I guess I don't know what part of that's in the ganglia and which part of it's in the am. Imdigiala, uh, and they say, what is that other one called? But it, it, like, uh, I mean, we're human beings. I guess that's one thing about this podcast. If I can get one thing across to you, even if you don't like me, you're not going to listen. I mean, you probably already stopped, but but uh, if you're skeptical or you've really been having a rough go of it, you know, you're a, you're a human being. You're doing really the best you can. You know, this doesn't come with the we don't get, come with even a user manual, give forbid a, a walkthrough on YouTube that you could check every day. And you say, well, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. It's 2.30 p.m. Let me check my uh, day-by-day walkthrough. And they'd be like, oh, okay, breathe. You know, the, the, then you just check and you'd see yourself and say, oh, breathe 20 times. And then, uh, you know, pick up that key that's hidden in the bush. But we don't get a walkthrough. So, you know, just, just uh, you know, sometimes we can't sleep because you say, well, why are you so stressed about this positive thing, Scooter? And I say, well, that's who I am sometimes, you know. And I'm learning. I am learning. I think I'm growing. So sometimes I have growing pains. Uh, you know, I say, geez, if you, you know, feel a little thick in the island, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, you probably don't. But, uh. If we could put a little bend in the old seaver, you know, shine that up. You know, anyway, I better, I better stay away from those. Um, what was my point? So, so you, you know, sometimes we can't sleep because it's baffling, and part of being, part of being baffled is being a person, a human being on Earth. It's, it's tough work out there, and that's part of why I make the show to, to put all the jokes aside. Is because I've been there. Just my my voice is creaky because I couldn't sleep, and I know how it feels to be lying there tossing and turning, and to be and to have that extra thing which we're talking about right now, which is like, geez, things are going well, and I'm still freaking out sometimes. And I say, hey, kid, you know, let let me let me give you a little, you know, rub that middle spot of your back, take a few breaths. And say, geez, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing here either. And they said, well, we're one person. I said, oh, great. Oh, boy. Sit down, kid. I got to, gotta, you know, do, let's look up walk. Let's just watch some walkthroughs on YouTube instead. Maybe Space Quest or something. Like any Roberta Williams games. And they say, well, those came out before YouTube. And they say, oh, great. So anyway, I guess that's what I mean is I'm glad you're here. Uh, we're all in the same boat for the most part. All our boats might look a little bit different or we might be, some people are on, you know, one kind of sea. Somebody, I'm in a swamp, you know, some people are on a lake. Uh, 
Uh, but, you know, I guess I'm glad you're here. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble with getting to sleep, uh, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, sensing, uh, stuff, you know, no outside noises, uh, travel. And, and for an example, I'm in a hotel. Any outside noises you hear are part of this episode. I've done on-location episodes before. And I've done episodes in a hotel room where I've tried to get rid of all the sound in the hotel room. But I've never done one in a hotel room with, like, I don't know if it's ambient noise, with, the, with without worrying about the background noise. So all you need to do is get in bed, turn on the light, press play. That's what I'm going to try to distract you here. And what I'm going to do is talk about what I can see from my hotel room. This is also a first. And it should be pretty fun. I'm going to go kind of straight into the episode. Sometimes these, uh, um... Sometimes these uh, these can be a little bit longer, uh, these, these intros. But, yeah, send my voice across the deep, dark night to take your mind off stuff. So if you're new here, welcome. This is a different episode. Not all our episodes are filmed, uh, recorded on location. And you may have, I have to get straight into the episode because I'm so distracted. Uh, but, yeah, I'm your, I'm your boyfriend. I want to – you kick back if you're new here. Listen. And I'm just going to describe what I see from my room, you know, take some meanders, ponder some thoughts, probably do two different segments. One, it's uh, about dinner time here, and I'll explain where I am and why I'm here. And then uh, maybe tomorrow, oh, Megabus is going by. I saw it on the other side of the freeway. Now it's going by. One dollar, the blue Megabus. See, I'm already distracted. I wonder if it's going right or straight. We will see here. I don't see the Megabus. It's behind the building. Maybe a red light waiting for the Megabus. Could have gone left, and uh, there's a building my way, so I can't see the intersection. I can only see after the intersection. Still no sign of the Megabus. Uh, waiting for the Megabus here. But, yeah, if you're hearing any noises, a uh, five freeway is... Uh, yeah, but about uh, I don't know how far that is. Don't still don't see the mega. Don't worry if I if the mega bus should have gone through, so it probably went left or I'd missed it somehow. It could have made a hard right in this part, uh, right on the right where I can't see. But yeah, you can hear the sounds of the five freeway. It is uh, it is about uh, five thirty. Uh, it's five thirty seven p.m. And I'm here in Burbank, California, um, uh, like uh, like uh, Los Angeles area. Uh, tonight, I'll, I'll be, by the time you hear this, I would have been a guest on Dan Harmon's uh, Harmon Town. So I hope that went good. I hope I was a good guest. But yeah, I'm staying here in the uh, in the Burbank Holiday Inn, and I happened to get a room. I, I, I got really nervous, and I said, you know, like, I kept calling. I said, I got to get into the room early to record a show. And now it's 5 p.m. and I'm just getting to recording the show. 
Uh, but I'm here at Burbank. The sun is uh, is uh, slowly headed down. It's behind some clouds. Soon it'll be behind the other building for the Holiday Inn. But I happen to get this room with this great view. I said, what am I going to do an episode about? Uh, will I be able to do an episode while I'm in Burbank? Or will I, you know, because I don't like falling behind on shows. I want to have, you know, shows ready to go. But then when I, you know, go places, they say, well, let me do something a little different. So just in case anybody, I'm not sure of the date, October something, 24th or 23rd, if you were on the five headed north, pretty well, pretty much any time, I'm watching the actual freeway back up. Uh, looks like they're expanding the freeway here, the five. And you can actually see, like, where the expansion is. It must at some point reduce in lane, so traffic is at a crawl. And right when it gets to me, I I wish I had a like, I wish I had an ability to fly because I could fly down, wave at everybody. Because where I can see the freeway directly across from where I'm looking, it's where traffic finally speeds up. And if anyone's wondering, it's in L.A. It's right by the new Ikea. It walked by there earlier. It hasn't opened yet. I was tempted to try to sneak in because that would have been awesome and just wander. That would have been an episode, but then I would have probably gotten in trouble. But, yeah, I have a view of what I believe is uh, like Griffith Park and all that. Uh, where the backside, I don't see the Hollywood sign, but uh, the hills above Los Angeles, I don't know. I'm not good at landmarks, and I don't pull out a map. Uh L.A. Zoo should be somewhere there. Johnny Carson Park, I think. I saw that on Google Maps. I don't know. Like, I think uh, a couple cemeteries that I can see directly across from me. Radio Tower. Uh, Beautiful stuff. You know, a normal human would probably not be in their hotel room. Uh, But as I said, what caught my eye was the Megabus. Like, right when I started, oh, here goes a train. It's a metro line. Oh, and you can just hear it. How lovely. Metro Link. I think there's a train station and a bus station. Uh, I can see the bus depot. That's actually a station. Uh, there's like four buses parked there that I can see. Uh, it makes sense that Burbank would have uh, its own station, right? Um, and also what caught my eye first, and, and actually we, we lost a car, is the uh, right across from the freeway from my hotel is the uh, Hollywood Piano. And they're having a piano sale in case you're in the market for a piano. Now it's Sunday late afternoon, so uh, I don't know if there's a lot of, I don't know what the, what their hours were, but there was a car and the, there's there's still one car left in the parking lot. So someone who, someone is working at Hollywood Piano. There was another vehicle in the parking lot before that. Uh, I won't describe it, just, you know, just in case somebody was supposed to, you know, but, uh, and if there's other workers that are supposed to be there, there's a couple trucks. I don't know if those are piano delivery trucks. They look like uh, ice cream, tr- uh, like frozen food delivery trucks. Uh, oh, a food truck just went by on the highway. Um, I wonder if anybody's looking into my room from the other room. I think the sun's reflecting off my windows, hopefully, because uh, hopefully there won't be anybody, you know, coming to get me in trouble. But yeah, the freeway's still backed up. Everyone's the lights are on, which is nice. Oh, food truck drove by. Did I say that? There goes a. There's a lot of like. A, here comes a bus. And uh, let's see. So 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 let's start with the Hollywood piano. 
and work our way. That's in the center of my viewing. And as I described, that's part, it's parking lot. Um, you know, wow, that's riveting, riveting, riveting stuff. I'm tempted to stand up, but I don't want to, re- re- you know, to do to, to to shuffle too soon. Uh, it's pretty boring, even for for a sleep podcast. So I'm definitely gonna have to work it here because behind uh, Hollywood Piano is the most descriptive, nondescript building. Uh, there's actually all the buildings behind Hollywood Piano. Talk about unlucky. One, two, three, four. Five and then a giant sixth, uh, not all nondescript buildings, nothing, not even, even the uh, graffiti has been painted over recently. Uh, right at the Alameda Ave uh, exit, that's pretty funny. I think that's what that says. My eyes aren't perfect. Uh, on the local street, another orange bus going by, too far away for me to read its advertisements. But yeah, like, uh, to, who would think that I would get get uh, six nondescript buildings, uh, four in white, one in beige, and one in gray? You know, lots of uh, air conditioning units on the roof. So that's the next layer behind Hollywood Piano. The layer after that is uh, continuing the the theme of nondescript, uh, describing nondescript buildings. Sleep with me. The podcast, uh, you know. Makes you uh, wish you, uh, it puts you to sleep. You know, this is nice. Can you hear the freeway? That's the sounds of the cars uh, driving on by. Uh, yeah. But yeah, getting closer and then I'm getting closer to the window. Like that's going to help me describe things. But oh, wow, there's a beautiful tree. So after the uh, nondescript buildings is another round of buildings that are nondescript, but their views being blocked by the nondescript buildings. Then after that is an angle, a street running at an angle instead of, uh, you know, uh, grids. And there seems to be some sort of municipal uh, lots. I see what look to be garbage trucks or street cleaning trucks. I see some utility or tree trimming trucks, some shuttle buses, uh, someone taking a bribe. No, no, no one's taking, no city employees or county employees are taking bribes. But that I can see, that was a bad joke. Uh, you know, it's trying to think of something funny to say. But yeah, like what you would call a yard, uh, uh, like a, whatever they say, hey, go take this, uh, down and get it washed at uh, Johnson's Johnson's yard or something. It, why you know where they park trucks and stuff. Uh, another thing that come out is another uh, hotel. They see two people walking to their car. Uh, one and a man in a maroon shirt and blue shorts. And this is a another brand hotel. It has uh, some cool lights on the side of it. It's got some green lights. And the palm trees looks to be a pretty new hotel, smaller one, one you'd stay at long. Actually, I think I almost booked a room there, but I got a great deal here. And then how lucky did I get? I got to check in early so I could procrastinate, took a nap actually too. Wow. Been a few months since I've taken a nap. That was, holy, holy moly, the sun is amazing. It's behind the other, uh, Holiday Inn building, but its rays are shooting up through a cloud and they're separating into the, you know, heavens or, you know, the sky. 
like where you can actually see rays, uh, sun rays. And you really can't beat that. It looks gr- holy mackerel. You get this one massive cloud. Now I have a bird flapping, flapping, flapping in front of the cloud. It's got to be miles away. I mean, maybe not. Maybe you say it's impossible, Scoots. But man, look at the, the sky is a glow. I'm aghast and the sky is a glow. And, you know, the, we got the nice puffy clouds and we also have the nice wispy clouds. Now, if you want a weather report to my left, though, it looks like it's going to rain. Uh, I'm leaning forward. I'm sitting in the uh, desk just, just to, to set the mood here. I'm right up against the window. I'm sitting in the uh, hotel room uh, desk chair. As close as I can get just so, you know, you get all those juicy, juicy uh, freeway sounds. You know, I'm honored to be here, whether it's to put you to sleep or just to be here sitting, uh, looking out at uh, 5 North. Uh, traffic is so low. 5 South, it's packed, but it's moving. Here at Dull Chopper 5, uh, Fog Watch, uh, almost the, the peaks of uh, Griffith Park, almost fully... Uh, enrobed in fog and yeah so uh good night and i'll talk to you soon uh, hey you've all night tossing turning mind racing trouble getting to sleep trouble staying asleep well, welcome this is sleep with me the podcast that's here to put you to sleep we do with a bedtime story all you need to do is get in bed turn out the lights and press play i'm gonna do the rest and what I'm going to do is, uh, when I mean the rest, you say, well, I mean, if you're skeptical or, in, you know, what is it, inquisitive? If you're an inquisitive, or you know how they used to say inquiring minds? Want, well, actually, maybe doesn't no one remembers, but there used to be a saying, inquiring minds want to know. Uh, believe it or not, I don't think that was for the National Enquirer, though. I think it was for something else that I can't think of. But uh, if you're inquiring, curious, or skeptical, you say, okay, what did you, so what are you going to do? And I'd say, well, thank you. Well, here's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to attempt. I, mean, I can't guarantee. I'm going to try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thinking feeling sensing inside you know no, you know noises like let's say your cat actually has cat scratch fever i don't know what that is and i got it my stomach's making the noise like i think cat scratch fever something offensive scoots and i'd say well i'm, I'm misusing it in a mis, you know misguided metaphor anyway but let's say your you let's say your cat has something metaphor metaphorical cat scratch fever where it's just scratching and like every time, and this could be also a metaphor within, a, you know, this is just, a, it could be a cat metaphor for other things. So bear with me. But I can't think, like there is probably like a small, less than 1%, you know, in, in a point percentile, you know, point zero something of people that find cat scratching comforting. Uh, there just is. And, and that's great for those people. Uh, unfortunately for them, they're probably the ones that have, don't have, you know, their cats don't scratch, but like, okay, let me try to get through this. If you have a cat that scratch, that has uh, this, uh, fictional disease we're calling cat scratch fever, which would probably be just be called obsessive cat scratching cat, you know, well, you couldn't, you don't want to use if your cat has obsessive scratching I don't think they're disorders anymore. That's probably, would you know, we don't want to shame the cat because it scratches so much. But you kind of do when it's scratching at night. 
like as soon as your head hits the pillow, the cat starts scratching. And at first, you know, like five years ago when, you know, it was Fluffy Jr., you'd say, oh, that's cute because Fluffy's starting to scratch at stuff. And then who knows, you know, our lives take turns and sometimes the cat, you know, it feels the emotional resonance with it, with us, and then it's uh, you know it starts doing stuff, or at least my pets do. You know the pets that have made it, unlike my gerbils, Chitter One and Chitter Two. Neither one of those, you know. Well, you know my my dog Koa now. She's you know she's got it. She's got dog. But anyway, let's say this if a cat scratches a lot, and and as you go to sleep, uh, if you're new here, you get why this podcast puts people to sleep yet. You know you know what I'm saying. Uh, well, let's say your fictional cat, Fluffy, to, what do we say Fluffy Jr. scratches? And, and as soon as your head hits the pillow, starts scratching. And at this point, you might even wonder, is Fluffy scratching or am I, ima- you know, is Fluffy scratching downstairs or am I imagining that? And then you might, like, it creates a little, uh, like, thing inside where you're clenching, I, I would say. Because you're like, I know as soon as I drift off, Fluffy's going to come upstairs and start scratching. And then I'm going to, you know, wonder if uh, Fluffy's scratching at my, you know, Afghan, my favorite Afghan, or my favorite, you know, whatever it is. Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to create a safe place where I can take your mind off of cat scratch fever, cat scratching, misguided metaphors. You actually, I'll be using misguided metaphors to take your mind off of that. You know, if you've been if you've been told you have a cat disorder, you're probably feeling some emotions about that. So if you are, you know, or if you have an emotional cat, I'll try to take your mind off of those things, too. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use uh, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders, clearly. I'm like, my brain doesn't have anything as dramatic as a laser pointer. Uh, but you know, I'll be distracted like a cat. I'll say, what's that? What's that? What's that? That just went through my brain like a little choo-choo. Oh yeah. It was inquiring minds want to know, you know, now I came, I came of age in the eighties when that meant something, but I don't, I, I don't remember. That's a, that's why, that's why ads work. Uh, uh, I guess, I guess they don't work long-term, you know, they, maybe the, the stuff they said about watching TV, too much TV is true. Cause I remember inquiring minds want to know. Because uh, I remember inquiring minds want to know, but I don't remember what it was. Because I, I, I would, I don't remember. I don't think the National Enquirer even needs advertising, so you wouldn't need that to sell National Enquirer, um, unless it says it on the front of it, and it's just from being in the checkout and having nothing to look. You know, don't you? You can't look at the candy because you're not getting any. And it, I mean, she's talk about how come they don't call that entrapment? Like how many kids have gotten, and I don't mean, you know, this, I love candy. Like, let's not make it about a, but isn't that entrapment putting that there? I mean, obviously it's to get the parents to buy the candy, but I mean, how many, have we done any social studies about, uh, or anthropological, whatever that is, anthropologist type stuff about uh, shoplifting, now, let's not blow this into some lawsuit because we don't have time for that, uh, and that causes sleeplessness. But, yeah, as a child of the 80s, there used to be a saying, inquiring minds want to know. I, I guess I don't have it attached. I want to say it was a TV show, uh, but I, I guess I was just trying to answer. If you had an inquiring mind saying, who, who, who do you think, why are you trying to put me to sleep? What are you doing? I said, well, okay, I told, here's, here's our intro. 
Well, here's a couple of things. Let me answer a couple of questions. So this podcast has about a 12-minute intro. Now, it's not ads or fluff or anything. You know, we, we, we usually only have one ad, and then I like to promote somebody for free. And then I have the credits where I thank the people that work on the show. That's like the first four minutes, five minutes of the show. And then we'll have about a 15 to 12 minute intro here that we're in the middle of. Believe it or not, a lot of people fall asleep to this intro. If you find you don't like it, you could skip ahead. It has, I put the timestamps in there. Or we have another show called Sleep to Strange that comes out on Monday and Wednesdays. That's in iTunes and podcatching. That doesn't have any intros. It's older shows with the intros taken out. And no music, too. So no theme music or, or jingles. Um, but, so I'm going to finish up this intro here, and then we'll, uh, we'll, then we'll go on to the, the show proper, the setup, and then the show. But, yeah, this intro is a part of the show. For, for a lot of people, this is their Pavlovian, you know, like a comfort blanket or whatever the heck you want to call it. You know, Pavlovian, I mangle, you know, I mangle man, I just almost said mangle manifores. Who's Paul Manifold? That name's in my head for some reason. Manafort, I think that's somebody that was working in politics. But I meant to say metaphor, and then I said manifold, mangled manifold, and then I said Paul Manafort. But, but I, I, uh, Oh, Pavlovian mangled metaphors. That's what I was saying. But anyway, uh, so that's what I'm going to do. And, 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 you know, I don't like to brag, you know, but if you don't like this podcast, I would say, you know, you could stop listening or give it a few tries. I tend to do, I do tend to grow on people because uh, I really don't have any big agenda here other than putting you to sleep and trying to keep making these podcasts. So there's not any secret plans. So I do hope it helps you fall asleep. But I am confident that, uh, you know, when I was talking about the cat stuff and then as I've been trying to hopefully that my memory catches up with my brain and says, oh, that's what they're advertising when they said inquiring minds want to know. Maybe it was. Maybe they did have a TV ad campaign where they said, you know, Tom Cruise doesn't wear uh, underwear with waistbands. Really? I think that was a commercial. And then they'd say, Suzanne Stokes, who's Suzanne, uh, what's her name? Suzanne uh, Summers' teeth really are made from chiclets. And you'd say, who who wants to know that? Inquiring minds really want to know. I guess there was a national inquiry in the 80s, maybe. I'm sure someone will let me know. Uh, Johnny Carson uh, drinks, you know, Johnny Carson's glass on stage is filled with uh, tapioca pudding. Well, who who wants to know? Inquiring minds, we really want to know. Uh, but anyway, if your mind was inquiring, I, I, I was saying, I think ideally I've been taking your mind off stuff. You've been like, and you might be like, what is this guy talking about? I'm not sure about this. And let me try to make, this is an attempt to create a safe place, a strange safe place. But you're welcome here. And, uh, you know, I hope this podcast can help you. I, I'm a person that overthinks, overworries, and stuff like that. And so, uh, like, like I create a show, like I say, I send my voice across the deep, dark night uh, to take your mind off stuff. And, and, and uh, hopefully this, this podcast helps you out. All you got to do is kick back, and I'll be here for an hour. So if you can't sleep, you know, there's no wrong way to use this show. You could put the sleep timer on so it ends in 45 minutes. You don't have to remember a thing. It won't bother me one bit. But for the few of you that might feel pressure to fall asleep or, 
you know, they can't fall asleep. I'll be here the whole time. I'll be giving it my all. And obviously my all is to barely come up with a possible, you know, campaign for National Enquirer. They say, like, uh, but I think that's plausible. I think that might have been it. Uh, inquiring minds really want to know. I can, I can hear that now echoing in my brain. And I will tonight when I'm sleepless. You know, I'll be picturing Tom Selleck, uh, the, you know, Tom Selleck in his 20s or whatever, uh, in wicked short shorts and, uh, like floating across the screen of my brain with two people in a grocery store, you know, wondering, you know, what the latest gossip on Tom Hanks is, you know, and then, uh, Higgins. And unfortunately, I don't know the actor in the place Higgins, the TC, you know. No, the, the, then they'll say, well, why do you want to know? Well, inquiring minds, we really want to know. Anyway, and my main message is I, I've been sleepless. That's why I make the show, because uh, I can relate to what it's like lying there. And that's why I really hope and I really yearn that this podcast can help you fall asleep. And, and that's why I always say thanks for stopping by. I hate you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thinking you know, feeling, physical feelings, anything you're experiencing emotionally, outside noises, changes in routine, tossing and turning partners that are sleeping soundly but irritatingly. Or maybe they just look so cute snuggled up there. Either way, you know, they're asleep. But, uh, or anything else. It could be anything. You could be going through something, you know, like changes in your life or, you know, it's just stuff and... Uh, whatever it is, uh, the safe places, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. Whatever is keeping you awake, I'm going to do my best to distract you. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders. Uh, you know, what are those called? Word, cr- you know, I think they call it, this is offensive, actually. I just got into, I just thought of this, and uh, so excuse me, but... Some people use the word word crutch. I'd say, I don't think I like that term, but, but, but uh, I don't know. This, I might get on a soapbox. Uh, soapy words. I use soapy words. Uh, but let's see. Let, let me. Uh, before I go on a tirade about what was I about to go on into forgetting, forgetting what I was talking about. Uh, what, no, really, what was I about to go on a tirade about? Uh, soapy words. Not the, oh, word crutches. <laughs> But uh, what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use the lulling, soothing tones and the pointless meanders, the babbling, babbling nonsense. You know, I don't babble like a brook because, like, I'm not as incoherent as a brook. You know, brook babbles, and it babbles in the mysterious language of sweet mother nature. Uh, Faux poetic, poet, faux poet is, like, that was, like, nearly poetic. Uh, But it's true. The Mysterious Babblings of a Brook. Uh, I guess I could write, maybe that'll be another book there. They, we should kind of keep an eye on these book titles. Mysterious Babblings of a Brook. Not quite there, but oh, here we go. Mysterious Babblings of a Brook named Brook. Uh, there you go. Uh, but anyway, so 
you know, Brooke, Brooke kind of babbles it, and you don't know what it's saying. And you can, like, you know, find some tranquility in the babbling of Brooke. Some people can, some people can't. And it's like this podcast. If you're new here, some people will find tranquility or distraction in my babbling in, in nearly incoherent nonsense. I guess you would never say a book's Brooks a book a Brook is babbling with incoherent nonsense. You'd say, well, it's incoherent. But I guess that would like uh, be projecting the fact that a Brook should have some coherence. Where I'm human, so they like so the people that like this podcast doesn't work for. You know, maybe my voice doesn't calm you, or maybe you're seeking coherence. This podcast will contain a base level of coherence, maybe if I knew what that meant. Yeah, book, Brook can't be coherent, but you could project coherence onto the Brook, and then, of course, then you'd be at Brookdale or something, you know, some sort of place where they'd say, come live here. You've been talking to the Brook again, Scoots? And they'd say, no, actually, I'm collecting I'm collecting da- data. I'm doing research for my new book, uh, The Babbling Brook Named Brook. I, I forgot the book title already, but, yeah, I'm, I'm not uh, talking to the Brook anymore. Uh, well, what are you doing down here? Well, I'm interviewing the Brook, as a matter of fact, and well, I'm transcribing the Brook. I'm sorry, did you say you're transcribing a Brook? Oh, no, 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 no. How would you transcribe a Brook? Oh, I'm transcribing the babblings of the Brook. You know, people like to say it's incoherent. And then once I started talking to the Brook, you all said, uh, you know, that I was projecting coherence. So now I'm here to say, I said, well... You know, let me look at this from a neutral place, uh, from my uh, a curious, uh, more nonfiction place. So I decided to sit down and, you know, transcribe what the Brook is saying. One issue that's come up with my transcription, so is that, you know, I'm trying to find the coherent things the Brook is saying, but my my handwriting's incoherent. So it doesn't, I guess, like a... It's a little wrinkle in the Brook transcriptions. I may have to hire a transcriptionist. But, yeah, you of course, you, you know, finding a transcriptionist that's fluent in, in uh, you know, no, no, northwestern New York Brook language, you know, that dialect is is rare. Uh, okay, well, I'm not going back to the Brookdale with you. As a matter of fact, I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. We were just talking. So, so. So, like, I'm in a babble kind of, I mean, I don't, I guess I don't, I don't, babbling is kind of negative, just like word crutch. Like, I use extra words. Like, I, this podcast is, a bo- it comes with bonus. It comes with extra ums, uhs, ash, gosh, bagashes. Oh, boy. I say that sometimes. Like, uh, pauses, a lot of pauses. Um, you know, it was like attempted, you know, metaphor attempts. You say, I'm going for this. I'm trying to get to find a way to connect uh, word crutches in babbling brooks. You know, it, 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 I'm, I'm like a mad scientist of metaphors, except I don't use science. So I'm just a mad metaphorist. There's a, there's a book title too, the mad metaphor that might have already been one. Uh, but all, I do all this in an attempt to say, hey, you don't really need to listen. Like, you can kind of t- t- let me distract you. Like, obviously, if you've li- been listening so far, I think I probably, for a lot of you, took your mind off stuff. And that's the goal. And you'll say, well, he's a little bit silly, a little bit odd, not all there. Communic- try Attempts to, to communicate with Brooks. 
And I'll tell you what, I'll be, let's, let's put everything out on the table like I like to do. I've kissed a brook before. You know that song, I've kissed a girl. You know, there was the song, I kissed a girl. Then there was the, the, the movie. Then there was another version, uh, more recent, within the last eight years, I kissed a girl. But I kissed a brook. And I liked it. I did. I can't, it, it, it just, 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 well, I guess it defined, I'd say it was a romantic kiss, but not a, like, uh, it was just, you know, kiss on the lips. And yes, I did check before. I didn't, you know, if you want to kiss a brook, here's a way to do not have to put it in Google. Can you drink out of this brook? And then, like, you'll get your answer. And if you can drink out of it, you can kiss it. And it was not, it was just a kiss of a pre, you know, I was so overcome with the, you know, like I said, whatever that poetic thing I said earlier, where I said the brook was babbling and the, you know, sweet, sweet, I think it was more poetic than that, the language of Mother Nature. And I was feeling translucent, uh, so I didn't know if the brook would see me. I said, like, I was hoping for transcendence. I did get translucence. And maybe it was the sun. Maybe, maybe it was just staring at the brook. Oh, you know what it was? Is my reflection? Holy narcissus, narcissus! Uh, I was staring at the brook at my own reflection. So technically, I kissed myself. I mean, that's more embarrassing. What, what is more embarrassing? I kissed a brook, or I kissed my I kissed my own reflection in a brook. Well, what would be embarrassing if you heard the sound? I said, "Well, hello. it was funny to find you at a brookside." Milady, I said, oh, well, I'm charmed. I'm just here babbling in the song of Mother Nature, uh, enjoying the day as I do 24-7, nonstop babbling from this brook because of, until, you know, Mother Nature decides to rearrange the rocks and then my tale will change. Your ears might not hear it, but it always is changing, but just by, uh, you, you know, it's almost undetectable. Because these rocks are always reshaping, so my babble, you know, in the water. So my but my song is my I'm singing too. Well, wow, that's impressive. Actually, I was gonna. Okay, there. That's when I kissed the brook. But it, like this time, I'm doing a podcast intro. So you'd say, what kind of person needs a word crutch? I'd say probably would have been better if I had some there. Like I, I need more word blockades. Or word, I need word, oh, speed bumps. I guess that's what I need in the word form to slow me down to say, okay, Scoots, don't share about kissing the brook. And don't tell him you talk to the brook in kissy-kissy language because that's even worse. And whatever you do, don't quote back what you said the brook, you know, that you spoke for. No, I didn't speak for the brook. The brook spoke to me. Okay, anyway, let me get to, so anyway, if you're new here, that's what we're dealing with here. Now, tonight, we're going to be talking about Metastas News, the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. So we'll get through this intro. We'll do, we'll, we'll, we'll set it up, and then we'll do a tale based on the Spanish language words I tried to learn during break, uh, Metastas News. And I don't speak Spanish. I just like thought it was interesting if I was going to be watching this Colombian uh, Spanish language version of Breaking Bad. Maybe I could pick up some Spanish. And I found it was an interesting way to kind of take these meandering stories. So I'm not trying to make fun of Spanish or anything like that. And I have learned a few words. Uh, 
that are coming to me right now. Then we'll do a recap of the episode of Metastas News. Then we'll recap the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad, all done in a snoozy, vanilla way to help you, you know, make sure you stay asleep. And then we'll cap things off with the thank yous and the good nights. But if you're new here, welcome. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. I'll be here for like over an hour. So if you can't sleep, I'll be here to keep you company. I'll be giving it my all, you know, sending my voice here across the deep, dark night. If it's daytime where you are, I'll be sending it, you know, through the tubes to deep, dark day. And if you're skeptical, I appreciate that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, you know, wouldn't object to that. It makes sense. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. You know, I've had trouble sleeping, so, so that's part of what drives this show. So I really, really hope in your and I can help you fall asleep, and thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, you've only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, Turn, on, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. I don't know. I didn't I didn't mean to say turn on the lights. Don't get in bed. Turn on the lights. And then tur- You could turn on the lights and turn out the lights. Sometimes it's darker then, you know, because your eyes are still adjusting. Then pl- press play. Turn on the lights. Well, no, leave the lights on and press play sometimes if you need them. But turn on the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place. As I like to say occasionally, I like to pat it, rub it, and, uh, I don't know, pat it something, rub it down, own a safe place, you know, so you see, I'm smoothing out a safe place for you here, where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, overthinking, you know, just general, you know, anything with the brain, you know, with the thoughts, let's just say thoughts, let's not overthink it, let's say thoughts. Maybe could I simplify? Can I complicate this intro by simplifying it? So whatever's keeping you awake, I want to take your mind off that. Whether it's thoughts, feelings, uh, physical feelings, or emotions, uh, like uh, or something in between all of those things, it could be something you know, it could be uh, noises inside, you know, stomach, stomach growling. So that's also a sensation. Could be a person delay list, you know, poor list making, snoring partners, travel, change in routine, seasonal changes. That's what we're in the midst of now. Uh, but whatever it is, I'd like to take your mind off it. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. For those of you on second shift or third shift, you know, the, deep, the, the I'll be sending across the figurative deep dark night. Hopefully you've got some good curtains or a sleep mask uh, so that, you know, that would help with the metaphor. But uh, either, either you know, cover pillows over your head, whatever it is, I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, like... Uh, d- 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 Word, word dribbles, dribbling words, dribbling right out of my mouth, pooling in my mouth. Then I'm trying to contain them or, you know, contain their exit from my mouth. But sometimes they dribble. Uh, it's like, you know, uh, spontaneous invention. So this time I'll talk about it. Like I did try to come up with a word bib about 40 episodes ago or so. 
to catch my word dribbles. That did not catch on for some reason. Like, uh, I think, like, there's this place called Sand Hill Road down in Palo Alto, and that used to, I don't know if it still has the reputation for being a place where you go for investments, but I, I've acquired a Sand Hill Road uh, reputation where it was, it's called not being welcome. And with the word bib, I was just trying to shout out about it. Like I would go in one of those corporate parks and it, 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 I thought this was good. You know, I said, well, I'm looking for some advantage because I tried that one looking for investors. But they have those gatekeepers, you know, because these are companies. So that didn't, you know, that backfired. They said, well, what are you calling? I said, a word bib. And they said, have you tried a children's? And I said, this is for adults, for adults that spill their word, the dribble. Do you dribble any words? Uh, sentence fragments. Do you ever have any sentence fragments fall right out of your mouth and it's uh, all over your clothes? So then I tried going to the corporate parks there myself and saying, hear ye, hear ye. Here's probably a better idea. Don't wear a sandwich board. Like uh, the second time I did not wear a sandwich because then they know, you know, right away. If you have a sandwich board, usually I don't want to like rail against sandwich board wearers. But for the most part, that's like a wacko alarm. They go right for you. Um, A sandwich board. I don't even know why it's called a sandwich board either. I would assume because people would sell sandwiches with the board. Uh, but po- it's like a poster board with uh, like some sort of foam core. I think that's what they call it nowadays. Give me, a you know, one of those foam cores. And that's what I said at the store. And then I said, you know, I need this, some sh- shoulder straps. And they said, you're doing a sandwich board? What you, is this your Halloween costume? I said, no, no, no. This is for a pitch, a new pitch I'm working on for word bibs. And this person, I don't know if, I think this, I don't think this is, this was, was it, what store was it? I can't remember what store this was. Oh, yeah, uh, sandwich boards galore. And or foam core. Anyway, not important, but I said, yeah, I'm going to, like, here's how, here's how I do my pitches. I'd pitch it on the podcast to people that are asleep with, the, the, you know, the uh, unrealistic expectation that Chris Saka or someone, but someone, you know, that would just give me the money, less intense. I don't need to answer any questions about it. You know, that they would just say, okay, word bibs, holy moly. You know, the, the, that market, this is an untapped market. And, or the date mo, date moi, any of the other ideas that I've, that I, I guess, uh, maybe I should come up with a mediocrity steeper. They say, well, tea's popular. You know, I have a few different tea steepers. And, I've, you know, that that's usually what they say. Your ideas are steeped in mediocrity. Orig- original but mediocre. That's the Sandhill. Because they also, that was nice of them. They gave me a report card. There was just one company. And I forget the woman's name who ran that fund. But she was nice enough to give me a report card. Because this was my second time when I said, hear ye, hear ye. Uh, but I didn't say it like that. I had a you know bullhorn, and I, you know then I talked about the word bib. That was my pitch. Oh, but here's a pitch for you because surely you're here for a sleep podcast. It'd be pointless meanders. That was one of them. Uh, adventures steeped in mediocrity and you know mundane. 
You'd say, well, what kind of sco- what kind of adventure did Scooter have in his 14-minute intro this week? Well, he uh, stood outside. A, 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 I can't remember if he was talking about his Halloween costume or I think he was talking about a sandwich board. He didn't say what he wrote on it. Uh, I forgot. To, by the way, I forgot to have anything written on the sandwich board. That was another sign that I was, you know, they, they got rid of me fast. Except for the freaking high school kids, they wrote on the back of the sandwich board um, stuff about me, but I couldn't see it because it was on the back of the sandwich board. But yeah, I don't know. It wasn't really an adventure. He just went to an office park and tried to get a sell word bibs. And, uh, and they say, some people would say, why don't you kickstart that or go fund it or whatever? And I'd say, no, it's too much. I'm looking for someone to take the idea I want, you know, I'd like 60% ownership, 60 to 70 to 90% of the dough money. But, you know, that's it. I'm just giving the ideas out. Actually, I'd like a word bib, like uh, mediocrity steeper. I don't need that. Like I could say, I could, you could, you could pay me for it, the idea. Uh, But I'm actually trying to, you know, I'm trying to like twist the meat. You know, I've steeped enough in that. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. You know. You know, take these these steep. I've been ste- over steeped. You know, leaching tannins or whatever uh, tea based humor you could think of. And it was I thought I was talking to the audience, and I got so that's example of a pointless meander. Uh, take your mind off stuff. Let, let me posit this: while you were picturing me down on Sand Hill Road at the office parks, and the, the CEO of the great, I think it was called the, uh, I don't know, I think it was the Eagle Fund. They gave me a report card. That was nice of them. And I think if the intention, I don't know if they were laughing, you know, after they gave it to me. So if if they were laughing, wasn't nice. But if the intention was, uh, what is that called? The good kind of criticism, constructive criticism, um, probably might be help. You know, it might, might have been a kind report card. Um, or it could have just been, you know, two, you know, could have been one of those misguided ones where now I just keep trying to pitch new ideas. Once I, the mediocrity steeper does not seem like it's worth, uh, you know, that much of a hassle. But, you know, the next idea after that, since word bibs hasn't taken off, you know, maybe they'll want to invest in gingerbread press. My publishing might get to be, and they said, well, why don't you just do an imprint scooter? And they said, well, Maybe I said I don't know what that is, but you should maybe not. I said that sounds. I don't know. I mean, actually, believe it or not, creative brain. I'm in the middle of a podcast intro that I. But it, while I was talking about all that, hey, hey, listener, sorry, I'm back. Uh, by the way, welcome. This is your first few times here. This is a pretty strong dose of the podcast. Uh, but but have you been thinking about any of the stuff that's been keeping you awake? Because that's the purpose of the show. So the way the show works. Usually we have, you know, the first uh, four or five, six minutes, you know, we set up, we do the credits, we do the one thing that's sponsoring the show. Usually I like to recommend something. Uh, then we have an intro, 12 minutes. All this will be time stamped. A lot of people love the intro. You don't need to love the intro because it's time stamped, so you could skip it. But the intro is about 12 minutes of this kind of uh, meandering, misguided metaphoring of the podcast. It you kind of ease you into the old uh, sleepy. Don't sleep in a bathtub, but don't. This is a metaphor, but a sleepy bath, the sleepy bath of this podcast. 
What about self-purifying bath water? How, oh, that's called a hot tub. Sorry. I am. Um, that was that was good. That that was maybe that was from the report card. Maybe I've got like constructive criticism brain going. So podcast meant to take your mind off stuff. Then we'll go into an episode here. We'll have a guest on and they'll kind of talk about some stuff for 40, 50 minutes. Uh, then we'll close out with some thank yous. And there's there's different timestamps in the show. So so if you're new here, just give the show a few couple couple few tries. Um, see if it helps you out. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. You're under no pressure to listen. And there's also no right or wrong way to use the podcast. That's why I'm talking about the timestamps this particular week. Because uh, some people, they get woken up towards the end, so they'll set their sleep timer for, you'll, they'll look where the thank yous start, and they'll just set their sleep timer to end right before the thank yous start. Or just set your sleep timer for whatever, 55 minutes or so. Uh, some people want to, some people don't like the intros, so they'll just start straight at the story. But some people, I guess there's a few people out there that don't like the intro is, is, is not a traditional podcasting intro. It's a sleep. It's, it's also, it's a, it's got some sleep methodology in there. Uh, so I don't want anybody, like, you don't have to listen to the intro, but I've heard some people saying, oh, it's, it's like a 14 minute infomercial or something like that. And it's, it's just not, it's like a, like a meandering, it's a micro, I don't know what it is. I do. I, 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 but I always try to explain it. Four hundred and sixty something episodes. I'm still trying to explain what the podcast is and what the intro is. Well, you know, you'll miss out on you know, sam, the sandwich board adventures. Maybe that'll be a book by Gingerbread Press. Uh, sam, the sandwich board adventurer. Sandwich board adventures. Sandwich board adventurer. And then it would be funny if I'm because I'm trying to get venture capital. You know, a boom. So that's about it. Like, if you're new here, I'm glad you're here. Like I said, give it a few tries. But podcast episodes an hour, so just kick back and and drift off. Uh, ideally, like my voice will just slowly, you know, more. Like I'll go from making no sense to very little sense to you'll wake up, your alarm will go off at the tomorrow. Uh, but I've been there, lying in the deep dark night. That's why I make the show. So let me tell you, I'm really glad you're here, and I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, you've all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. What you do with the bedtime story, all you need to do is get in bed Turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake. Whether it's thinking, uh, physical feelings, you know, anything you're, you're experiencing emotionally. Noises on the inside of the house or the outside. You know, changes in, in weather, changes in atmospheric or barometric pressure. I'm not sure if those are the same thing or not, but I've never used those, so I thought I'd use them there. Atmos- you know, pressure in general, oh, that's one thing that keeps me up at night internally. You know, real pressure that feels real or pressure that is real. Or the debate of, of whence is the two. Uh, but it could be any of those things. It could be something totally different. Whatever it is, I'd like to take your mind off of it. And, and that's what I'm going to do. That's what the safe place is. Uh, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. Well, you know, 
pauses. We're trying to think of a witty, another witty term for pause, and I'm out of uh, a plum out of pause. Plum, plum out of pause. You know, p. You know, paper proposals. No, that doesn't work. Uh, but whatever it is, I want to take your mind off of what's keeping you awake. Uh, so I'm going to, like, uh, this is a breaking bad metastasis. Uh, so what I'm going to do here is uh, there's going to be an intro, and the intro is kind of uh, something a lot of people fall asleep to, but you can also skip it. The uh, no, uh, time stamps are in the thing. Then we're going to do a little Spanish story based on kind of the words uh, I looked up uh uh, from the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. Then I'm going to talk about the Colombian version of Breaking Bad, the final, final episode uh, of that series of the telenovela, uh, Metastas News. Then I'll talk about the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad, uh, and that'll be it. So, so you have, like, I'll be here for at least an hour, uh, so you can fall asleep at your leisure. You don't really got to listen to me. You know, I'll ramble through this intro. I'll try to tie everything together. Uh, but, you know, I'll be one of those people that's, you know, the tying stuff together. And I say, well, my wrists are all, I, t- I ended up tying my fingers. Uh, but you don't have to take me seriously. You don't have to listen. You know, like, I'm a kind of a distraction. I'm your boyfriend. I come by uh, mildly amusing. And, you know, in other situations, it'd be annoying. Like if we were at, uh, like, brunch or something and I was rambling on and uh, not making any sense uh, or say, well, I kind of understand what he's saying. Uh, contextually, that wouldn't work. But in this situation, it's like that's how it is. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to sit here as close to your bed as you feel comfortable, which, you know, in most people's cases, well, on two, three thousand miles, so it works pretty good so far, Scoots. You know, you don't have to keep me company. You don't have to clean up after me. I'll just be here uh, to, to to kind of talk your talking to sleep, uh, cr- help you across the threshold from wake to sleep. And yet, if you're new here, you've got, started listening to the show in the past year even. So this is a kind of a big, big moment because uh, uh, tonight will be our last Breaking Bad episode unless we do some sort of retrospective at some point. And so I'm not great at math, but I would estimate that between the Colombian version of Breaking Bad, Metastas News, and Breaking Bad over the past year and a half, I've probably watched like at least 200, 200 hours of those shows, uh, maybe more. I don't even know. Uh, 62, 62, 62. And so that's 184, six, and then, yeah, probably at least 15 more watches. Uh, so maybe not 200 hours, but 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 every week I've watched, uh, almost every week I've watched a meta- like one episode of Metastasis once, then the corresponding episode of Breaking Bad, and then the Metastasis episode again. And just because sometimes people wonder why I choose stuff or why would I choose Breaking Bad because it's kind of had some, you know, I've vanillaized it or made it as sleepy as I could. Or, you know, some people like uh, because I've tried to learn Spanish a little bit while I've watched it. uh, And I guess the key to this podcast, and and I I feel like, is uh, in the key to it's really... uh, it takes a lot of work to make a podcast once a week. I make it three times a week, and that takes a lot of follow-through. 
And so that's the number one reason I choose something is like, can I watch it three times a week? And so like when I pick a show, I say, okay, well that I could probably handle three times a week. And even then it's hard, you know, because it's work. It's not like I'm just kicking back, you know, I'm taking notes and stuff. Uh, so can I watch it three times a week over a year or so or over six months? So, and then is there enough material there to be mined? And I guess that's how I kind of chose this. I said, okay, Breaking Bad's considered this uh, masterpiece of television. So I could probably watch a lot. And I said, well, it'd be interesting to see how they redid it in Colombia. So that was another thing. So I said, well, that'll give us plenty. And then compare and contrast the two. And then it had this extra layer being in Spanish, which I said, well, that'll make it more interesting for me to observe the acting and the settings without worrying about the language. And then on my third watch, I could try to learn some Spanish. And I have to tell you, I've learned a lot less Spanish than I thought I would. So this probably isn't like this probably would be a good supplemental way because, uh, you know, I haven't flashcard. I think flashcarding vocabulary is probably key because I still say, you know, I probably have learned maybe like 30 other words that I don't have even total recall of. Uh, but I think with this podcast, uh, Sleep With Me in general, it, it's like stuff that I can get curious about and then kind of go on a tangent, kind of exploring it, you know, and saying, uh, like, one thing that I really enjoyed was Henry, which was the Colombian version of Hank. You know, kind of a different actor, but, but like, uh, I really enjoyed his acting, uh, and he always had these really smooth-looking shirts on, uh, kind of button-down uh, print shirts, but not Hawaiian-printed shirts. And I came over the course of 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 episodes to kind of appreciate those short shirts. And I didn't talk about them too much. That was one thing. Then the other thing was the mystery in Walt and Cielo's house. They had a ceramic owl collection, uh, like in some cubbies, and then they had some other things. But they, I, and, and, and I guess I'm not a detailed person. Like uh, I like rambling about details and exploring details and using my lulling, soothing tones. Uh, but I'm not so good at remembering details or saying, well, what did you? So there was like these details, so I never knew. I was always perplexed by the owl collection. It would probably only come up, you know, probably five times in the whole series. But that's still an unresolved question is who collected those ceramic owls? Were they arranged in a way, you know, that meant something to someone? Uh, another thing that was interesting was the use of purple on Marie and Maria. Uh, which, according to articles that listeners have sent me, was that the actress... Uh, Betsy, I believe is her name. I don't know her name, but, but it's like, uh, that during when she first got the role, she said to the wardrobe people, just put me in anything but purple. Like, uh, I don't care what she put me in as long as it, you know, fits the character and is not purple. And so then they proceeded to always put her in purple. And there was a lot of purple, different things in the house, you know, like chairs and glasses and stuff. And that actually carried over into Columbia. So it was kind of fun. So anyway, there's just a little nostalgia as we close out this Breaking Bad. 
And, you know, we'll, we'll be moving on. It's not like I'm going to stop broadcasting on Sunday night. So, you know, we'll be moving on to the next thing. As of this recording, I don't know the exact dates of everything. So that's why I'm not saying, oh, this is what's coming up next. But I'm sure it'll either be a surprise or you'll know it's coming. It'll be, be just as soothing. Now, if you're new here, yeah, the whole idea of the show is to take your mind off stuff. So ideally, that's what I'm doing now that you didn't think you were saying, huh? Yeah, this, and maybe you could see it as like I could be your Sisyphus, uh, because it is kind of like a lot of people that have trouble sleeping, and it becomes this repetitive battle we have to do. And in some sense, I don't know how many of those echoes carry across the production of this podcast and whatever, but, uh, you know, I'll be here struggling to make this podcast to take your mind off of the stuff that's keeping you awake. And I try to do it in a friendly manner because I've been there. I've been there sleepless, tossing and turning, staring at the ceiling and watching the fragments of my life, you know, drop off one by one and then and analyze, oh, my goodness, I can't believe that. What about this, you know, where everything becomes like uh, like either hypersensitive or hyperintense or whatever. And I hope I can add a little fresh air, a little goofiness and a little distraction. Uh, so if you're new here and you're skeptical, I appreciate you stopping by. And this podcast isn't for everybody. It's a little bit different. It involves creaky dulcet tones and pointless meanders, which isn't for everybody. Uh, but I hope you give it a few tries. It, you know, it might take a couple tries to know if it's going to be right for you. But 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 thank you so much for checking out the show. And just, you know, because since I've been there, I, I can relate. And so I do really hope and really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right. Uh, thanks. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. And, how, and howdy. I never say that. Howdy. And welcome. Is howdy like aloha? Does it mean, actually, I'm not sure. Does aloha mean welcome and goodbye? Uh, ignorance exposed tonight on Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you sleep. Let me just try to re Hey, are you up only tossing, turning, mind racing? Uh, I, interrupt, I interrupted my own graceful... I think I was having a pretty graceful setup there. If you're new here, I'm going to try one more time. Uh, hey, are you up only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. And, and howdy. Thanks, brain. That won't give up on that. I think I collided with, uh, what was that Tom Hanks character in Toy Story? Not Andy. How can I not, not, uh, how can I not even think of the name of that character? And I can hear everyone shouting it, and I'm not doing, this isn't a bit either. Uh, sleep with me, podcast, but just sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, uh, turn out the lights and press play. You want to say Tom, but I know it's not Cowboy Tom. And you get in bed, turn on the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place. You know, a bit of, you know, I'm confused, but I'm not confused about that. This is a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, physical sensations, uh, feelings, emotions, noises, changes in routine, life stuff. Uh, stuff from the past that's, you know, that, that's, I'm dealing, you know, that, that's, that's, uh, hardwired into or soft, you know, plasticized or whatever. 
Uh, whatever it is that's keeping you awake, almost remembered who it was. Pizza Planet, that's the name of the pizza place. That's what I remember. Uh, whatever it is that's keeping you awake, I'm, I'm going to try to take your mind off that. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night here. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, meander powers, wings of pointlessness. I'm going to try to stay calm, even when I can't remember. Cowboy Willie, that's not it either. Oh, I just had it. It's not Andy. And I could, oh boy. It's played by Tom Hanks. One of the most, probably one of the top three movie grosses, highest grossing movies of all time. Movie that I've cried at. This is what happens. So this is kind of why this podcast works. Like a normal like, let's say, the, the, like, you're going from point A to point B. Like, when your thoughts do that, they probably, I think they do that by chemical stuff or electric stuff, electric through chemicals, something like that. You know, my brain, I've talked about this before, but it's pretty easy if you're new here. I've got a lot of goop in my brain. I've got a goopy brain. And there's also glop in there. There's gloop and glop. Uh, there might even be, I, I always forget which one is miasma, but I think there might be some miasma in there. Hopefully miasma is not any of the gross stuff. Uh, you know, I think that for my classics days isn't good. You know, it doesn't help your thoughts go from point A to point B. And that's what happens with me. Oh, I just had it again. I say, who is this spaceman? It was played by Tim Allen. Why can I remember the character? Like, uh. Emperor Zerg. I remember all the evil. I remember the food and the like. Uh, infinity and beyond. A catchphrase. I got that. I'll get there by the end of the. Uh, was his cow? Was his? Was his horse named Trigger? I think the horse was named Trigger, but that might have been in the TV show that was made before I was born. Uh, you know, I just paused for a few seconds. You won't hear the pause. It'll be cut out. But I still I pause to try to think of it. I can picture the character. Man, this is embarrassing, but it's not embarrassing because this is meant to me. I'm not actually, I'm not really embarrassed. I'm like a little, like, like, huh. I, I think I'm part of me is like, I'm sure I should be embarrassed, or people are thinking I'm joking. I do feel a little self conscious because I really like the Pixar movies, and maybe there's something, and so I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. It's, it's the goop in my brain, it's not the quality of your work. I just can't, my part, like part of my goof just shouted Cowboy West. And I said, no, that's not even close. That's not close. Uh, but if you're new here, um, I just, like, here's a, here's a, here's a good thing. I just disqualified myself from doing anything else. And clearly, like, this is, oh, usually I'm a, like, when I go talk about my brain, I like to say I'm not a guru. Because uh, I'm not, I'm not a sleep expert. And I'm not like, uh, not, you know, I'm someone that's been afflicted by sleeplessness, overthinking over, you know, bedtime, staring at the ceiling. Uh, I think even internal, I don't know. I don't think this is an actual thing, but it like internal temperature malfunction. I had one of those last night about three, four in the morning where it actually ends up that there's a moral to the story. But I couldn't cool, like, I, my bed got way too hot. And I said, oh, man. And then I couldn't, like, find the right combination. And there it is, four in the morning. I'm, like, throwing blankets off. And then I can't, like, uh, whatever happened, I don't know. Like, I couldn't, deter I said, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't locate the lone sheet. And then I was, uh, then I tried to go sheetless. But I was like, that's too cold. 
and, you know, sheets and blankets offer some layer of comfort, you know, so I didn't have any, I felt exposed. And then the, 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 the and I don't mean to, to cause any triggers here for anybody, but then like I did any other blankets, I was way too hot. Then I started being like, why the heck am I so hot? Like I saw, you know, like this was, I was baffled. And then I then I was like my baffling, I started, you know, you know, where I said, what's go? What, what am I thinking? Like, this is my fault that I'm so, I can't balance my temperature. And now I'm overreacting to my temperature. And then I was saying, just could you, could, could you just calm down? Like just, it just, just, uh, like the heat wasn't on or anything. The heat had been on, but it was off. And I just, I finally did talk myself down. I said, let's just go sheetless, you know, let's just go sheet free. And then hopefully we'll reset. And then, like, we'll we'll put we'll re we'll re blanket ourselves. Uh, but it was, you know, it, it luckily is a weekend, so that's like, it, like that was the easy one because I said, kept I because I was like, should I get out of bed? What should I do? Holy moly! And it wasn't like I was physically worried. You know, sometimes I had to obsess about that. Do I have a fever? Like, like I knew, like something was off. And this is where the moral of the story would come. I, I was positive. But then I was doubting myself. I said, I'm just overreacting. I'm just overreacting. I just got to go to sleep. I'm just overthinking this warmth thing. And I think that was my internal critic because I said, geez, there's just something missing here. It ended up, I like to keep my window open, a crack. Window was closed. Like this morning when I went to take the dog for a walk, I said, look at that. My window's closed. No wonder I, I was like losing my mind last night. Because uh, the window's almost always open. I'm lucky enough to live in the Bay Area, which is like a sleeper's dream as far as like if you like your room temperature in those 60 degrees, like uh, between somewhere between 60 and 68 degrees. Uh, but not if the window's closed. So, oh boy. And actually, the whole time I was doing that, I was hoping. I said, please, please tell me the name of that. I was begging with my memory banks. They said, please tell me the name of that character from. And why can't, why do you just, like, my memory banks, they just keep saying Andy, 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 Andy. And I said, come on. And then now it just said Buzz Lightyear. Woody, there you go. There you go. That's the old memory, the old uh, uh, dislodged by association. So luckily, so I did manage to remember that it was Woody, uh, the uh, one of the great characters from Toy Story. And Buzz Lightyear, Mr. Potato Head, I think I'm partial to the dinosaur, but of course I'm, I'll never remember that name. Also the pig, I, I'm a fan of the pig too. But anyway, I'm glad you're here. If you're new here, well, welcome. I think that was a full dose of the podcast. I could like I could almost, uh, oh, so I guess it w- w- those were definite, those were live loaded uh, meanders. To- to- those were meander- meanders. Because uh, I was trying to remember what Woody's name was. Then I was trying to find a metaphor for the podcast. And I was talking about how I'm not a guru. Now I'm reminding myself to slow down and not talk so fast. Uh, but, you know, because I'm not a guru, I'm not a sleep expert. I'm just someone clearly that suffers from sleep and thinking problems, anxiety, and other stuff. And, you know, temperature temperature overreaction. That's what we had last night was... Uh, I guess there's no talk about it. Like, I mean, I had a temperature related uh, uh, overreaction. I mean, and these things happen. 
I'm sure next time I doubt I'll be coming. Just say, wonder, I wonder if the window's open. And then they say, no, of course the window's open. It's not that. It's some strange malfunction in my ability to balance my blankets. Uh, but I, as I always say, I'm not a, like, a, I have a goop in my brain. I have a lot of goo. That's why I say I'm not a guru. I have a goo brain. I've got a lot of goo in my brain. Uh, you know, I got these creaky dulcet tones that particularly creaky tonight because, uh, I think because of that, maybe I got dried out last night a little bit, but, uh, here's what I posit. I guess I did like maybe go, yeah, let's just slow it down here. Let's calm it down, scoots. Yeah. But if you're new here, one, as I was saying, I guess I would say, howdy, did it, is that how I started too? And then I couldn't think of Woody's name. Uh, first off, if Woody or Andy or Buzz or anybody else is listening, sorry. I'm glad you're here, though. Hopefully I can help you fall asleep, too, because I'm sure if you're a freaking toy without an owner, you know, that's going to cause some, I don't know. I don't know what it's like being a toy. Uh, but if those movies have taught me anything, that's not that easy. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, you, you, you like, it's not easy, definitely. Um. But let's see. So if you're new here, I wonder if you've thought about, like, during this whole thing I just went through, uh, did you think about what was keeping you up at night? Because the whole, my whole job is to take your mind off stuff uh, to distract you. So usually this is how the show works. Like, uh, this intro is usually its own show for about, uh, I don't know, maybe 30% of the audience likes the intros and falls asleep during the intros. So, you know, we do the credits and the thank yous at the top of the show. Then we have a long intro, which is just a mangled metaphor for what the podcast is and introduces you. It's also a little bit familiar, so they see, so people know that it's a safe place and I'm sending my voice across the deep, dark night because I've been there uh, overreacting from, from a temperature malfunction. Or I guess it was more of a like a, a emotional re- anyway, not a big deal. We could, we're not here to judge anybody, even myself, even the thousands of internal parts that are judging me right now. I'm not here to judge them, you know, because we're all just doing the best job we can, and I'll be doing the best job I can for. So so we'll do a, like a setup for our series, then we'll do a story, and then we'll do the thank yous at the end of the show. So I'll be here about an hour total. So you don't have to fall asleep right away. You could just kind of listen to me ramble, but you don't got to listen to me either. And you don't even have to, like, really like me. You could say, like, some people, you could, like, pity me, or you could even, like, uh, you know, just like a, a fly buzzing around. You say, well, I don't love it, but it's not buzzing near me. And I, I'm, I'm not below. If it's going to help you fall asleep, you can pity me. Like, please don't, do, you know, well, I guess there's no way if you meet me, I'll be able to see it in your eyes. But you, that's fine. Like, you could picture me, like, flopping around in my bed last night like I was wide-eyed. I mean, my eyes were bugged. I mean, I was like Encyclopedia Brown without the freaking, like, looking glass or whatever saying, how the heck did I get so hot in here? And why can't, like, these are the three blankets I always use. It was like suddenly I was, like, uh, it was, I guess it was the most boring test I've ever endured. And the solution was, oh, your window's closed. So tonight I'm, I'm, I'm anticipating some icy cold sleeping tonight. Oh, boy, cannot wait. 
And if I'm too cold, then hopefully I'll realize the windows open too much or something. Uh, but again, if you're good, if you're new here, this is kind of a good natured, but odd thing. So it, it doesn't work for everybody. Give it a few tries. I hope it works for you. If it doesn't, I'm sorry. Like I, cause I've been there. I really wish it, it would, but you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm an odd bird. I've got a goo brain. Uh, filled with goop. It took me like 18 minutes to figure out that the like, main character in those movies, you know. So, you know, I'm not working like, you know, it's clear. It's clear. You know, no doubt about it. You don't need to take me seriously. Just kick back and listen. Let me take your mind off stuff. I'm going to take a lot of turns. It'll all make sense to me, but it probably won't to you. And that's uh, it doesn't matter anyway. I'm like, uh, I'm just taking you along for the ride, but you can like you're, you're like you're something, you know. I don't even have a like. I wish I had a grade A metaphor for the end here, but I guess the, the, the tr- truth is, I'm really glad you're here, and I not only hope I can help you fall asleep, I yearn to do so. So thank you for your time. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to try to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever has been keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, sensing, you know, emotional or, or physical stuff, uh, you know, noises, a change in routine, travel, the weather, uh, things in the present, past, future, you know, stuff that's real or imaginary or somewhere in between. You know, usually that's, the th- you know, gray, all or nothing, alls, nothings, or, you know, I don't know, I, only, I really only think in the all or the no- anyway. Whatever it is, I'm gonna try to take your mind off of them. Use a lulling, creaky suit, creaking suit. You know, that uh, that's a that's a technique there. I don't know what that's called. Uh, word breakage, maybe. What do they call that? Like in stores, and don't they call that breakage when you know stuff gets you know taken or broken? I guess I like in this podcast they say, well, like, okay, so what percentage? Of, well, there's some word breakage. You know, scooters got you know. He's got those filler words, like, uh, he also has some word breakage. Maybe, to, you know, he most podcasts, you know, they have, they come in like a 0.5% word breakage. He just broke, I think he said 0.5% uh, instead of 0.5%. His scooter's podcast, 10%, 20% word breakage. Also, one day, this podcast will have breakdancing words. That'll probably be when it ceases being a, a, a sleep podcast. So that would be a challenge I would be up for, you know, to make words breakdance in a sleepy way. I guess that's what I try to do. Um, I was just trying to think of another breaking, breaking two electric boogaloo. That just happened to rhyme. That's what was in my head. Brain, you know, brain... I don't think I, I have brain breakage, brain leakage, definitely. Anyway, let me set this back up because, like, I'm really feeling this right now. Uh, I'm trying to create a safe place to take your mind off stuff so you can fall asleep, uh, uh, distract you, so you can kind of listen to me ramble. So I'll do the uh, opening here. 
usually our openings are about 12 minutes. Like we start out with some housekeeping and usually we have like, you know, one sponsor or whatever. Uh, credits for the people that help out on the show. Then I do the opening about 12 minutes. For a lot of people, this is what they sleep to. And this is kind of part of the routine. Also, it kind of sets up what the podcast is about. A little bit different every time. Usually, I try to make a metaphor for what the podcast is or explain the podcast. I think I've tried to do that 400 and whatever, 60-something times. And, it, you know, it, it, like, uh, you know, it, it keep, I keep trying. Uh, but I was thinking about the safe place thing because that's really what I'm trying to do here. For the people the podcast can work for, it's not going to work for everybody. Uh, but I really, really uh, want to try to create a safe place. That's what this, this kind of is. I don't know if it's an auditory safe place, an audible safe place, aesthetically a safe place. But this is a place where you can kind of like like lay lay whatever's keeping you awake inside. You could, I hope it creates the space where you could laugh or breathe or giggle or sink in, snuggle in. Uh, like a real safe place where you say, oh, oh, that brain of mine just won't be quiet or, or whatever it is or whatever it is that's keeping you awake, whatever happened today or this week. I really yearn to provide that, and I'm not always certain how to do that or how I accomplish it. I just kind of try to do these lulling, soothing tones and pointless meanders. Uh, but if there's an apex I'm striving for or doing my best is to kind of create a safe place. And sometimes I won't succeed at that, and sometimes I will. And I think part of it is the striving for that. And the other part of it is kind of, uh, I guess I'm trying for this, like, reverse reverse Prometheus thing, like uh, like by creating, trying to create a safe place with... Uh, like the story and, and creating room for the story to kind of meander and for me to just talk in the microphone. That's not necessarily easy for me to do and, and overcome my self-criticism and stuff like that. I, I don't know, like taking the time, uh, that, that all the time I put into this podcast every week. For example, now it's like Wednesday night uh, when I'm recording this. I don't know, like 9-something p.m. and uh, uh, I don't know, like, uh, it helps, uh, like, me know that there's, this, like, like you know, just like building a fort, I guess, when kids build a fort, uh, it's kind of a safe place. Or when you get under the kitchen table or get into a book and read or ideally uh, snuggle up in your bed and listen to a sleep podcast, I guess there's something for me making it that creates a safe place for me too, it, it, like it, it, the place for me to make it within. I don't know. I guess I'm not so like uh, maybe I may be experiencing some brain leakage. It's not like I'm creating this safe place and sharing it with you. It's almost like I'm creating this safe place and inviting you in. And then somehow by listening, you're sharing it with me. I don't know that. And, and ideally, as I've been making this podcast, you know, I've been dipping my toes into the real world a little bit more. And, like, that safe place has been growing. Like, we're, So that's what I mean, reverse Prometheus. Like, I'm trying slowly to take what I'm learning from the listeners reaching out and saying thank you or trusting me to fall asleep to. 
or being vulnerable during a difficult time, and then I'm the one that gets to distract you from whatever it is that's keeping you awake. I guess somehow that's a strange paradoxical two-way street uh, that, that kind of helps me create the safe place that you, you know, I don't know if I'm making any sense, but I guess that's what I'm trying to, I guess I'm not here to try to make sense. So, you know, I guess the safe place is kind of a paradox sometimes. Cause you say, wait a second, you listen to some guy ramble on with creaky dulcet tones and me and like, doesn't he say me underwear? And then he giggles cause he says it sounds so much like me underwear. But he means meanderwear. Does he wear meanderwear while he's telling the podcast? You say, well, I don't know because it's a, it's a podcast. You can't really see the person. You say, well, oh, boy, we better call your Nana and to, to, to judge you on this one. So I don't know. I, I guess I want to say thank you. Uh, like, uh, it's not always easy for me to communicate it or... You know, I, I don't always get like 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 I, sometimes I get distracted by my anxiety about life in general, or about making a podcast, or or the, all the nuts and bolts stuff. Uh, but this really is some kind of like two way street, like like a, by you taking me up on the offer uh, and trusting that it's a safe place. It kind of it, it reinforces it, and then I say, "Whoa, that is a safe place over there." I didn't even realize I kind of smoothed that out and that I, I said, Jesus, now I'm in here telling the, the story. Uh, it doesn't really make sense. I guess I'm trying to communicate something that, that doesn't totally make sense to me. I guess that was my point is like, uh, but it's opening a safe place up inside me. I guess that's the reverse Prometheus part I'm trying to run. And now, and we all know, I mean, everything worked out like roses for Prometheus. So. Uh, luckily, my internal critic has nothing to worry about. But, but in, in all seriousness, thank you. Like, well, this is your first time listening to this podcast, and you got to trust me. And you're kind of like, what's this guy going on about? Or you've listened to every single episode, and some of them you've listened to a few times or whatever. Uh, thank you. I, this is a, is a strange thing, and I, I'm glad to have people like uh that uh that listen to this and, and that that trust me i guess that's i guess i'm like speechless rambling and speechless at the same time uh but i guess if i get any message across it's like jeez i'm trying to create this safe place uh, and i hope it feels safe to you and it doesn't have to you know you can test it out it's not going to work for everybody you know i should earn your trust i should you should you know you don't need to just give it to me if you're skeptical uh, but those of you that have taken me up on the offer and been along for the ups and the downs and stuff like that, like, uh, or those of you that took the leap just to listen to this at all, like, uh, that is fuel for the podcast. I can't ex- exactly explain how it works because I don't always, I, I say, I just, I, I try to create a safe place and I try to let myself know, hey, let's just go on some pointless meanders here. Uh, let's see if we can explain this safe place, how important it is. And, you know, now that the part of me creeping and say, you're not making any sense. I say, well, yeah, that's the whole, that's what works about this podcast is I don't understand it. I just know I try to carve out this time and, 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 and try to have fun and be present. And like, uh, you know, be consistently here, uh, and, 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 and reach, I guess I'm, you know, I'm, I'm overreaching with my explanation. But uh, I don't know. That's my offer. I, I don't. I don't. 
where it's just such a meta moment because it's like this isn't making it and they say yeah it's it's okay those are these intros don't have to make every it's sense every time right now i'm not talking to you the listener i'm talking to one part of me so excuse me you know we just got to do our best we got all these wonderful people out here listening to the podcast and the idea is to take their mind off stuff use these kind of lulling soothing tones Pointless meanders. You know, we're all just doing our best. A lot of people had a long day. And ideally, they're warm and snuggled in. In a nice, safe place. Doesn't that sound nice? Almost like a bowl of tomato soup. Doesn't that sound nice? It does. Okay, I'm going to go back to the audience now because I think I got... So I got that part of me calmed down, too. So, yeah, I guess that's what I'm here. That was a live reverse Prometheus you just witnessed. So I'm glad you're all here, listeners and brain parts and parts of me, uh, because, I, because I'm glad you're here, you know, and I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. So glad you're here. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here. Also here, here with you, to, to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn on the light, turn out the lights. Oh boy, that's twice I've done that lately. Turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do, what I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake. Whether it's thinking, you know, feeling, physical sensations, uh seasonal stuff uh past present future whatever it is whatever's keeping you awake i'm going to try to take your mind off of them i'm going to use creaky dulcet tones uh, pointless meanderwear because you'd say well what's meanderwear well it's a it's a wear it's a wear that enables my meanders uh stretchy fabric by the way breathable of course uh, oh, did you ask if it's wicking? Oh, boy, does it wick. It wicks meanders right out. It, it distributes them. Uh, it, it, I think I was describing some of the copper-based features. There's also magnetic magnets in meanderware. There's magnets in this here meanderware, but there might be new listeners that are confused by this. So if you're new here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use, oh, I think I said that, like lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones with meanderware. I'll muffle my voice with meanderware. We clean, you know, clean, me, me, my, you know, me, meander gator. What is it called with the thing that goes around? Meander muffler. I should get that on a car, too. Would you, wait, was that your car that just went by? I didn't notice anything other than the fact that it went around the block 60 different ways, 40,000 times. Oh, yeah, also, I was right at your house, then I went down to the river for for a couple hours. But, yeah, that well, that's because I have a meander muff, meanderware muffler on my car. It uh, enables Sunday driving all week long. There you go, meander, meanderware mufflers. Meander muffler. Yeah, meander muffler. We're, we're almost there. I'm not into the brand, you know, I'm not at the best at branding. Uh, tonight's episode, sleep with me. Brought to you by Meander Muffler. What did I say? Oh, yes, yeah, like a Sunday drive, eight days a week. Because twi- twi- you, you could do twice on Sunday, you know, twice the Sunday drive on Sunday. Meanderware. Mufflers. Oh, sorry, you get so caught up in the meanderware. 
Okay, but if you're new here, you might be like wondering what's going on. Well, I'd say give this a few a few tries. Give this a few minutes. This is our long intro. A lot of people fall asleep during the intro, but not everybody. That's why you have a bedtime story. Uh, the intro actually tonight will be observation, observing, uh, observing uh, the Thanksgiving Day parade with a couple of guests. But uh, uh, what was I saying? Oh. Uh, this intro is a long, drawn-out metaphor of what the podcast is. So some people fall asleep during this. Some people, you know, uh, brush their teeth, pet their pets. You know, that, that that's also but this part of sleep when we sponsored by petting your pets. What could be more sleepy than getting up and, you know, unless you're already in bed. But tomorrow night before you get in bed, after you start sleep with me, petting your pets. What could be, you know... It's like it's like Sunday drive every evening of the week, petting your pets. Thank you. Couple of new imaginary sponsors we have here on the show. Uh, pets, they're they're not what's for dinner, but give them tw- two dinners. Uh, also sponsored by pet sponsorship jokes. Uh, no, no longer that's instantly canceled by some sane part of my brain. But if you're new here, I go off on tangents. Why I'm wearing the underwear. And I, but you, I guess it should become clear pretty quickly. You say, okay, well, I don't have to take this person seriously. You don't have to listen, but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. Uh, I make these shows an hour, so you can drift off at your leisure. You can kind of listen, maybe get some bored giggles, giggle spritz. That's a new thing too. They haven't uh, re-upped their sponsorship yet, but uh, we'll see about that. But giggle spritz. Uh, whatever it is, I'll be here to, to to distract you, to take your mind off of stuff, but you don't have to give me your mind. You say, well, you're going to take my mind off stuff? Yeah, you'll be maintaining the control. Like, I'm, like, totally, bound, you know, you you can have double, triple boundaries, whatever you need. I'll take your mind off of stuff, but I won't be holding your mind, you know, because I'm clumsy, too. Uh, and, and then you just drift off when you feel like it. And I think I talked about this recently, but you can go through the different phases of listening. You can actively listen, and that'll take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake. Then you could passively listen as you sink deeper into bed or as they get into the to the parade. I mean, that parade took freaking three hours to show. You know, the, 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 I don't even need to do three hours to put you to sleep. That's how, uh, you know, I can, I can do it. I'll overstretch that stuff. I think that was a sense that time I didn't even, that didn't even make sense to me. I don't know what I overstretch that stuff. What does that mean? Extra words. That's what it means. Uh, oh, thank you. Bon- that was my bonus word brain. I think that was something I read on a Scrabble board that uh, stuck in my brain. Anyway, and then you just fall asleep whenever you want. You could go to, not, you know, non listening, reflective listening, where suddenly my voice just bounces. You know, your brain doesn't even catch it. Uh, but the whole idea is there are no, no shoulds around this podcast. You, you can't, you can do whatever you want. It's a sleep offering. Some people use it when they wake up in the middle of the night. Some people use it to fall asleep. Some people let the podcast run the whole night. Some people, you know, like me, when I was a kid and I have trouble sleeping, I couldn't fall asleep. So I'd listen to something just to take my mind off of the fact, you know, to take the pressure off, distract me. Uh, lighten the mood. I'll be here. However you use the podcast, I'll be here. Uh, you know, I'll be using that meander stuff. Meander bomb. There's another one. It, that's a pod- Okay, somebody work on that. Hopefully one part of my brain got that. Meander bomb. The bomb 
there's a there's a punchline in there. I don't have it though. The bomb you don't put out in the bomb because it doesn't rhyme. The bomb you put around, but it'd be something like that meander bomb. You know the bomb. I don't know. I wish. See, that's why. That's why I do a sleep podcast, not a a bomb based comedy tour. I bomb. Boom. I mean, anyway, the message I want to get across is I'm here to take your mind off stuff. You don't have to take me seriously. You don't have to listen. You don't even have to fall asleep. Uh, reason I make this podcast, obviously, uh, I've, if you've been listening for the last eight minutes, I've disqualified my disqualif- disqualified myself from o- almost everything else on planet Earth, including speaking. Even then, I, I, clu- I missed the including. I think I said including, including speaking. You know, I can do, you know, I can make up, what was I making up sponsorships for? Cat-related stuff, right? Oh, petting your pets. Yeah, don't forget about that tomorrow. Petting your pets. Uh, good in the morning, uh, good at night. Petting your pets. You know what, you know what I'll throw it out there? Pet yourself, too. You know, give yourself a little arm pad or, you know, back pads or head pads. Or if you're, you know, if you're doing dual partner listening, oh, boy. I got to unbutton this button. She's got some dual partner listening going. Whew, it's just the three of us here, huh? Oh, boy, this will never get awkward. Oh, no, never. No, but, you know, just do some padding, yeah, whether it's self-soothing or partner, so- partner soothing. You know, but let's just keep it on the soothing level. No swooning, okay? Let's let's see, like, uh, uh, how about a swoozy? You know, whenever I hear swooning, I want to say swoozy Kurtz. Uh, she was an actress. I, she probably still is an actress. I don't know. Anyway, that was a meander. And But uh, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to take your mind off stuff. I'm glad you're here. The reason I make this podcast is because, especially this week, I've had trouble sleeping. I had insomnia as a kid. But, you know, if this can help you fall asleep, if this can put you in a little bit better mood, if this can ease the bedtime dread... Or drain the anxiety out of the room. If I can spritz you with some giggles, if I may. Or just distract you. Check. Heck, some people fall asleep in like two or three minutes. And it's still my honor. They say, okay, well, they know that the, their boyfriend is there for them. And if that creates some sense of security, a safe place for all my friends beyond the binary, uh, all of you, that's a huge, huge honor. And so if you're new here, I'm glad you're here. This podcast does not work for everybody. Uh, but the people it works for that are skeptical, they usually say they, they try it a few times. And then, you know, usually the skeptical people, I don't, uh, you know, they either keep listening or they move on. So give it a few tries. You know, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you saying, what is this thing? You know, my, my cousin said this or... I read it about that, or, you know, I saw it, you know, written on the bathroom. You know, if you're writing about the podcast on bathroom stalls, you know, I don't know. Should we keep doing that? I don't know. But anyway, however you found out about it, thank you for taking the leap to test this out. It's a strange thing listening to a grown man who wears meanderwear, brags about it, and uh, tries to invent things around it. Meander bomb (laughs) prevents meanderwear chase, chase. Anyway, I'm glad you're here. Thank you for stopping by. I really hope, and not only do I hope, I yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? 
Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble with getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling... Like thoughts, I guess I've been trying to change it. Like thoughts, feelings, sensations, uh, changes in podcast intro, changes in seasonal temperature, or seasonal. Oh, I got actually. Now I know what this podcast will be about. Uh, changes in smells. That's what happened to me last night, and it may even be. I may even have a little extra creak in my dulcets tonight. But here, let me reset. So this podcast, podcast about you sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is try to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake. As I said, thoughts, feelings, physical sensations, whatever it is like that's keeping you awake. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night, even if it's not nighttime. I'm going to use creaky dulcet tones, meander powers, pauses. Uh, there will be a few. Uh, as as people, as some people say, incomprehensible nonsense. And, that, you know, that's this is the only place where we, where that's a good thing, I believe. And, one, you know, one of the, there's a lot of reasons I do this podcast, but the main reason is because I've been there. And had trouble sleeping. And then, like, I find sleep to be a baffling thing, as a lot of people do. And let me, before I go on to the baffle, before I go on a baffling tangent of incomprehensible nonsense, let me say, if you're new here, welcome. This podcast is a little bit different. It's meant to distract you and with, in a kind of silly, with kind of silly stories while you drift off to sleep. Now, it's not, it doesn't work for everybody. I'm I, glad you're here. you tried a few times. Uh, but usually, here's how the episodes usually go. If you're new, we, the first, like, six minutes of the show, we do kind of the credits. And if we have someone supporting the show, and I think that, and then usually I recommend something. Then we usually do, like, there's a, this is a called an intro. It's really a lot of people fall asleep to this part of the show. And I guess if you were like, like if you were going to use something instead of incomprehensible nonsense, you'd say, well, it's a long winded uh, ex- explanation of what the podcast is. 12, 14 minutes to, to, to ease you in or to put you to sleep. Uh, then we'll set up our procedural story, uh, the, the ongoing episodic series, not procedural. And then we'll do a, a bedtime story. I'll be here for an hour. So if you can't fall asleep, at least I'll be here to kind of keep you company, uh, to, to lighten the mood or to, you know, just incite your pity. And you say, well, um, I can't sleep, but at least I don't have uh, whatever's going on with scoots. Uh, but you see, might say, and if you're a regular listener or something, you know, you know, hopefully I can earn your trust. Uh, but if you're a regular listener, you might say, Hey, what's going on with scoots? Uh, and I'd say, well, it's pretty interesting. You bring that up last night. Uh, well, when I'm recording this, it's not that long after the time change because uh, you're getting ahead here. But uh, so last night I had the, like a skunk, a skunk walk by or something. Like so, I had my window like wide open to try to get some autumn breeze going, and you know create the perfect temperature to sleep. And, and uh, 
Let's see. Let me set up a couple of facts for you. So Ko is my dog. Ko, Ko was in the room with me. She has her chair that she sleeps in. I was in a bed, like a, a you know bed. And I live in a, like a neighborhood where there's there are animals. Like we've got squirrels, we've got raccoons. I've seen. I don't know if it's a possum or the other thing, but you know the, those. Uh, I don't know what you call them. If it's an, another thing, but let's just say it's a possum. Uh, those are all creatures I see from time to time. And actually the raccoons right now, it's like, I think it's grub season. So they're pretty active, but just late at night. And, but also like about six houses or six apartments down, like where I live is a lot of, uh, houses that were converted into apartments, I think during world war two. Uh, and just cause the housing market now makes sense to instead of have a house, you can rent out six apartments. Uh, but like about six buildings down, there's a house like that, a cat house where there's like, I mean, a lot of cats live there. If I was spitballing it, I'd say somewhere between eight and 30. I wouldn't say they're feral cats and they seem like they get fed. They have a long driveway, but there's always cats hanging out. And it's actually kind of nice because I could give somebody someone to talk to other than myself as I walk down the street. And usually, you know, they're they're like those observant type cats where one will be sitting on a, you know, old car, another one will be sitting on a fence, and they just kind of look at you. And so, you know, I'll, I'll you know, have a little, you know, talk to them. But the other thing I think the cats do is kind of manage, I, I can't speak for this as a fact, but I, I make an assumption that they manage some of this wildlife. And the reason I say that is, like, it's been a while since we've had a skunk in in the the neighborhood. Like, uh, and the last time there was a skunk encounter before it was before I even started the podcast, I believe. Like uh, one morning, getting my daughter ready to go to school, and I'm already you know already, and then Koa got sprayed by a skunk in the back of the house, like where the garbage cans are. And, you know, there's like four apartments, so there's four garbage cans. And then Koa came back, and, and then I, you know, of course, I just didn't even know what to do. Luckily, the Internet kind of, anyway, got it got it handled. I think I had to take the couple hours off work, but and it kind of felt bad for Koa. And, uh, and it, but after that, the school, it, 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 like I was a little more cautious about letting Koa out at night even though she, I think she got sprayed in the morning. Like, I'd just do a skunk check. But I don't think it was long before the cats and the skunk crossed paths, or the skunk just decided, well, this neighborhood's, you know, the skunk moved on. What does this have to do with the sleep podcast? This is like a little meander to take your mind off stuff. Sorry about that. Uh, but so last night I'm lying there, and I'd say it's like somewhere around 3 in the morning. And I don't know what happened first. Actually, I do know. Koa started barking. Uh, and I was like so tired that I was lying there just listening for human voices just in case, you know, some, I was just lying there, but I didn't have the will to like look out the window and, but it woke me up and she didn't keep, she barked a few times. And I said, okay, okay, I'm, I'm listening. Like, let me listen. And, and, and she, she listened to me and then I didn't hear anything, but then I smelt, smelt it like a skunk. Not only had it gone by, it had sp- I don't know if it sprayed in reaction to Koa's barking or it sprayed something uh, nearby the apartment, but like basically 
it wasn't horrible. It, it was bad enough. Well, this is, I guess, sad too. Like, uh, but like a skunk cloud uh, descended on the apartment, but not horribly worse. Like just enough to be irritating. It was more irritating to Koa because she kind of whimpered, and then she she went and like like she had a bed in the kitchen, so she just was like, "I'm not sleeping in here. I'm going to go in the kitchen." And I think it made my voice a little like or my throat, you know, a little sore. And I, it did like get worse, and, and then I, but I was lying there. I was like, forget it, and, and it would like it, it. It made it harder to fall back asleep, you know, because I was overthinking, and then wondering, you know, geez, where's the skunk now, or you know, should I close the window? And then I guess the, this is kind of a boring story because then I got up in the morning and my apartment still smelled like skunk, but the breeze had cleared out. So it smelled like skunk inside, but not outside anymore. And I did some skunk searches and then uh, I opened all the windows and eventually the skunk smell uh, left. Uh, but I guess that's like exterior, like that's another thing that could keep you awake. Like, it, and like, I don't think that would create a regular user for the podcast. And I guess, uh, but in case of skunk, you know, in case of skunk, skunk related sleep issues, maybe, maybe not the best use case study for the podcast. But if you're new here, let me posit this. Even during my skunk rambling, did it take your mind off of whatever's keeping you awake uh, normally? Because that's the whole idea is, is like, I'll distract those parts of you that are get overactive at bedtime. Probably because I can re- relate to them. Like, I call them brain bots. They're kind of like little droids that were created without an off switch or a sleep switch. So as soon as you get in bed, they start scooting around your bed and beeping and blurping and, you know, unpacking stuff and sending signals and printing out reports, uh, projecting movies from the past and the future that I'll say, like, you're our only hope. Like, if, if we could only get you to worry right this moment instead of going to sleep, that's our, you're our only hope. Like, come on, help us droids. You say, well, where were you during, and they say, well, you were busy during the day. Now you're lying there in bed. But the weird thing is, and I don't like to brag too much on this podcast, but it's getting towards the end of the year. And because this is an imaginary award and not a real one, I think that might be part of the reason I win it every year. But I am proud to say that for 2016, and I may have already won the award this year, but that's a good thing about imaginary awards. You can win them more than once in an annual period. I did just receive the award for BrainBot Entertainer of the Year. So, like those BrainBots, for some reason they find me entertaining. And so, like, if I, if you start the podcast up, you know, when you're in bed and you've got all these little tiny droids scooting around, a lot of times, and this doesn't work for everybody's brain bots, but a certain percentage of people, the brain bots will be like, wait a second, what is it? Was he just talking about a skunk walking by his apartment? Whoa. Holy, like, I don't know why they think it's, it's viscerally entertaining and illuminating, but it just is to them. Or, you know, to the ones that vote in BrainBot Entertainer of the Year. Uh, so, I mean, that's that's saying something, you know. So, I don't know. I, I guess the main thing is, uh, like, a, like this is a podcast to put you to sleep. If you're skeptical, bravo. You know, if you're listening, maybe you're a little bit more skeptical, but maybe you're curious. 
And, you know, the, the show comes out three times a week. Also on Monday and Wednesday, we have a show without intros. So if some reason you don't like the intros, uh, like this part of the show, you can look in iTunes or whatever for Sleep to Strange. That's a older episodes without the intros from, you know, like, like a little while back. Uh, but I'm going to try to do my best to take your mind off stuff, to be your boyfriend, to be the voice in the deep, dark night that that, that presents incomprehensible nonsense that you can sleep to. Uh, so I appreciate you testing this podcast out. If you've been listening for a while, I appreciate you that it keeps coming, you keep coming back uh, because I really yearn and hope to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Uh, hey, all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, uh, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe, welcome place uh, where everybody's invited. You can come on in. And the safe place is a place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts feelings, travel, internal or outside noises, you know, the past, present, or future, uh, something physical, something, any myriad of things. Uh, uh, bring them by, set them down wherever is comfortable, and come on in, because I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night here. I'm going to use lulling, soothing Creaky dulcet tones. Uh, I'm, I'm wearing meanderwear. Uh, patent, patent, pending. Well, patent, pending. Patent, filling out a patent, finding out what a patent is. Patent, pending that. Then pending probably some sort of onerous application process if it involves doing anything. Uh, I'm okay. How about this? I'm wearing meanderwear. Imaginary patent, pended. Imaginarily patented. Uh, completed, approved, uh, which gives me, you know, helps. It's like it has that compression stuff and copper and magnets, like the stuff on TV. Also, like uh, from, you know, the times I collide with particle colliders, it, it has still, uh, oh, dark matter. Like that's all in my meanderware. Which, unfortunately, that's probably it for me having any other kids, you know, but any, that's probably it anyway. You say, you, you, are you sure Are you sure there's not anything with half-lifes in your uh, meanderer? I say, well, for sure. If, if if I've been wearing them, yeah, I don't know what, you know, there's long half-lives or whatever. Yeah, you're right about that. I don't know what that means, but I'm still acting like I do. So that's meanderwear. I thought I was going to try to, like, uh, Creaky Dulcet's meanderwear, meanders, over-descriptions, as you just witnessed. Uh, that, and if you're new here, welcome, by the way. I think I said that a few times, and I mean it, because I've been there. And I know a lot of people are having trouble sleeping for a lot of different reasons, uh, seasonal stuff or current stuff. And I hope I can help you. Now, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. What I do hear for a certain pretty big percentage of people listen is it takes a few times. Like uh, initially, I might get on your nerves, and then you'll realize, like whatever's lower, whatever's less than harmless, 
uh, you say, okay, like, let's run through some creatures. And you say, well, that doesn't sound very harmless, Scoots. I said, well, we're going to work our way down. Like, are you like kind that live, uh, in a, in a, you know, the chair are close. You got birds. Those are pretty harmless. Most of them raptors, birds of prey, even those are mostly harmless. I mean, probably the most, you know, ones are with the ones that go to the bathroom a lot, which I don't know if that's a seagull. I mean, we've gone about Canada geese, but they don't drop it. They just leave it. Let's not get sidetracked by bird poop. I mean, this early in the podcast or ever, you know, let's just keep Let's just come up with a BPP, bird poop policy right now. Which, unfortunately, my brain's not. I said, let's try not to talk. This is really, like, if you could hear my brain talking, like, four seconds ahead of when I talk, it says, please, let's not talk about bird poop. Scoots, seriously, don't talk about bird poop anymore. I mean, I'm not kidding. Like, I was just saying that, and now I'm saying it again. Don't say it again, because it's not exactly sleepy. Not exactly unsleepy. I mean, I guess say the obvious thing, you wouldn't want to sleep in it. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Not harmless, annoying. I'd say it's an irritant. Um, so that's so you'd say, okay, so birds are out. I'm, more, I'm less harmless than birds. Minor irritant. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, you're right. You got me brain. I couldn't get you to stop saying bird poop, but you're willing to totally, you know, you, you got me. Pardon my zinger is, uh, what was his name? Uh, now I can't even remember the, Mr. Burns' assistant's name, but that's embarrassing. Uh, forgetfulness, I don't know. I think I'm in the middle of describing why I'm harmless, but you'll learn. I mean, Milton? No, it's not his name. Smithers, Mr. Smithers. Actually, I, that's one of the few impressions I can do. I, I haven't done it in about 12 years. Mr. Smithers. Can't do any other Mr. Burns. Except for that, you know, that's like, uh, it's a weird skill I had, Mr. Smithers. Like I can do, how did this become a routine? I did not mean for this to happen. I'm sorry, but I can do, uh, I, I won't do, I can do, I think I can do one thing, Eddie Vedder, but I can't remember what that is. That definitely wouldn't be for a sleep podcast. I can do Lord Commander, Stannis Baratheon. That's only Stannis. So it's not like an impression. Except it's like two word, two word impressions. It's like if one of those pound signs, uh, hashtag, uh, two, two day career. Two word. Uh, who else can I do? Miss Piggy. Uh, that's too loud. I can do her saying hi, yeah, and then I almost can do where she uh, gets grouchy with Kermit, something something frog. Uh, this is a character that doesn't really exist anymore. Yogi Bear, uh, I could do, uh, even that was the first impression I could do. And I realized, I said, well, that's strange. And this isn't really a useful skill because all I could say was, uh, hey, boo-boo. And I tried to, that's not the full impression. So don't roll your eyes, please. Uh, the few Yogi Bear fans that, uh, exist today. But I said, I mean, this was this is how you end up making a, a boring podcast. With, like, uh, and this isn't a this part is not like a, a routine. This really happened. I mean, I guess this would be like fitted in the category. Why do you make a boring podcast? Well, you know, there's people that do impressions, and there's people that don't do impressions, and then there's people that are terrible at doing impressions, and there's people that are awesome at it, and then there's people along the spectrum. 
and there's people that, uh, you know, use different, uh, ways of making their impressions better. And we've all seen that dude on YouTube. Uh, that was like three or four years ago. When I was a young boy, I learned that I could do, I, I, I learned I could do, hey, hey, boo, boo. So that's four words of Yogi Bear, but Yogi Bear, who was popular when I was little, the cartoon character. But I couldn't do anything more. Uh, and that's not like, just like I can only whistle in. And believe me, I've gotten so many emails saying, here's how you whistle out. It's a genetic, I can't whistle out. I can only whistle in. And I could bet you, and this is how stubborn my subconscious is, it wouldn't be me, but if we came up with like $40,000 to hire some sort of uh, imitation coach or whatever, this is the person that works with Saturday Night Live, Scoots. He's going to teach you a whole Yogi Bear routine and be like, well, thanks. That's like, let's just burn that 40000 because that's totally... But even if we, in Stannis Baratheon, that would, even if, the, so I don't know anyway if it would, who was the first person? Miss Piggy, that would be cool. So that one, but it would still be 40000 not well spent because the teacher would totally have some sort of break with reality and say, you know, I spent six months with this kid and he can only still say hi yeah and forget about it, Frog, and then he laughs and then we go through. So it's just a weird thing. Uh, and I've had to adapt to disappointments like that, like uh, the highs of uh, realizing you can sound like a cartoon character and the lows and the baffling low of saying, oh, wait, I can't say any other words. Like, uh, no wonder I compartmentalize so many things in my life. You, you believe that? And I know for a sliver of the audience, this will make perfect sense. The people that like so everybody else just pretend this is a... a um, a very confusing metaphor. Okay, let's just I'll just give your brain a second to try to. Um, ideally, that'll just cause your brain to shut down, and you'll say, "Well, I just better go to sleep because this is not making any sense." But let me give you now that it's too late the TLDR version. I can do very few impressions. When I can do an impression, like it's it's only a few words. Like Antonio Banderas, I cannot really do that, uh, but I do. Like I can. That's probably the most range I have. In that, like I have to make sure he gets out of the studio within two minutes, otherwise it'll like all come off the rails. So I guess the TLDR is it, when I can do an impression, it's usually four words or less, and only the same four words. I guess I just like to burn those pathways into my brain and then keep them, you know, like really thin uh, pathways that are, you know, I, I don't know. They tell me this brain's plastic, but, you know, mine's was kind of plastic that got left in the sun or something. But anyway, you adapt and then, like, look at, look at the pleasure. Some people are already asleep. Some people are laughing with me. Some people are identifying and saying, hey, I can only... Uh, jump rope with this certain brand jump rope, so I can relate to that. Or, you know, I can only skate with these kind of, you know, there's few, you know, so there we go. We're creating, this is a global village, you, you know. The misfit toys had to live somewhere. And uh, they, they, not that you're all misfits, you're the best kind, uh, you're used. Uh, so I'm glad you're here, I guess that's my message. So if you're new here, holy moly.
Is the podcast to put you to sleep? I, I guess I didn't say this earlier. It's a little bit different, strange, and silly. And I'm a bit of, I'm a bit much. And I've seen that in the reviews sometimes. It's well intentioned. Okay, that's the main thing. And you're under no pressure. You're no, you're not under no pressure or obligation, and obviously no expectation that you're gonna that this is gonna work for you, or you're gonna, you know, you're gonna like me. Give it a few tries though. Because I make this show uh, to try to take your mind off of stuff and help you fall asleep. And I really do hope it works for you. Because obviously with the brain like this, uh, you know, I, I can't, like, it's not like a, like when I'm lying there at night and I, and I can't sleep and I'm starting to feel down. I can't say, I can't, like, I don't have that. Uh, I can't say, well, at least I still have my wide range of uh, uh, 1980s and, uh, Characters from GOT that aren't with us anymore that I can, you know, that I can just wow people at parties. It's like, well, I can only say, load commander. Um, and I can't do anything else, but, but so you, but you, like I said, you, we take, you take, uh, I don't know, you take lemons, you make lemonade. That's what you do. And in, in this case, it's this, it's like melatonin laced lemonade that's supposed to put you to sleep because I got meander. Did I mention I'm wearing meanderwear? It still makes me laugh inside. Like it just pictured a little me as a little boy saying, "I'm wearing meanderwear." Uh, so I guess my main message always is, I'm glad you're here. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour, like forty five more minutes or so, giving it my all. Uh, much like a car that won't start in the, the dead of winter, you know, that kind of, you know, like all, uh, to take your mind off stuff. Cause there is a percentage of listeners that don't sleep to this, but listen, uh, for a companionship in the deep dark night. And that's one of the reasons I give it my all to the very end. Uh, so as I would say, as I've said, you know, like, I really hope this helps you, uh, fall asleep or take your mind off of stuff. And I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time, uh, and let's uh, keep the show moving. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, uh, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome, because it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed. Turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh, physical sensations, uh, like any emotions, uh, changes in temperature, seasons, travel, uh, noise, whatever is keeping you awake. I'm going to try to take your mind off that. I'm going to use uh, lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Pointless meanders, pauses, uh, so pregnant, so pregnant that they're permanently, pauses permanently impregnated with pregnation, you know, puffy pauses, I don't know, I I thought I could pull that one together, but I could, jokes without punchlines. And punch punchlines that you'll miss. Punchlines, so if they were in proper context, would be so funny. Lines without punch, I'll definitely have that. And punch punch without lines, that's just a big mess on the floor, you know. 
like a, I think, punch without lines. I was thinking of the drinking punch. And then you have punch and Judy. Punch without lines, that would be punch the punch. That was one of my failed, the fail, one puppet show I did try to take out on. It was uh, uh, punch, punch without lines. The punch has a mime show. And it turns out most people can like enjoy Punch and Judy. One, because uh, Punch has so many good lines. Uh, and um, two, uh, it gets like a, a, a puppet. Doing a puppet mime, mime show was before its time, I think. Uh, that's why I thought I'd use Punch. I mean, I'm sure someone has done it much better than me. You know, an actual puppeteer, or you know, a whole puppet, you know, puppet company, puppet theater company. Well, you know, sometimes my ambitions, uh, or you know, they say delusions. That's what they say. You scooch. You don't have. You have delusions. Well, I have ambitional delusions of ambitions of delusional grandeur. And they say, hold on, we need to change. They say, okay, just hold the prescription pad, Doc. And let me tell. Let me tell you this first. I do, Doc, do you know what I just said? Did it make any sense to you, Doc? Because I was waiting for my brain. I think I'm in the, actually, excuse me, I think I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. But I do have ambitions of delusional grandeur. That's what I had in this situation. Because I said, you know, one day, I'll change. This is how it really started. Sometimes I get up with too much ambition. I said, one day, I'll change puppetry forever. And today's that day. Instead of learning the lessons of do this, you know, and then you got to so you got to learn. Well, one, you need some puppets. Uh, two, uh, you need you know it it takes a lot of talent, a lot of skill, and a lot of experience to be a good puppeteer. You know, also puppets. You know, you can't be. I mean, so but I did. You know, I decided to shortcut those things. Puppet stage. And I did, you know, you know, card. You can get a lot, lot, real far with cardboard, pretty far. So my biggest problem was that the uh, Punch Without Lines show. It didn't, you know. Also, people said, "What, what kind of show is it? Are you performing as garbage box?" And I said, "No, no, no, no. This is a refrigerator box." And then someone said, "What are you supposed to be? Some kind of cheap robot in there?" He said, no, no, this is a puppet show, sir, uh, for children, so please move along uh, right away. And I think he said something about this being his store. I said, well, that's not my problem. This, this is your store. I'm a busker. I'm here to busk. Here at the town square. I said, town square supermarket. It was a mistake calling it that. Not my mistake. Their mistake. Uh, anyway, where was I? Oh boy. I think I was trying to, if you're new here, welcome. This is a podcast to take your mind off stuff. I'm going to use, uh, strange techniques. Uh, but, but, but the whole thing is while I was yammering there, you could use, you could say I was yammering, babbling, uh, you know, we're trying to, uh, I think originally I was trying to make a joke about, but you know, I was, I wasn't deconstructing jokes cause I don't, I can't do that. Uh, like I can, I, I mean, anybody can take something apart. I think that's, I've had, I've heard that speech. I usually hear that uh, three or four times a decade. 
I, I, but, but the, the reconstructing part. So I did deconstruct it because I said you have a, a joke. So you have a punchline and a setup, and I think you got turn turn uh, uh, turn about. I think that's another part of the. I don't know if that's in a j- joke. Actually, I'm making a sleep podcast. So if you're new here, welcome. Uh, the whole idea of the podcast is. Or here's my question: what, what were you thinking about for the past? Fast, fast? Were you thinking about a man? You say, does he do that on purpose? They say, nope, my mouth's just, every, I think like it's, what do they call that? Uh, that's That stuff's called Novocaine that they use to numb your mouth. Uh, I'm one of those people, what do they call those when you, uh, I have Novocaine flashbacks in my mouth all the time. Right when I'm talking, usually, it just happens to be when the recording's on. You know, my bottom lip will just have a Novocaine flashback mid-word. That's, that's free, too, with the spikes. Another thing, you know, it's the sum of all its parts. Another thing I get mixed up about, is it the sum of all parts is greater than its whole or the whole is greater than the sum of its parts? Because uh, maybe this is my dyslexia talking about. When I slow down, I say, okay, so it's a pile of parts. That you see, it's it's like all the parts come together to be more than the whole. I don't know, but anyway, the sum of the parts is greater than the whole. The whole is greater than the sum of the parts. I think that that's it. it like, because a joke would be, well, these are the things that Burbiglia does to, to bring his jokes together, or you know, somebody somebody else crafting jokes. Stephen Wright, one of my heroes. Uh, like uh. But so that is the sum of the parts because you say, well, by themselves, they're just words or observations, but together, greater than their whole. And in Scoots's part, it's kind of like, well, once you took that motorcycle apart, it's not going anywhere. And they said, well, why did you do that? I said, well, I I, I thought I was going to make a because I have ambitional delusions of grandeur, I was going to make this into a super cycle. And you know, mobile puppet puppeteering, and I was going to become you know the first motorcycled uh, busker. Anyway, if you're new here, so this podcast meant to take your mind off stuff. I'm going to use all these different techniques, including that one I just said that I made up that I already forgot. And I'm not joking. What was it? I don't know, but. uh you know, I will. This will be a bit like Punch Without Lines, whether it's Punch and Judy or you know, fruit, you know, or that one punch you used to make. This we've talked about in the podcast before. It's one part Sprite or Seven Up, one part Tropical Punch, Fruit Punch. I think there's other ingredients in there, but those are the two. And I think if you go fifty-fifty, you're fine. Again, I know nowadays people are saying, well, none of that's good. I think sometimes people put, like, some sort of ice cream in there. Um, maybe do some ginger ale. Then, Well, I don't know if ginger ale and fruit punch, I don't know if that does go together. You're right, Brain. Thank goodness you just saved everybody. Anyway, welcome to Sleep With Me. It's a podcast about your sleep. It's different. This podcast doesn't work for everybody, so give it a few tries. You know, you're under no pressure for it to work. You're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour rambling at least uh, to take your mind off stuff, to, 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 to just become background noise, to sit here and keep you company because I've been there. That's why I send my voice across the deep, dark night because I've been there sleepless, tossing and turning.
And if I can bring a little bit of lightness, a little bit of silliness, a little bit of, you know, competency by incompetence, it, it's not a joke. That's really how, you know, if my incompetence can bring some, you know, totally on purpose, you know, just Novocaine flashbacks. If that was, they won't, I mean, I tried to get it listed as a real thing and they said, it's not real. It's, and I said, well, it's a flashback. Go ahead and prove it. I said, I got four or 500 hours of recordings that are pretty good proof that Novocaine flashbacks are real. Hello, is anybody there? Oh, I'm doing a podcast. So anyway, welcome. I'm glad you're here and I really hope this podcast can help you fall asleep. I'm glad you're here, and thanks for stopping by. I hate you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest, and what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside... Whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, thoughts, observing thoughts, uh, you know, gra- grappling with, oh man, gra- no, don't do any grappling in bed. I think that's one I've never, you know, 470 episodes or something, I've never said don't do that. No grappling. You know, no grappling with thoughts. You know, you just save all grappling. I guess, I don't know, I guess if you... You know, some passionate grapple, but not at bedtime. Obviously, it's, it's probably, you know, probably grappling will, will reduce, you know, in, induce a release of uh, adrenaline. So, yeah, try to keep the, uh, even the romantic grappling you know, took, took a few hours before bed. You know, but I'm thinking of grappling with thoughts, grappling hooks, uh, you know, gra- grapple. Is just, uh, grapple's a nice word, though, grapple. Uh, it's, you know, I guess it's close to apple. So, so if you remove it from the, the actual grappling, uh, I guess the apple does grapple to a tree too. If you don't mind me, you know, heading into the, oh, you know, ode zone also, ode, oh, I guess, okay, well, let's, let's try to get back to grappling in the ode zone. Cause that's new too. Uh, my brain, it, you'd think it was, it must be spring in my brain as opposed to the cusp of autumn and winter. Cause my brain's just popping out new ideas here. Anyway, if you're new here, uh, what does it say? This is a podcast, which is like we do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. I'm going to try to do, create a safe place to take your mind off anything that's keeping you awake. Uh, thinking, uh, anything you, you could be feeling physically or experiencing emotionally, uh, seasonal stuff, lack of that friggin' sunlight. What the heck, son? You know, solstice this. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, except for the, there's a good solstice, right? I believe there is. And what the heck, what's with this paradox? I hear, at last I heard we're closer to the sun, but we'll til- we're tilted away from that. It's like a metaphor for my relationships in life. Uh, I mean, I'm not even, I, my brain really, I don't know, maybe I, t- I don't know if I accidentally took a vitamin or something. Uh, what were we talking about? Take your mind off stuff. Whatever is this keeping away? It could be, you know, uh, you're traveling. Guests in town, you know, that holy crap. I don't buy, I don't blame you in not being able to sleep. And you, cause you get all that pressure. Like, uh, biggest pressure to me is those t- towels. That's why I don't, I try not to have any guests. Uh, 
Because you say, geez, what's, you got to have some extra towels for them. And that takes a lot of planning. Not trying to stir up any emotions, but you know, if you get, I'll tell you what, you, you know, we're not perfect. So if you don't have the towels for your guests covered and, uh, you know, you, 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 you're you better than me because I just don't have guests. Uh, but if you do, you know, it's a, if you did, you, you see, if, even if you had one towel, this is a great job. You did a great job with those guests in that towel, the towel service you provided them. Uh, I mean, it's called it, they call this a civilized existence, uh, and it's a lot of pressure. They say, okay, so I got to clean, you got to make sure. So where the heck did I even put those towels? The, the towels that I would give the guests, which, uh, aren't the towels you, you, maybe they are the towels you use. I don't know. I, but you, I tell you what, this is another reason not to be a guest with me. I got these, uh, well, you know, I got some special guest towels. Because uh, they were, you know, they were on sale. Uh, being a guest, you know, with someone, you know, my, you might be a guest with my place. You say, well, now I can't sleep. What's with this towel? It feels like sandpaper. Um, anyway, uh, whatever it is that's keeping me awake, I'm going to try to take your mind off. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. What, what, was that, try to, what was that witty thing I thought I came up with? I, for, I already forgot what it was. Even though the show's recorded, I can't really listen. Anybody know what I was even talking about on that last tangent? Because I don't even, I, I'm not kidding, I don't remember. I think I was, do, like, I don't. Because I did come up with a new thing that I always do, but I forgot what it was. <laughs> Great, that's embarrassing. I said, okay, that'll cover the next eight minutes of this intro. Uh, but maybe it'll come back. If you're new here, here's the way the podcast works. We have the opening of the show where we get all the credits and all the stuff we need to do out of the way. Then we have a nice long intro here. Now, some people think this is like, uh, this is a show within the show. So a lot of people fall asleep to this. If you like to, you could skip it. It's where I do a long, drawn-out metaphor of what the podcast is about. Was I talking about a new kind of superpower I had? Because I don't feel like I've had any new superpowers. Brain brain step brain brain blockage or whatever's going on now great idea forgetting great ideas that's another way you know if i was going to share with you you know brilliant thoughts or something you'd have trouble sleeping but you say well how about this podcast convoluted thoughts that i've already forgotten you know sleep with me if if you want to work sleep with me podcast to put you sleep alternatively if you want a wordy version sleep with me Convoluted thoughts I've already forgotten. It's put you to sleep. I wish I had some like fancy convoluted thoughts to say we do with a bedtime story, uh, but I don't. Uh, so if you're new here, welcome. Uh, so I'm going to be me, me, Andrew. Like what I'm doing, really, I'll be honest with you. What I'm doing is buying time right now because uh, I'm pretty sure I did say something somewhat funny and witty. And now, of course, my friggin' brain won't re re like a. Uh, it's like it's like a bit like a, like a bouncy ball. It's somewhere in my brain. Those thoughts that I was talking about earlier, and I'm just hoping they bounce back to the frontal core of my brain at some point while I'm doing this intro, so I can really, you know, show, I guess show off, which I don't really need to do. It's a bedtime story. I'm just supposed to lull and soothe. 
but I guess to get to a meta level, it is perplexing. Like, uh, I guess this is why I do this podcast, like other than why I'm driven to do it is because I've been there in the deep, dark night. That's why I send my voice across the deep, dark night. Uh, but I guess I'm all like, uh, I'm also, uh, a ge- I don't know if it was genetics, you know, was it nature or nurture that caused me to be a sleep podcaster? I'd say a little bit of both. I would be honest with you. And then, no, you know, and then, uh, and, you know, all the neglect, neglect was my own. My intellect is like, that's what my intellect says. You just, you've neglected me. You just give me, you know, par- you give me partial, you, you said, just use these words. Uh, anyway, it was like, so I don't know what those thoughts I had earlier were. I don't even know what I went on a tangent about. I think I was saying, okay, we do with the bed to, oh, grapple. I was talking about grappling and grapples and crab apples. And then, oh, uh, oh, it was old. Did I say it? Old brain? Old mode. Did I call it that? Cause that's what that, that's another thing. I got it back. The ball bounced back. All, all to take your mind off. So, so that's another way we do with a bedtime story. You know, I send my voice across the deep dark night, as I said, lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones and old, old mode, uh, which is like when I say, well, uh, crab apple, grapple, uh, that was the word. Uh, and then I say grappling like an apple as something, the, the sky did dapple. And it's just more of a rhyme than an ode. You're right. Like, I guess my, when I ode, and usually, like, I'll try to do subtler ode, you know, because these are more flashy odes. You see, you, you can laugh at that, that. I mean, like, laugh at it. You don't have to laugh with that when I say that I do flashy odes. But, you know, I go into ode mode or, like, a low, like ideally I do it in a subtextual way so you're unaware or you're asleep, so you don't say, oh, boy, i got to sit up straight for this ode mode. Also, one day, I would like to team up with Odd Job and, you know, take out James Bond. And you say, well, I'm going to give it to you in ode mode. I guess that would probably be more of a Batman-y, the 50s or 60s Batman. Well, I'm ode mode. Ode to grapple. Ode to climb on high. A hook to pull. A hook in the sky. Oh, to grapple, I grapple with these thoughts of an apple on a tree in a line that would have fit in there perfectly. I grapple with my words. I grapple with my worry. But when it comes time for bed, you know, I grapple with my little furry, you know, dog. And I say, hey, get out of bed, please, please. I got to go to sleep. Uh, but oh, to grapple, a climb to feel free. Oh, and by the way, I'm in ode mode, and I'm glad you're here with me. Because this is the podcast to put you to sleep. And if you're the first time here, you're skeptical. To give it a few tries, I do grow on people. You know, not to, and the, the odes don't. I don't know if that. I don't know if that ode mode. I think ode mode will grow on you. You know, I, who wouldn't want old mode occasionally, like once every three years? You see, can you kick, 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 poke scoots in that shoulder there? I think that'll turn on old mode. You see if he's through his grapple phase. Uh, hopefully he is, ideally, because it's not. I said, well, grappling is good. You know, it's got, it's, it's, it's metaphor rich. I don't know if there's any grappling similes. It grappled with my problems. 
like a bird on a wire, but a bird's not going up, so that doesn't work. Uh, I don't know. I, it's not time for me. It's not just, just let's keep it at a simile, mo- simile mode status, simile status. That doesn't make sense either. It's like total, total trade. I try to sneak in. Okay. Anyway, here's the thing. I'm glad you're here. I tried to take your mind off stuff, try to add a little, uh, you know, something like humor, uh, that's not as funny as funny things, but it'll take your mind off, lighten the mood, uh, like, uh, you know, helium in a balloon, uh, so that you can ease on into bed. You, you, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for a full hour. Uh, you're, but you're on, also under no pressure to be entertained or to listen. You, you know, you don't, 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 don't grapple with me. You know, don't hold, you know, do hold me loosely. You know, that's, that's what I want you to do. If at all, you don't even need, you know, just let me slip through your fingers. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time because I've been there sleepless in the deep dark night. That's why I do the show. And I guess, you know, maybe I was born to bore. I've sang that before. And uh, I mean it. So thanks so much for stopping by. And, you know, as I always say, I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right. Uh, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome is to sleep with me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. Uh, we do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, uh, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thinking uh, feeling, uh, sensing, uh, you know, changes in weather and routine, you know, like a to-do list as the, the to-do list can grow this time. You're passing in time that can, you know, thinking about the passing of time, people bringing up the su- subject, you know, uh, father and mother time, you know, how come mother time doesn't get, you know, she does not get enough credits or is it like father time? I mean, yeah, father and mother time. I don't know. Anyway, whatever's keeping you awake, uh, I'm going to send my voice across. Did I say I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside what's keeping you awake? Uh, that's step one. Uh, but what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside that, those things. Um, just Sorry, internal distractions, that's another way. So so here's what I'm going to do. I'm gonna send, how, how are you going to make a safe place? Thank you. And actually, I'll comment on temperature next. Uh, what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, circular. I don't know, more like swirl. Swir- is swirlular a word? It's a hard, hard to say if it is, so no wonder it's not in... Uh, you know, regular usage, swirlier, swirlier, It's It sounds like, is that an onomatopoeia? Like, it sounds like it's, it looks. You'd say, describe Scooter's meanders as swirlier. It's swirlier than what? No, no, no. Circular, swirlier, swirlier. Yeah, that one. I got it there. Yes, I got to squinch my mouth closer. Swirlier. Oh boy, if you're new here, you're this is you're in for a treat. I think. I mean, I, I guess uh, depending on how you define treat loosely, 
swirular. That, that's it. Sounds like it. Almost sounds like I've turned into a robot, a senseless robot, uh, who's. Uh, but yes, swirular logic. Are also my meanders are swirlier. You know, I don't want to be competitive. Swirlier, more swirly. Not more surly, though. I could, you know, if I can get into some some surly. Did I say surly? What word did I just say? But I meant to say surly. You know, if I do anything surly, it'll ideally be subtextual or something. You know, or masked in, uh, you know, whatever. You know, you know, subjugated emotions. I don't know. Is that a thing? I think I do that uh, for you know. But that's part of the context of this podcast. I don't know. That might be a little bit hard, harsh, because that sounds like a harsh word. Plus, I probably should, you know, know the definition. But yeah, swirlier, swirlier, uh, all those things. Uh, you know, because I want to take your mind off. Especially this time of year, we have like the uh, cross. You know, this is the big change. You know, we're in the middle of the seasonal change. And they say seasons change, people change. Is that how seasons change, people change? And, you know, you're supposed to layer your clothing. You get your heat. Right now, I'm over-layered. Usually, I don't layer my clothing when I'm doing the podcast because uh, I'm in a closet. If you're, this is, this, this will be a little descriptor behind the scenes. I haven't done this in a while. And if you're new here, yes, I'm not, like, the the, the, the glamorous life of a, a sleep podcaster exists within the uh, fictional realms of the sleep podcast ex- itself. Uh, but I record this podcast in a closet in my apartment, and it's not a uh, walk-in closet. It's a, a, I call it a climbing closet. In reality, it's more of a press yourself against the wall to get by the clothes to the back of the closet, which I have cleared out with no clothes. And then I have some moving blankets on the wall here and above me. And actually have this old carpet uh, with an animal print on it. Not a print, animal print, a printout of an animal. Uh, I can't say which kind of animal. Let's say the most, let's just say, what's the cutest animal that's sleep friendly? Um, that fuzzy one, you know, with the cute eyes, that kind of one. It was my living room carpet till I realized how, I think it was ostentatious. It was a... Uh, some sort of computer print, not quite 8-bit, but close, of an animal in black and brown. Kind of like you'd see on the uh, hood of a, a car or a van, you know, driven by somebody like me. That you'd say, well, that guy, he, you know, he, he's, he, he, yeah, I went to high school with him. And it, it was always, yep, he's, he's, he's armless, but he's strange. He's got that van with the... Uh, uh, everybody's favorite marsupial on there. No one knows why. Also, has he has a you know? Is it a marsupial, the cutest animal in the world? I don't know. I can't. Is it mammalian? That's a good question. I don't. I can't answer that either. But actually, I was in the middle of complaining about overlayering and trying to relate to the audience because you say so. I overlayered because it's a. Uh, I'm lucky I live in the Bay Area in California where our seasonal change, it changes. It's slight, and we have a little bit of a, a cooler streak here. And so, I, you know, I, I was a little cold, and I said, well, let me throw on a sweater, a sweatshirt, uh, before I record the show. Now I regret it because I can't really take it off till I stop recording. Um, but I guess I'm more, you know, I'm a hot-blooded chicken and see. 
you know, I've got a marsupial rug that's a metaphor for something else right under me. Uh, but if you're new here, this is I guess to take your mind off stuff. I'm glad you're here. If I haven't, you know, I, I, I like I am confident, mildly confident in only this podcast in context that ideally I took your mind off of stuff like for the past few minutes. Uh, but this podcast is a little bit goofy because I'm, you know, I make it. And it's, it's not, a it's not, a it's, it's full of mumbles like that and, uh, stumbles. And that's, I guess we've already talked about this, but that's a good name for the cutest animal in the world, stumbles, you know, cause then it makes it more, cause if it was too cute, I guess if it, that would be the second, I guess that would be the, the, the little, the kid brother of the cutest animal in the world, stumbles, the kid brother uh, coming to Gingerbread Press 2037, Stumbles, the kid, it, too much in the subtitle, though. The kid brother, of the maybe I could do that as an autobiography. What do you think about that? You know, fictional autobiography written by Stumbles. Dear Diary, what would the, I guess the first off, well, anyway, I'll save the backstory for another time. Excuse me. If you're a new listener here, the whole idea of this podcast is to take your mind off whatever's been keeping you awake, but with the caveats that you don't really have to listen to me. You can listen at your leisure. You can a actively listen now. Here's how the st show structure normally goes. Like tonight, we're going to talk about a holiday special. So usually we have about five minutes at the top of the show. That's like the business of uh, you know making sure the podcast can run and the credits and stuff. Then there's usually about a 12-minute intro, which is a meandering metaphor to try to explain the podcast. Different every time, kind of like a show in itself. Some people fall asleep during this part, and so it's different every time, but it also feels familiar. Because I want you to feel welcome. This is a safe place, and you're welcome here. Uh, then I will go into the episode portion, and then uh, where I'll talk about a holiday special. And then at the the end of the show, we'll we'll do some thank yous and good nights, and that that's 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 what the show that's how the show goes. Now you're under no pressure to listen, so you could start actively listening. Maybe you you, you could say, "Well, I wonder what's special." And then once I start talking about the special, you could sleep in, slip into sleep into sleep into sleep with me. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, you could slip into uh, passive listening. And then this is not patented yet, but reflective listening. That's where your ears just bounce my words off. They don't bother your brain. Now, some people, we, we, you know, this podcast, we're beyond the binary, so we believe in gray areas. So you could do a combination of any of those listening types, too. You know, you can bring as much nuance as you want. You could say, well, he's more of, you know, I'm just hearing like, you know, that kind of thing. That's fine, too. So there's not really any rules here. The rules are no pressure. You fall asleep when you want. I'll be here for about an hour. Uh, you know, but if you can't sleep, I'll be here fully. Like, I'm going to give this episode my, my full attention while I'm making it so that you don't need to pay attention. Kind of a, you're kind of a, I don't know if that's a paradox or a contradiction. I mean, I'm a living contradiction. Believe me, I know that. Uh, but you know, I mean, here's the main message. I'm glad you're here. I want to take your mind. It's a reason why one of the biggest reasons is I've been there sleepless, tossing and turning, staring at the ceiling, watching the clock, you know, all of that stuff. 
Uh, now, this podcast doesn't work for everybody. Uh, it does. I do get a lot of feedback, though. So give it a, if you're on the fence. You don't need to give it a few tries, but you could, you know, and, and, and I do grow on people. Uh, but there's also people that loathe me. And, and I mean, you don't, if you do loathe me, you know, it, 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 there's already other people that have spoken on your behalf. Believe me, you know, you can send me an email or whatever. But uh, you can also, there's plenty of other sleep options out there. Audiobooks, uh, LibriVox, um, you know, radio. I, you know, I, 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 my personal preference is KDFC. Classic. You can listen to that on the Internet. Um I'm going to try out the Goon Squad next. Uh, that was recommended to me. Uh, so there's other options there. This option for people that kind of want a bedtime story, a bore friend to imaginarily come over, take your mind off of stuff, use the lonely, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, and, you know, just not get to any, you know, say, once you say, are you going to get to the point? Well, eventually I will get to the cone, you know, not a point, but, you know, uh, you no, know, I'll get there. I'm not sure where I'm going yet, but I, when I, when I do, you know, would I, you know, so that's that's how this podcast works. And uh, you know, a lot of shoulder shrugging moments for this show. Where you say, "When is he with this?" So, what, so anyway, I'm glad you're here. These are my messages, I guess. Uh, I appreciate your time, and I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So, thanks so much for stopping by. And let's keep this sleep train moving. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Welcome. Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. And I'm going to do the rest. And I'm going to do the rest. I'm going to use, uh, I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh, physical sensation, whatever it is that's keeping you up. Uh, changes in room, uh, missing tools. I'll t- tell you why, what's been keeping me up in a minute here. Uh, but whatever's keeping me awake, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. And I'm going to send my voice a crisscross, a crisscrossing. It is a crisscross. My, my my brain, I think my right brain and left brain, they've become uncrisscrossed. And, of course, this would be a great spot to do, like, a little crisscross tribute, uh, make you jump, jump, but I can't do that. Because, uh, like, it, they talk, they do talk fast at this one part of that. So anyway, I'm going to try to uncrisscross. What was I saying? I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones. Pointless meanders, yeah, personal references that are, uh, they say, well, thank goodness it's not me. That, that hopefully, that, it, it, is that pity or empathy or compassion or shades of all of them? Because I'd say, well, that's fine. I mean, I guess that would be another self-help book. Maybe I could write uh, Turning the Pity Party into Compassion. That would be the uh, subtitle for the book. We don't have a title yet, though. I mean, probably we could just recycle one of the titles I've thrown out there before. But doesn't, I don't know, are pity and compassion and empathy related or not? I would think they are. Like, uh, I guess the main difference is, as I try to think of, why would I do this right at the top of the podcast intro? In, introspection's not, not a bedtime, so I don't know, like, uh, let me call this off. I'm calling it audible. No introspection at bedtime. 
or I guess try to keep a li- you know, try to keep it under control. But I guess really the like is pity like, well, geez, see, you wouldn't want to be is that's pity. Uh, compassion is, is compassion. So I guess this is that we could do these. These could be I statements. I see you wouldn't want to be that is that pity. And you probably say, oh, boy, at the end, see you wouldn't want to be a oh boy. Uh, compassion and empathy. These are the ones, uh, in empathy and, and then empathy, which is the real empathy is the fictional uh, version of empathy. Uh, but compassion and empathy. So empathy is something's compassion. Okay, so empathy is like I maybe just saying I see you. Or I recognize you, and then maybe compassion, and or I can relate to you. I don't know. And then compassion is uh, I see what you're going through and can connect or relate to it, uh, or I understand you're going through a tough time. I don't know if it can be as simple as I, I understand you're going through a tough time talking, Scoots. All the every episode for four hundred and eighty whatever. I don't know if that's compassion, but if that's a place we could all start, why not start there? Why not start with pity? If you pity me, we're on the right road, I think. Or it could let your guard down. You'd say, well, uh, clearly Scoots is, uh, so, I mean, I guess that's, if you're new here, the whole idea is to kind of put shit ease to say, hey, uh, no big deal. Um, I'm going to talk here for an hour. You know, we'll do a long intro. Uh, that's a lot of people fall asleep too. It's like usually, you know, misappropriate, you know, miss attempt metaphor attempts. Uh, then we'll set up our episodic series and we'll do our episodic series nuns in space tonight. And you say, maybe say, let's take it back. Like, and I guess this would go into the, let's see if we can metaphorize this empathy, compassion, and pity. So as I was saying, I haven't, having like a little bit of trouble sleeping. I guess this will be a little bit of a revelation. So I live in a one-bedroom apartment, but the bedroom is my daughter's room. And so then the living room I have is separated, or once was up until a couple days ago, you know, by curtains. So just like this is the IKEA lifestyle, you know, small living, central. Uh, When you live in an incredibly expensive place, you know, it's like the Bay Area. But so I have my living room kind of split, like two-thirds is the living room. Uh, then there's a set of curtains, and then my bed is behind the curtains, and my dresser, kind of like a mini-bedroom. And it's very cozy. Like, uh, you could say cozy, you could say sad. No, I'm just kidding. That's material, really. Uh, other than my, I think my sister did say. But anyway, no, no, I'm just kidding, Sheila. I'm just kidding. Uh as a projection, I think I imagined that in a dream. But no, no, it's a cozy thing, and I have the curtains. It cuts down on light, and like whatever my mammalian brain says, okay, this is a little like nesting, you know, because it's just uh, it's just my bed at one end. Uh, but you know, I installed the curtain thing, Majig, and uh, at some point last what last week, I rolled over and I reached out my hand and ripped down the curtain. Uh, the thing, the curtain line or whatever you want to call it, the curtain wire, uh, and everything came, cra- you know, came it came down, and then I went back, to, you know, I just pushed it away onto my couch, and then I said, I'll deal with that tomorrow. 
And then that night, I set, I set aside some time. My daughter was reading, and I said, well, I'm going to fix this. And maybe flashback, like three months ago, I had tried to organize, like, the tools in my life. And the one thing to fix this curtain thing, it has broke before, is it needs, like, the smallest Allen wrench because there's these, like, small Allen wrench screws in there. Uh, lo and behold, when I organized all my tools, my Allen wrenches went missing. And so I have been unable thus far. Uh, I mean, I, I'm really busy between work and the podcast and family stuff. The, this is some recording this during the holiday season. Like, uh, to do, plus, I don't know if I have the internal willpower to do a top to bottom uh, Allen wrench search or just to go to go buy another one because then I know like a small Allen wrench. So, uh, like, my curtain's down, and that's just thrown my whole sleep mojo off because I'm used to having the curtain. I guess like a dog kind of packed into, I guess it's the same thing. Boy, I'm crate trained as a human. I did not realize that, but that's the exact same. Like when people say, oh, the dog loves its crate with the curtain and then the, the head of the bed's against the wall and the other side of the bed's against the wall. I guess I'm a crate trained. Hey, man. Oh, the highest, this is the, the, the glorious life of a sleep podcaster, but I am crate trained and it is comforting. I guess like, why knock it? I'm crate trained. It's great. You know, for just sleeping time and also have a cross breeze. I need a little bit. There's a window on the other side of the curtain or where the curtain once was. So I'd get a good cross breeze going too. So have a cross breeze if you're going to be creating anything. Also, don't crate me. I'll crate myself if I wish to be crated, like just like a dog. You know, when the crate's just an optional thing. But so now I have, you know, my crate. My crate game is off, and it's just not easy. Like it's just not. I guess it is comforting. Maybe there's like maybe this is like instead of feng feng shui. You know, this is like the crate version of that, and it it, it is comforting. Uh, being created created up by curtains, you know, because they're less, you know, they give an appearance of softness, I guess, because they are soft, even unless you grab it in the middle of the night and rip it down. But so that has thrown my sleep off. So that's one reason. I mean, ideally, you're not going through that, but that's like why I make this podcast. And I'm totally, I thought I was going to try to connect it to, connect it to, well, I guess your reaction could be, like confusion, why is he talking about this? If you're new here, that would be a natural one. Annoyance, that if you're new here, that might be a natural one. Or, you know, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to... Uh, the compassionate response would be, well, geez, that's too bad, Scoots. Uh, and I, I get emails from those compassionate people I do. And if you're feeling compassionate, you know, just use that energy and see. You don't, you don't always need to send me an email. You could do... You, you spread that compassion to the... You say, well, that's too bad, Scoots, that you, you're really in a pickle there because you're too, and then some people try to cheer me on. I don't know if that's empathy or compassion. They say, you can do it, Scoots. You know, go find that, go to the, um, uh, what is that kind of store called? The hardware store and get it fixed. You can do it. It'll feel good. And you're right. You're right. And I think empathy would just be, well, she's, I've been there. I don't know if that's what empathy is, but let's just say it for the purpose of getting this over with. Like you say, well, I've been there, Scoots. I don't, I'm not crate trained. I'm a human. I don't consider myself crate trainable. 
But I've had something happen like that, whether it's a party down the street or a new neighbor or, you know, a street light that's over buzzing or something that's just you come up and kept me awake. So and I say that that's why I make this podcast, too, Uh, because, you know, this this is a temporary thing, you know, temporary in my term, two to three years. But you see, what is that curtain still down? Well, yeah, because I I blocked it out of my mind. But yes. uh, But if you like, uh, what was my point? It's a, ideally it'll be a temporary thing, and then but but I've been there. I've been sleepless, whether it's from this curtain thing, or you know tonight when I say okay, I just shared. Did I just did I really tell people I was crate trained on the podcast? Did I think did I really think at the time that was funny and relatable? But and then pardon me a bit, but it's true. We like our little uh, faux crate. Maybe get one of those. We tried to get Privacy Pop as a sponsor, so I don't. But I don't know why we couldn't do that. But I could. I could just get one of those. That's like a little tent for your bed. I don't know why they didn't get get back to us. But um, anyway, uh, what was my point? I got distracted. I don't know if that was a resentment, uh, or I just create. You know, being crateless. It would happen to sleep with me. He made it to like episode 472 and then he said, well, he went crateless. And then he, uh, he went from using lulling creaky dulcet tunes to just muttering about crates. Well, I got to get past that. Then I don't want that. It's not a Christmas future. I want. So anyway, if you're new here, I'm glad you're here. The reason I make this podcast or one part of the drive that keeps me going is because I I can relate to lying there and staring at the ceiling and tossing and turning. That was my point. Uh, but you're under no pressure to fall asleep to the show. You could listen to it and just uh, tune in, tune out, drop out, whatever. Uh, it's just meant as a little bit of distraction, maybe give you some bored giggles. Maybe just put you to sleep right away. Maybe you've listened for the whole time for company. However you choose to use it. Some people let it run all night long. Uh, my main message, I'm glad you're here. I really appreciate you trying this podcast out or sticking with it or being a regular listener. Uh, because I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks so much. Okay, hey, you've been like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking stuff, uh, feeling, uh, physical sensations, you see, you know, changes in the temperature, uh, travel, you know, anything, so stuff going on, life stuff, you know, stuff, ha- you know, still like that cat used to say. I, th- like, I think there's more than, like, what is, what is it? Because I was just watching uh, season two of Mr. Robot, and at one point they had the uh, the hanging cat. Um, but what is the, 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 which one did they say? Just hanging around, or how about a hand? I can't remember. Uh, but there is a cat. I think there's one that says stuff happens uh, in a little bit harsher terms than that. But, uh uh, what was I going to say? I get totally, I guess stuff happens in my brain. Uh, sleep with me, the podcast, which is what we do with the bedtime stories. You know, 
do is be so you get better. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can, sorry about that. Re, re, they just rewound. That was a human rewind. That could be my nickname. If I go back to the 80s and I start, if I go on a sitcom, I'll be the human rewind. Anyway, I'm going to create a safe place. I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use creaky dulcet tones. Whatever, whatever's going on here. Maybe, I think, I don't know, the, the, the closet, the climbing closet, the crawling closet that I record the podcast in is a little bit cold tonight. Uh, not uncomfortably cold. You know when someone says they ca- caught a chill? Like, because uh, I, I just got home and then I uh, let go out and co- ran around a little bit, chatted. Uh, discuss some things about her bedding. This is my dog. And then I said, okay, you can lie in the bed right outside the closet, but you can't lick yourself. I said, no bathing in, in, in Sophia's bed, please. And Koa didn't make any promises. Smart dog. Dogs don't make promises. Holy cow. What was I talking about? So I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside brain distraction. Oh, it's a little cold in here. That's what I was saying. It's just a little chilly, but in a kind of good way. I think this if I was sleeping in this closet, uh, you know, I did think about sleeping in this closet. Maybe you want to learn some things about scoots. I think this closet is about the width of a twin bed. And for a short time, I considered, I said, well, geez, could I sleep in that closet? Uh, it'd be like a little bit like a little fort. And actually, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, it's not quite enough room for me. Um, and you know, anyway, no, no, no more, no TMI, but, uh, it's, it's definitely, it would be a tight fit. It would be interesting. Now I'm thinking about selling it and say, well, what happened to the podcast? Scoot started sleeping in the studio and then, uh, got wrapped up in all his equipment. And then, you know, that was it for the podcast podcast that put him to sleep. He sleeps there. I don't know, we're on the verge of a pun now, but I guess it's not a pun. Like, the sleep with me. The podcast that puts you to sleep uh, in the spot I now sleep in. I mean, they could, I could be on to something. I guess I would be, like, a guru. Like, didn't the Beatles, they went to, like, back in the day, all the birds, the Beatles, the wing, wings, I think, was the Beatles. Um, cream, I think cream was the birds. Uh uh, you know, all those bands, they were good, the, the um, Beach Boys. Weren't they all going to see gurus? Yeah, if I became a guru, if I start a guru-based podcast, I will be in a bed. I mean, I won't sit, I won't tell you it's a bed. It'll be a cushion, of course. And when, it's, when you're a guru, you don't have bedding, you have cushions. You don't have pillows, you have cushions. Yeah, this is Scoots. Uh, this, what would we call it? It wouldn't be sleep with me. It could be sleep with us. Sleep with one. I don't know. We'll think of a title, but this is Scoots, your your sleep generator here, broadcasting from the cloud closet on my cushions in the cloud closet here. I don't know if I I can't even do a few minutes of it, but one day I'll be a guru. You know, when when we get to, when when we say, well, yeah, we came, you started believing I don't know what happened. We we wanted we wanted to say he started believing in too much, but it was really he just started sleeping in the same place he recorded the podcast. So all his boundaries fell down. 
And once you lose those boundaries, you know, then your podcast becomes all, it goes from consuming, nearly all consuming to, to you know, he became consumed with the podcast. He was recording, and also, you know, he lost a lot of the audience when he started recording in his sleep uh, and just releasing those as episodes. Because uh, it was just, it was too, you know, anyway, holy cow, this is a podcast intro. Uh, if you're new here, uh, welcome. Usually I try to make a metaphor about what the pie is. So the, let me do the setup for you. Because actually to welcome you, you picked a, a, a great time. You picked an interesting time. You you picked a decent time to, to join us. Because we actually have the new, the, I'm not even sure of the exact segment structure. But what, what we usually do is we have like our open part of the show. You know, where we cover all the business and promote anything. Then we have an intro. The intro is usually 8 to 12 minutes of me rambling. A lot of people fall asleep during the intro. You know, we welcome all our friends beyond the binary, all the binaries. Everybody's welcome here. And then I try to explain the podcast, and I try to make a metaphor, explain the techniques. And I think chilled brain would be, that's what it is tonight. And that is something that works with the podcast, chilled brain. Sleep with me. The Chilled Brain Podcast. Maybe I should have called it that. The Chilled Brain Podcast. Uh, the podcast that puts your brain to chill. I mean, we could do that one. I won't do like Market and I in iTunes. That'll be straight brain. I don't know if, I don't know brains don't shop at this point, but that'll be a future market when brains do their own shopping. They'll be like, well, what's the difference between Sleep With Me and the Chilled Brain Podcast? This scooter just does a different voice. He just reads his old transcripts. Yes, hello, welcome to the Chilled Brain Podcast. Uh, he, he he split into three different people, and he was already so that made four because he was Scooter, he was Drew, then he became the uh, uh, Thaddeus Thinnenberg, the uh, the host of the Chilled Brain Podcast, and then you know something else. I don't know what my guru name would be. Uh, but so if you're new here, welcome. This is a podcast to take your mind off. So you don't got to take it very seriously. Uh, tonight, so I'll finish up this intro. I'll try to explain the podcast tonight. We'll be, this will be like a pilot. So, you know, if you're, you know, give me some leeway. Ideally, just fall asleep whenever you want because you're not going to miss anything. If you can't sleep, I'll be here giving it my all. Uh, but you'll be under no pressure to fall asleep. Tonight, I'll be talking about Star Trek next, the Star Trek, the next generation. And, you know, I'm sure I'll be apologizing a lot, but let me just, you know, this will be the first time I'm talking about it on a podcast or, you know, other than general general conversation. So I don't know what's going to happen, and I can guarantee it, it'll, be, it'll have meanders. It'll be lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, creaky dulcet tones, pregnant pauses, mispronunciations, you know, to talk about uniforms, I'll be doing that a lot. But so I think what we'll do tonight, you know, finish up this intro. We'll do a run through of the episode, at least one run through, maybe two, maybe like a non a dialogue and a non dialogue, non dialogue, and then a dialogue run through of the episode. Then maybe we'll talk, try, try to learn some stuff and that'll be it. So if you're new here, this, you don't got to take this podcast seriously. 
you know, you don't you don't even have to like me. You know, you you you, you like it, and ideally, you you like you could give it a few tries. You might grow to like me. I mean, a lot of people they they say I'm they consider me their boyfriend because that's why I'm doing it. I've been there, sleepless, tossing and turning, unable to get to sleep, staring. At, so so I can relate to, to to what you're going through. And then you go to and they say, why do you look so terrible? You say I can't sleep, and they say, well, Jesus, why do you, you know, why can't you sleep? I said, why are you asking me so many questions? Because that's why, okay, you leave me alone. They said, well, why are you so grouchy? Because you can't sleep. Well, maybe if you were less of a grouch, you know, that whole thing. Uh, but so if you're new here, just give the show a few tries. Uh, I may grow on you. There's no pressure, though. You're not, like, I'm not in a hurry to, like, I'm in a hurry to win your trust. Like, so I hope you trust me if you're skeptical. You know, trust me, and then part of that trust will be like, well, geez, I tried the podcast a few times. It doesn't work for me. Or, you know, I put on the podcast for my pets. I don't listen to it myself. My cats and dogs do. And, you know, they, it gets all their, you know, they do all their hissing when you're podcasting. And say, so it's great here at the, uh, you know, wherever you're playing that. That'd be great. Uh, Cesar Milan, send me a check if you're doing that. Uh, but I guess I guess my message is uh, that I make this podcast. It's a little bit different. I'm always learning, or you know, to, to taking two steps back to take one step forward. But usually, I'm taking my steps to the side. Let's say, let's go down this little path here and see what this is. So this is our new new show, our new episode uh, about Star Trek. Doesn't even have a the Star Trek: The Next Generation. I don't have a witty even title yet. So this is like a pilot. Uh, it's not about the Star Trek Next Generation pilot. There's a spoiler. But um, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble with getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Because it's time for sleep with me. Oh, my friends beyond the binary, welcome to the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with the bedtime story, all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do... Attempt it. No, 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 no. I mean, I guess I wholeheartedly proceed to do substituting or those those are verbs right proceed to do what I'm going to, to, to proceed to do is create a safe place where you can sit aside whatever's keeping you awake whether you know it's thoughts uh, physical feelings emotions uh, seasonal stuff uh, you know weather stuff uh, People, you know, people, fam, family, hello, family, uh, you know, anything related to that. It could be anything. Whatever's keeping you awake, I'd like the honor of taking your mind off of it. Uh, I'm going to use uh, lulling, soothing tones, uh, a little bit of a creaky dulcet, you know, since I record five or six times a week to get these three episodes out. Uh, but, you know, also to just try to get, get go slow, that's another thing. Consistent. I'll be here consistently three times a week. Uh, but I'm going to use pointless meanders. Thinking thinking up stuff on the spot. Uh, that's one. Well, you know, but, but what do they call it? When your mind goes blank, that you do, you say you're building a podcast around when your mind goes blank. 
I'd say I'm more building a podcast around when my mind goes blank than when it goes blank. I'll explain that, but let me get back to the new people just in case. Yeah, if you're new here, like uh, this is a podcast to take your mind off stuff to put you asleep. It'll be here an hour. You're under no pressure to fall asleep quickly. You're also under no obligation to listen to me or, you know, enga- you know, be enthralled or, you know, even anything moderate to, to that. In the structure of the show, it goes, you know, it goes the business stuff. Uh, then the opening with the openings are 10 to 12 minutes of me. I'll try to make a metaphor here about mind blinking or something uh, to explain the podcast. Then the like story stuff starts and you can always skip ahead to the story stuff. But a lot of people like this intro. I try to make it a mix of the familiar. I'd say unexpected is definitely not the right word, but you know, of something new every time. So it takes your mind off stuff. So that part of you, that is theory for me, and I'll just put it straight out here. So is that, uh, I mean, I call them brain bots. But my my theory, one of the things they think is important about this podcast or why I make it three times a week and why I put so much work into it is because I think it needs a familiarity. Like once you say, okay, that's my boyfriend, Scoots, I trust, you know, that, uh, He's going to use the lulling, soothing tones to put me to sleep uh, versus what else would I use, you know, versus just uh, not, you know, put me to say, okay, well, I guess that's his only, I'm like, uh, I trust that Scoots is going to use the lulling, soothing tones to put me to sleep because that's what, but that'll consistently be here. And, but uh, the other part of it is I forgot, I honestly just had a mind blink. I'm not kidding. Live on the spot, mind blinking. While I was trying to explain what the how the podcast works that I've made, like you know, pushing five, you know, slowly approaching five hundred episodes, I think, I think like the last one that went out is four seventy when I'm recording this. But uh, the mind blinking what was it? I was going to put it out there for free, open source. Here's how the podcast works: it, consistent but variety. That's what I was going to say. Also, I didn't have to explain what a mind blink was because my mind goes blank. Then it blinks back on, you know, kind of like a sign or, you know, a lighting system that only partially works. You say, well, sometimes you say, why do you pee on the floor so much? Well, you know, lights blink in there. So sometimes they're on, you know, I make it in there. When the lights blink out, I miss. You know, that's the metaphor for how my brain works most of the time. And that's pretty, pretty that's probably about as apt as you can get. Uh, but so that's, that's mind blinking, but, but, but so the podcast has a bit of familiarity, like structurally, you know, there's some variety, but it, like you say, okay, that's my boyfriend, but I feel like it has to have enough variety that every episode has to be different, uh, because it's my, uh, my thought that the, these, these things that keep us up, whether they're th- thoughts, feelings, or emotions, or a combination, normally, most of the time, they're a combination of the three, like maybe your thoughts about your physical feelings, your emotion, or your emotions about your thought, you know, they're, they're melded together a little bit, you know, in the, is past, is that pastiche of, of, of life? I don't know, you know, mixed up vocabulary is another thing I use. But my thing is, in, in, in my dedication to the podcast, you know, it could be a practice in futility, but I don't believe that because I hear from a lot of people that it's helping, and that is such a, such an honor, is that there needs to be enough variety so those parts of you 
Like they're, they're, you know, I, I guess I, that's when I say dignity and respect, you know, friends beyond the binary. It even goes to the individual portions that make up who we are. And there is these parts of us that keep us awake. I call them brain bots. You know, they're screaming, hey, what about that? Why would you do that today? You really blew it. You know, why do you buy premium gas? You don't need premium. You know, and they say, okay, I'm just trying to go to bed right now. And then you might, and you could be the other. Why do you buy low octane gas? I thought we were a premium gas. You know, and you say, holy cow, I just want to go to bed. And that could be, you know. But those parts, I, I'm, oh, and also, you know, I have been, I think it's three years straight, I've won the imaginary award. It doesn't come with a reward. I guess it does, an imaginary award with a reward. In Australia, Worldwide Brain Bot Entertainer of the Year, I've won that. Uh, I've won that award that I made up and pretended, to, you know, then then I gave it to myself uh, in a fictional scenario. You know, that's too boring for the podcast, but uh, maybe not. Maybe that's what tonight's episode could be about, Brain Bot Entertainer. Maybe that's what tonight's episode will be about. A great idea, Scoots. Um, but uh, what was I going to say? Oof, man. I lost myself there. Oh, variety. That, like, those parts you are, they catch on quick. They're intelligent. Hey, BrainBots, I consider you highly intelligent, adaptable. Adaptable in, in the, you know, not adaptable in life skills, unfortunately. But you are you catch on fast. No one's going to pull the wool over your eyes because you're protectors. I just uh, thought of that uh, Fleet Foxes song from like eight years ago, Protector. Um, but that's uh, but so um, like the brain bots, they're there to protect us. Now maybe their protection, no offense, brain bots, is a little misguided or maladapted. I think would be the professional. You know, when I get a look at my charts, I see that everywhere. Uh, maladaptive, maladapted, malad. You know, maladapting. I said, Doc, that's a dance I made up. That's not a problem. You know, maladapting. Uh, it's a new dance I'm working on. Anyway, uh, like those brain bar parts, those maladaptive parts, whatever you want to just, they're doing their best to protect you. And, you know, they're, they're just not so great at it. So when, you know, and a lot of times we have stuff going on during the day, or the way we've adapted to deal with those maladaptions. Let's not go down that rabbit hole, you know, the double adaption, adaption. Let's not have an adapt-off, because uh, if we did, we'd have to bust out our adaptive dances. Um, but so, but I, I, just, I'm trying to just get this is This is what happens with the blank brain. I have a simple point I want to make. This is, I guess, why I do this show. I have a simple point I want to make. This, this podcast relies on variety because otherwise those parts, for me at least, and I think for a lot of people who listen to the show, like if you were listening to the same water sounds and the third or fourth night, that part of your brain that kind of harasses you, to use a strong word, uh, says, hey, well, these are the same water sounds. Anyway... I didn't notice that the last three nights. Nice try, Buster Brown. Remember that time you bought those imitation Buster Brown suede shoes? We've talked about I've humiliated you on the podcast before about it, but you, you could have got regular Buster Browns, but you got those brown suede shoes with the, sne the sneaker bottoms and the Velcro. Yeah, I do remember that. 
Yeah, I remember you thought that when you the, the first day of school, that was it. All your problems from the previous three or four years, you know, kindergarten, first, second, third grade, those were all going to go away. When you stepped off the bus on your new suede, brown suede shoes, sneaker shoes with the Velcro. And that didn't happen, did it? And they say, no, it didn't happen. It did not. Uh, yeah. Do, do, do we want to dig deeper on this or can I get back to the. Well, just I, I just wanted you, you know, I want to bring up that memory while you try to fall asleep because, you know, with the water, because those water noises, they don't trick me anymore. But this pike, it's not even about tricking. It's about dignity and respect and entertaining. I say, hey, BrainBots, come around. I got a story tonight about BrainBot Entertainer of the Year, maybe. And I'd love to, like, invite you into this little story circle or story. I, I prefer an oblong, but uh, since you're BrainBots, you know, maybe I, right now I've been picturing you like BB-88, but 88 BB, you know, BB812 or whatever. I made those jokes I try to make every once in a while. Uh, but so, like, I try to mix, <laughs> get through this. I'm going to get to the, my job isn't to get to the point. That's the thing. So, and I guess that would be my theory here is like, why I've been rambling and trying to bring coherence to my, you know, with my blank brain and my incoherent rambles. Were you, did it take your mind, were, were you distracted from whatever might be keeping you awake? But so I just try to put on a different show three times a week, uh, and it is a lot of work, you know, like whatever, maybe 20 hours uh, of labor going to each episode, or 15, I don't know, I lose, it depends on the show, I guess. Uh, but so, um, like, just because I think that those parts of us, they catch on. And ideally, there's another aspect, a human aspect is like, I want to like, uh, and I guess even to those parts of us, and this is a stretch, but I want to bring some lightness. I want them to, you know, as the song goes, I want to, but in a different way, I definitely don't want the brain, brain bots to want me. I just want them to feel wanted to be like, Hey, you're, I realize, you know, on those charts we saw, you were called maladaptive and you know, they have all these terms for you in that DSVM 5-6 or whatever it is. Uh, they got new letters on there, I think. But I know you're doing the best job you can, and it's not easy being a brain. It's just like being a human's not easy. And I know, you know, once it gets quiet in the bedroom, you want to get my attention and tell me, you know, about those fake Buster Brown shoes. And let's just take a breath and listen to the scoots. I mean, holy cow, he had, think about our problems. He had brown, they were light brown suede shoes with one of those clear gum rubber soles. I mean, they looked like some sort of Chevy Nova shoe with Velcro. So that's why I make, the, that's why the intros are different every time. And the, the show is a little bit different, but it's familiar. So you say, okay. I'm here with my boyfriend. I'm here to pour on a little bore giggles for you. And my brain will blink. You know, the goop will leak out through my ears or whatever. And I'll always say, I'm glad you're here. I'll always do my best. You know, and, you know, I have hits and I have misses. And I try to keep the shows coming out three times a week consistently and, and finding ways to keep that going. Because uh, I've been there in the deep, dark night, uh, unable to sleep and caught up in this uh, 
whatever. This is a harsh term. Nobody, but maladaptive, maladaptive melodrama, which may be a book. So I'd just like to patent that right now or trademark it. I forget those two things, but, you know, permanently in the permanent record. So, yeah, so that's why I'm glad you're here because I've been there. And this podcast doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. If it doesn't, give it a few tries. See if it does. Get a lot of reviews that say people that were skeptical or people that didn't like the show at first, they gave it a couple tries and they said, oh, wait a second, I'm not supposed to like it. It's a little bit different than that. And, and you know, it's like, I'm, I guess I'm, the, I don't want to brag on this, but I guess I'm the Unami of, play, you know, podcasts. I would like to be, I, I'd like to officially think of myself, you know, Sleep With Me podcast, the Unami of podcasts. You say, okay, what? So that's, and that's the main reaction I'm going for. But I'll be here, you know, I'll be here for you. So thanks for coming by. And I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary, it's time for the podcast that has, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble with getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. It's uh, time for sleep. Just sleep with me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a little bit of forgetfulness, but particularly with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you could set a de- set aside whatever's keeping you awake. Uh, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, physical feelings, uh, f- or physical, you know, emotional feelings, uh, thoughts or feelings, uh, sensations, you know, noise in the bedroom, noise outside the bedroom. Uh, maybe you work during, you know, you sleep during the day, you work at night. You know, maybe, I don't know if Chris Kringle tunes into podcasts, but holy cow, somebody get a, you know, hopefully Santa's not using like one of those Sony uh, sport Walkmans or something. Uh, ideally, I, I hope not. Uh, like somebody gets, like Santa, some, like uh, something to listen to, you know, with, uh, you know, there's no, you need headphones, but then I don't know if you'd be like how Santa communicates with the reindeer to begin with and the elves. I mean, at this point, because you, you probably look, oh, there's a lot of wind noise up there. Anyway, I don't know why this this episode would come up. These questions should have been answered Christmas night, Scoots. Well, uh, let's see. We're trying to create a safe place where you can, I'm going to do, we do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get them in safe place. Uh, what I'm going to do is create, create a safe place. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones. That's what I was going to say. Creaky, dulcet tones as well. Lay, layered, you know, and sandwiched with, uh, you know, extra words. You know, extra word sandwich. Sleep with me. The extra word sandwich. Uh, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. Uh, and you see, what is it? Okay, let's back up, Scoot. Let's back up, Scoots. Let's slow it down. Thanks, thanks, internal coach. Hey, internal coach, I've never really had much contact with you because you never, you know, me and authority figures. Well, no, we're not. I'm not your internal coach in an authority way, Scoots. I'm your inter. Okay, maybe this is getting weirder. I was going to interview you for the intro and say, hey, internal coach, what's this? What do we mean by safe place? What does that mean? What's that all about? 
Or what do you think it means? Can you tell me in your own words, internal coach? Sure, Scoots. Yeah, I'm your internal coach here. Also, uh, you know, I know we haven't had much contact. I haven't been able to do much. You're not coachable. I know that term's been used. Anyway, coach, could you answer that question? Let's not get too personal here. Oh, sure. What What's the safe place? Well, there's a lot of aspects of this podcast's uh, safe place. One is that listeners are under no pressure to fall asleep. They could fall asleep whenever they want. Because you make the shows an hour, you know, they could fall asleep right now or right around now, or they could be drifting off and, and then they fall asleep 20 minutes from now. Or we both know Scooter. Oh, hold on. I don't mean to interrupt you. No wonder you're Scooter's internal coach. That's why I said, internal coach? I've never heard of this thing. Uh, oh, because you're, okay, that makes sense. Drew doesn't have an internal coach. Scooter does. That's right, Scoots. Okay, so sorry, because I was saying, you know, that's what it, you know, I, I didn't think I was that adjusted that I had an internal. Well, you don't. No, no, no. Just admit, you know, okay, that. It is awkward. I shouldn't have brought that up. I don't know. If I live in a safe place, do I get an internal coach? What's that process like? Is it, can I do, can I, can I interview internal coaches and fire them, you know, and say, no, no, this isn't going to work out. You're way too authority, way too much of a coach. I'm, I'm, I prefer an intern, intern, internal coach. Okay, Scooter, let me get back to the, oh, sorry. I'll let you two handle it. Sorry. Got, got producer Drew coming in here. Sorry, sorry, new listeners. I try to explain what's happening. Multiple personnel, you know. Uh, but anyway, what we, yeah, let's get back to the internal coaching. Way more comforting, Scoots. Well, we, what I was saying before that person interrupted us is we both know, and he also knows, Drew knows this too, is that some listeners listen the whole time because they say, well, that's my boyfriend. I just want to hang with my boyfriend. Just like Drew used to do with Dr. Demento and say, well, I don't want to think about that. I can't sleep. I just want to listen to somebody ramble and be a little goofy. So people are under no pressure to sleep, but they're under no pressure to listen either. So that's one aspect about the safe place. The other thing is that you strive to keep the safe place beyond the binary where all are welcome. And that we're encouraged to stretch open, you know, and say, well, she's like, come on in beyond the binary has much deeper meaning now, but it's important to remember everybody's welcome here, especially you that are listening right now and all those other parts of you that you say, well, sometimes, you know, I, you know, the, the, the lesser coaches. Okay. That was a great job answering that question, coach. Um, so that's one aspect. So yeah, we tried to create a safe place. Another thing, coach, I noticed you didn't mention was you're supposed to feel welcome. Maybe that's the, Maybe you did say that and I wasn't listening, but you said I didn't need to listen either. So I said, well, I'm not going to listen to even my, that's another thing about this podcast. I don't, you know, non, you know, I'll have audible internal dialogue that I don't listen to. And I think that's a common thing. If you slow down and think about it, a lot of times that's what where the trouble crops up at bedtime. Because during the day, at least for me, a lot of this internal dialogue, it is audible, unfortunately. But, it, you know, when with the daytime stuff, I can tune it out or I can listen to a podcast, uh, do work or, you know, try to do work and procrastinate or imagine, you know, perfect outcomes and, you know, not so perfect outcomes. And then, you know, I don't really get caught up in that uh, 
audible internal dialogue until bedtime, and it gets all quiet. And I know tonight when my head hits the pillow, after about four or five minutes, I'll say, huh, why don't I have it? How does that work? There's a part of my, so there's a figment within a figment of my imagination that has an internal coach, but that's walled off somehow. So why don't I have an internal coach? Well, that's strange. Uh, but then that part of me will say, well, Scoots, you know, you and authority, it's just a, you have the blanket, you know, you just have, you can't, and they say, right, me and authority, it, it is a weird thing. And this is a, not joking. I think we all have our really deep notches. And for me, authority figures is one of those things that have a really deep notch. And as soon as I put that projection on someone, not necessarily fair, like an internal coach, they're just trying to do the best job they can. Uh, but once that label gets put on it for me, oh boy, yeah, I can't even, you know, you know, some of those, uh, whatever subspace behaviors, I don't know what you call it, where you just start doing stuff. And you say, well, why did you pour soapy water on? The, well, you're an internal coach. I was just trying to, well, were you trying to make me slip? No, 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 not at all. I was trying to make sure the floor was clean. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. Sorry about that. I guess I was trying to trip up my internal. Anyway, uh, so whether you got, you know, whether you don't have enough internal coaches or you got internal authority issues, external authority issues, you know, maybe you got authority based, you know, maybe you were throwing, I mean, I've done this, so this is, this isn't on you, but what if you were throwing your authority around and then you get, well, then you got authority based shame. So why were you throwing your authority around today? Well, my job, we have authority hat day, and I had to wear, it was the day I had to wear the authority hat. So that's why I was, it was my job today at work. Where do you work exactly? A subset of Scrooge Brain, I'm internal coach number 44. Okay, let me get back to the podcast. Uh, sorry, I got too deep within my brain there. If you're new here, podcast's a little different. There's another warning. A little bit strange. It's meant to give you the giggle spritz, which is like a little spray, much like they have a bedtime sprays. This one is just, you know, I say it and I spray it. Uh, giggle spritz. Maybe that'll be one of our campaigns for giggle spritz once I invent it. Say it and spray it. Uh, giggle spritz. But that just means it's a, you, you don't quite giggle. You say, well, geez, <laughs> scooter. Uh, to meant to do, you know, the whole idea or whole thing with this podcast is to make bedtime less arduous. And maybe at the highest edge of my striving, uh, for those people I can impact to say, wow, I'm looking forward to bedtime now, those giggle spritzes. And once Scooter started selling those giggle spritzers for $20 a bottle, you know, that went a little far, but you know, everybody's got to make a dollar. Giggle, giggle spritzers. Three fresh flavors. Uh, you know, start your delivery soon. Uh, giggle spritzers, the drink that accompanies uh, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Giggle spritzers. Hey, you don't even think I can be. But anyway, if you're new here, it's different. But it's meant to say to, to lower the ardor, you know, the de ardor, ardor, de ardor. Isn't that a isn't that a, a cologne or a champagne or perfume? Or do do you are do anyway? 
uh, if you're new here, uh, you know, give it a few tries. If you're skeptical, t- totally understand. It makes total sense. No joke, you know. Uh, but give it a couple tries. A lot of people report after two or three times, you know, you know, the, the, the parts of me that wear thin, you know, you, then you just fall asleep. Uh, but, the, you know, you're under no pressure to listen. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for an hour. The way the podcast works, it has a long intro. We're on the tail end of that, thank goodness. Then we'll have a setup, and then we'll have our story. And we capped that off with some thank yous. But always the main message is, I'm so glad you're here. If you're new, I appreciate you taking the time to test this show out. I really hope, and I really yearn, and I really, really, and I know this sounds, if you're new here, this definitely sounds wacky. I really, really work hard at this podcast to help you fall asleep because I've been there. So thanks for coming by. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. It's time to fluff your pillows. Uh, you know, well, I try to think of something that rhymes with pillows. Trillo, while well, my voice will make a sound that if it was an imaginary animal, it would make a trillo. It's time for sleep with me. Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble, getting to sleep, trouble, staying asleep? Well, that's why you listen to the show Sleep With Me. Because uh, this is actually the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with the bedtime story. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to figure, refigure out this open, uh, the beginning of it, so it's a little bit sloppy. Yeah, but we do it with the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, stuff, you know, stuff. If you have a bed full of stuff, holy cow, uh, I'd, I'd recommend getting it, you know, other than bed stuff. Like I'm picturing like uh, tennis rackets, soccer balls, roller skates, uh, you know, have a garage sale. You could call it a bed, bed sale, boots, you know, there's boot sales. You know, there's boot sales. You could have a bed sale, uh, but don't, you know, do it, do, do, you don't, know, maybe schedule it. Just, you know, try to get that. I'll give you a second. I'll, I'll keep talking. Go ahead and get that soccer ball. Is that an air pump in there? Yeah, you don't want an air pump in your bed with you. But I'm going to try to distract you, whether it's stuff or thoughts or feelings, physical sensations, you know, life events, whatever, whatever's keeping you awake, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm clutching my hands. My hands are folded because this is an important part of the show so I can get this point across. I'm squeezing my hands in a penitent way, in a serious way, because this is a silly podcast, but this is serious business. Because uh, I send my voice across the deep dark night, I use lulling, soothing, creaky dulcet tones. Wings of pointlessness is how I glide across uh, the world of me, you know, meandering world. I'm, you know, building, and uh, you know, it's it's just a podcast to, to to put you at ease and to give you something else to think about other than what's keeping you awake, uh, especially if it's stuff, you know. And then I think I've talked, it wasn't that long ago because I was thinking of the tagline for Sleep With Me, the podcast, Fluff With Stuff, Fluffing Your Stuffing. I forgot, I had a great tagline. I never write these things down because I'm recording. Because uh, there's, you know, there's a, I think there was a place called Fluff and Stuff in uh, Syracuse. 
might have been a head shop. Remember, also, there was a thing called, there was puffy stickers. I don't know if anybody who was alive during the Great, but there's probably two or three puppy puppy stickers. They're, those are always good. And then there's fluff. In uh, my, my podcast is full of stuff and fluff and stuff, stuff with fluffing while your pillows are puffing. Sleep with me podcast. Rhymes are free. As you know, you sleep along with me, yada, yada, d. Biggity biggity bully. Sorry, over rhyming. Uh, I've done that, but, but you know, there's a lot of stuff in our life, and I'm not going to say that word. C u l l. I'm terrible speller. Cool. Uh, maybe I'll sound it out. Clutter. C l u t t e r. Uh, but that could be because that that's talk about a loaded word. You know, there's a loaded baked potatoes. And it's nice if they give a, like, if you're going to load a baked potato, give it a little fluff for me. You know, just get, get some fork. You know, obviously you're going to do that, uh, that four peel. You're going to peel it back. But, you know, do, before you stick in the, the, uh, you stuff the potato with the stuffing, um, you know, do, do some fluffing, light fluffing for me, please. Potato, uh, uh, potato connoisseur, potato entrepreneurs. What was I talking about, though, before I started about baked potatoes? Having a bed full of stuff. Uh, you know, it, it's a, I think this is part of the human condition, it's especially in the, in the, uh, the part of, like, the part of the world where you, you, uh, you have advertisements. Uh, if, if, if anybody, if anybody lives in the world that, uh, doesn't have advertisements, oh boy, about 80% of my joke attempts, will be, because most of them are based on the incredible amount of advertising I have consumed. But, you know, and I'm not here to point the finger, but, but you know, we end up accumulating, or, you know, in a lot of good comedy routines are about, you know, I think that was George Carlin, but I, I, I don't know who's, you know, we get more stuff, you have a job, and then you got a you know, place to put your stuff and all that. And that's just one of the things that can keep you awake. And then if you're like me, then that's kludger. Let's just call it kludger instead of the the other word, the loaded word. You know, you're in my what? And I'm not exactly sure what kludgy is, but I think I've heard kludgy. I've heard of the maybe it's kludgy, but kludgy. We'll, we'll we'll make up a word here. You know, I tend to be a little bit of a kludgy person. You know, I got stuff in, in I got a pile to be work, to be ignored pile, uh, to forget about pile, to, you know, say I'm going to get to that stuff. And I've been trying, but you say, even then I said stuff, you know, oh boy, I can't wait till I get to that stuff. And all my romantic, you know, once I get that pile out of the way, romance, here I come. I'll be running marathons and making out, you know, I'll be doing all that once they get those three piles down. And, oh, wait, I forgot those piles. And this is a true fact. First of all, there's not three piles. There's a couple milk crates full of podcast notebooks. And there's another one full of loose leaf paper. But those all sit on a giant chest. And I get, geez, I'm afraid to even look in there. I'm pretty sure my hand towel, like the, the towels I would dry my hands with. I mean, then I had to purchase new hand towels. She said, what happened to my hand towels? Coa, did you eat the hand towels? She said, no. That's my dog, just in case you're new. And I said, maybe one time 
I decided to store the hand towels in that chest, but now I can't open it with all that stuff on there. Huh, well, wipe them on my pants. That's what I do anyway, even if when I have a hand towel. Uh, but so that my wife, like my life can be a little bit kludgy or whatever. Yeah, kludgy. You know, not that other word with the T's. Because T's are so kludge. You know, that's you could call me the kludge. How about that? It's a new character for the podcast. He doesn't use the, the, that word with the double T because that's so harsh. But the kludge. I like that. Remember I the noosh? That was my friend's daughter, Anushka. And I, I, I did say, I don't know if he ever listened, Zach. Are you listening? Probably not. Zach's a very, uh, he's one of these writers that can actually get a ton of writing done. I always admired that about him. He's constantly churning out material. Uh, we also had a daughter, but he did not want me to call his daughter the noosh. Uh, and, I, and I wasn't even talking about me. I said, you should start it so that when she gets to school and stuff, she's known as the noosh. Uh, but I'll be the, the, what did I say? The kludge? Yeah, that's not bad. The kludge. I could, you know, maybe we could get, if the Fujis get back together, you know, we could do, we could work together. Uh, anyone from the Fujis listening, you know, I, I have open podcasts before saying I'm pilling, pillow, pillowing you softly, softly with my words. It, it would help if I could get it out without mangling any of it. Pillowing you softly with my words. Pillowing you softly. But I i mean, I'm a kludge. I, you know, I, I got piles of stuff. I fumble over my words, but I do it for you uh, publicly. You know, on my own. You know, this is it's, it's a lot easier to do that kind of stuff on your own when it's just your regular routine. Uh, but the reason I, you know, concentrate it and edit it and share it for you used to take your mind off stuff because I've been there after the kludging's done. You know, when the kludge lies down to rest, you know, that's when the, the, they say, well, you really kludged it up today, kludge. And they say, well, yeah, I had a long day, brain. Well, yeah, well, you were just kludging. You were kludging, kludging, and kludging, you know. And I say, yeah, I know. I was aware. I was there when, when it all went down. Well, I think you forgot about that other kl- kl- kludgy thing you did with the thing. And also, there's been spinach on your teeth all day. Well, thanks, thanks, brain. So, so like, if that's even if anything is like that for you at bedtime, or it could be something physical, or it could be something, it could be anything. It could just be an example that's barely tangentially related. If I could be a little bit goofy, a little bit silly, and take your mind off of stuff for a little while, and here's the deal: you don't, you don't really have to listen to me. You can listen. You can kind of tune in and then let you let, let me drift away into the background. And maybe, you know, I just become a right, 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 kludge, 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 the kludge and the nooge. Uh, or maybe you, you can't sleep in it, and, but because I'll be here for, for another 50 minutes or so, giving it my all. You know, try to be a little bit goofy, a little bit silly. Tonight we're going to be talking about Star Trek, the, the, the pilot episodes. Encounter at Farpoint. It'll be my second, only my second episode talking about Star Trek: The Next Generation. So, so that includes City. You know, I'll include you in the colluding. But this whole podcast is that you're under no pressure to fall asleep. You're under no pressure to listen. Just kick back. Some people put this on while they're brushing their teeth. Some people put it on when they're already in bed. 
Some people put it on during the day when they, you know, just need background noise or they're, you know, they need a distraction. And, and you know, if I can just drain a little bit of the serious out of bedtime, seriousness out of it, I, I can't. I, I try to do that, uh, but you know, especially when you get that brain saying, "Well, so I was kludging and kludging." Well, yeah, and also fudging. You were foot, you know. I say, well, it's just messy. I did, didn't mean it. Did like it wasn't, you know, particularly messing things up. It was, you know, let me, uh, you know, be, be your boyfriend, be your distractor, your distractor in chief. It'll be my honor. And if you're new here, this podcast is, is, is you know, a bit different, a bit uh, strange, goofy can be irritating let's not lie like i can get on a certain number let's see how many people are in america 250 you know 250 you know i can get on people's nerves give the podcast a few tries if you don't if it doesn't work for you it's no pressure you know no pressure on you you know i appreciate you investing the time but i, I hear from a lot of skeptical people that's a smart way to approach a, a podcast that says it's going to put you to sleep and, you know, for those people that give it a few tries, it works for some people. It doesn't work for everybody. But I really hope it works for you if you're up there at night tossing and turning, having trouble falling asleep or staying asleep, waking up in the middle of the night and getting back to sleep because I've been there in the deep, dark night. So I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. And I really hope, I not only hope, so much more than hope, I strive and I yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, it's time for the podcaster, podcast in, in states beyond, you know, in plas- solid, liquid, plasma, gas, and part gas and part plasma, and I'm all wet, you know, because because are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Because it's time for sleep with me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's thoughts, uh, feelings... Uh, travel, physical sensations, lists, podcasters listing, you know, lips. It could be chapped lips, unkissed lips, or, you know, over, you know, under, underkissed. Uh, what did I say that already? Do I have underkissed, uh, overkissed? It could be overkissed lips. Uh, it could be, you know, it could be like a, it could be, it could be something that, though. Uh, it could be anything else now that I've, it could be lipstick. Like you could, if you get that lipstick out of your pocket, you might be able to sleep better. Uh, but whatever it is, uh, whatever's keeping you awake, I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. And I'm going to try to distract you from whatever it is. I'm going to use creaky, dulcet tones. I'm going to alternate between talking slow and pausing and, and, uh, I'll go in and out of the sense, sense and sensibility. Uh, I'll fall. I'll fall on. You'll say, can you sense the sensibility? The oh no, wait, I won't have sensibility. What's the other thing? Holy Jane Austen. I don't know. There won't be. Yeah, I'll I'll wander in out of sense and sensibility. Senseless. Uh, in, is is it unsensible or insensible? 
I think incomprehensible is like uh, this podcast. But it'll make sense, too. There'll be an underlying current, uh, just like a meandering river. I guess I never put that two together. Or, the like, there's an underlying current, even though the river slowly meanders. Uh, the reason it does, like, the reason it's still meandering, it wouldn't meander. You know, it'd be tepid if it wasn't. And this podcast is not tepid. I don't think tepid things, there'll be tepid moments. You know, but, uh, like, uh there's a, there's a slow underlying current here, and what drives the current the, the, is a deep desire uh, to help you fall asleep. Because I've been there. I'm someone that had a terrible time sleeping as a as a kid, and now as an adult, I have you know over I overthink and I overworry, or you know I get caught up on my phone. Or sometimes it's incomprehensible. I just wake up and I say, why can't, why am I waking up? It's uh, 2.30 in the morning. And now why can't it, why does everything in my bed feel, I mean, I'm in the same bed, same temperature. Like, why does everything feel off? And what am I, you know, how many, should I just, should I just stay here? Should I not move? Should I move? Should I get out of bed? That whole rigmarole, I've been through it a lot. And so if I can help you fall asleep by, by distracting you with my silly stuff, it'd be my honor. And that's the reason I do this show, because I've been there. And I know how awful it can be. And I guess beyond that, if, you, if you're new here and then you start using the podcast on a regular basis, or some people use it on a situational basis or infrequent basis. But if you're new here and you transition into being a regular user, my my most ambitious goal is to make you look forward to bedtime or to to to, to take it back down and actually to dread it a little bit less. And shooting for the stars, my striving is to distract you and help you fall asleep, but make you feel like just a touch of delight. And and you know that's a strive. You know that's something like uh, it's just a little bit out of reach. I'm stretch stretch stretching. Uh, but sometimes I feel like if I can get close, you know, maybe it'll give you some distance from whatever is keeping you awake. And you can kind of listen to the story. But at the same time, the story is going to be meandering, just like that river. It'll have that underlying current. But on the surface, it'll almost seem like it's not moving at all. And you'll wonder, how is that river moving or what? Uh, but you're under no pressure when you listen to this podcast to pay attention uh, to remember anything, I mean, it, obviously the the business stuff up top would be great if you do, but you you know from this point on, you know you you don't have to listen, you don't have to pay attention, you're not going to let me down. Uh, but you're also not under no pressure to fall asleep. That's why the shows are about an hour long. Uh, you know, I'll be meandering, and I'll be here to keep you company and to strive uh, to do whatever it takes. Uh, to kind of help you drift off into dreamland. And the whole idea of the show is that it, uh, it gives you a story to kind of pay attention to, but you don't have to pay, you know, you don't have to pay strict attention. And there's really no wrong way to use a podcast. Like some people put it on as they're getting ready for bed. Some people put it on when they get in bed. Some people put it on when they wake up in the middle of the night. Some people let it play all night long. Uh, some people listen when they're stressed out during the day. Some people listen to when they're stressed, you know, whatever it is, uh, 
you know, I guess that's the whole role is I'm your boyfriend. Just like, uh, trying to think of what other, I guess, like, just like all those other, like, there's no famous people that are like that person in your life, uh, or that's come into your life and then been now been digitally replaced. Sorry, sorry, real person. I mean, all of us have had maybe a neighbor or a friend or a partner or a cousin or somebody that kind of tells like long-winded stories. And sometimes those people could be a little bit uh, bomb, bombacious, whatever, bombacious. That's not a word, but you know what I mean, bombacious, you know, right? That person is so bombacious. I mean, I guess that would be how you say it because you say bombacious. That means something totally different, you know, that's... Uh, Holy moly, that's bombacious. This is bombacious. Uh, but, you know, you might have that friend that just comes in and, in, in, uh, you know, you'd have those long conversations about, kind of about nothing or they could tell stories and they were somewhat amusing, uh, but you could never put your finger on. But, it, like, where you could, you just were, were at ease, but you also felt like there's no pressure to contribute to the conversation or no pressure on you to be dynamic or friendly. You know, you're just supposed to kick back and, and, and chill. And that's kind of this podcast. I mean, I, I, I'll ramble. And if you're skeptical, you know, th- that totally makes sense. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. I mean, I hope it works for you. You know, but if you give it a few tries, you know, see what happens. Uh, like, uh I, 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 like uh, that, that's the whole idea, but I, it, it might, you know, it doesn't, I guess, yeah, like I said, it doesn't work for everybody. Uh, but you know, if it was a physical service, that would be, it would happen is at some point, you know, I guess it would be better if I was magical and, you know, I'd like, like material, you know, I did the dust would float and then I'd say, well, hello, I'm here to tell you your bedtime story. I'm scoots. I guess I'd have more like this, but I guess I'm more creaky dulcets. That's why I'd have my. A bedtime story, Dulcets, and I'm here to tell you the tale of, I guess, as I've done, I've done that voice before. I don't know if I could do it for, for 400 episodes, though. It takes a lot of extra oxygen. But, you know, if I was doing a physical service, I'd pay, I mean, I would charge unbelievable. I, I have set the price at $100,000 a visit. You know, though, thus far, all the, uh, all the offers I've gotten have been jokes. Uh, or because uh, it's one thousand dollars a visit, uh, I did upgrade it to expense. You know, that's one visit. You know, obviously you you should fall asleep with. You know, like you get an hour, and no funny business. You know, period. End of story. Except for me, you know, I'll be goofy. And some people say I'm pricing myself out of the market. And I said, well, there's no. I mean, say so gotta get. I mean, have you seen what it is? So. So this works better because the podcast is free and I just come over there, but it's the same thing. I come over and say, Hey, what's okay? Get him, you know, turn out the lights, uh, get him, turn, but get him bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. I'm your boyfriend. And I can even ramble about like what I would ramble about if I was a paid service. Uh, you know, come on over. You say, well, do, for the hundred thousand, does it come with a foot rub? No, it doesn't. If you're asking that, the answer is no. I mean, I would hire someone, uh, and maybe like, but it, that would be a different charge. You know, I'd have to bring in a foot rubber, and then I probably have to get some sort of licensing and bonding going. 
So probably not. Maybe just a straight no. I mean, if it's between a hundred thousand dollars and zero, if you're that would be an add-on, I guess. Just like you say, okay, but are you ready to check out? Would you like the uh, uh, licensed and bonded foot foot rub add-on uh, performed? But you know, by uh, Lurleen, you know, the foot rubber because it's, I'm not rubbing. You know, I I don't think I could focus on telling a story. And rubbing feet is, is why, not because your feet aren't so, they're just the loveliest feet I've ever, uh, you know, imagined in my brain. So, and so that's your choice is like a hundred thousand or free. I said, okay, free. I, I prefer free. So that's it. Like you just kick back, uh, listen to this podcast. I'll be here. I'm your boyfriend and I'll be here striving the whole time. Uh, giving it my all, but the beauty is I'll be giving my all so you don't have to. You don't have to listen. You don't have to pay attention. I'm here, and it's really my honor to help. I'm here uh, for everyone beyond the binary that this works for, every single person, because uh, I've suffered in the deep, dark night, and if I can offer any relief, uh, I'll, I'll, I mean, it's beyond, beyond uh, I don't know what else to say. Other than I'm glad you're here. And I really hope I can help you fall asleep, all right? Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, it's time for the podcaster who's staring at a moving blanket because that's what I have in the walls of my climbing closet. It's also time for sleep with me. Uh, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Uh, well, it's good because it's time for sleep with me, as I said. And, you know, we are the podcast that puts you to sleep, and we do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, emotions... Uh, noise, uh, seasonal stuff, uh, weather, travel, whatever, whatever it is. It could be any of those things. It could be none of those things. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep dark night. I'm going to use creaky dulcet tones. Uh, slow, so slow, slow, pointless meanders. I'm going to use moving blankets that won't be moving. They'll be stable blankets. They're, sta- they're stable blankets. No, no, not that kind of... Wait a second. That's a good question. Maybe we could come back to that. I'm going to use a variety of techniques. And what I'm going to do is that the safe place, what I mean by that is it's a place where you could you could lay down, uh, preferably you're already laying down, where you're you're treated with dignity and respect your boundaries, you're within comfortable boundaries. And there's no, at least from this podcast, there's no expectation and no pressure. You're not under any pressure or expectation to listen or to fall asleep. I'll be here an hour and I'll be taking my time going, you know, be going somewhere, but it'll be like, is he going anywhere or not? Uh, but you can listen for a while. I'll be, you know, I'll be doing my best to entertain that 33% of your brain that won't, you know, won't, won't stop chattering or, you know, distract you from whatever that, you know, neighbor's doing with the saw again. You say, what time of night is it? What is it? What are they doing with that saw over there? Is it a vacuum? Is that some sort of new high powered vacuum cleaner? 
Uh, you, this 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 bad case also you you wouldn't know, but I just had to pause it while my neighbor fl- like was uh, running the water upstairs, and I forgot what I was talking about. This is a podcast about you take your mind off of stuff so you can drift off. I'll be here for an hour. You don't gotta listen. Ideally, this podcast brings a little bit of lightness and uh, uh, levity. Not brevity, holy moly, that's not what I'm known for. To, but levity and uh, whatever that other thing I said was to, to bedtime. Where for me it could get so serious, you'd, I would dread going to bed. And then I would be aware of every passing second. Where this one, you know, if you're listening, ideally I'm carrying you away on my wings of pointlessness or on a river of meanders. Or, you know, trying to make a meta, like, so to, this podcast tonight will be, like, normally the setup is we have the business part at the top that takes about four or five minutes. Then about a 12-minute intro where I ramble and try to make a metaphor about the podcast. That's like a, a good proportion of our audience falls asleep there. And then we'll be just talking about wrapping up the, this uh, first season of Nuns in Space. Uh, but you might have heard me, I, you know, if you're new here, you might not know where I, rec- I record this podcast in uh, my uh, one-bedroom apartment in the East Bay of Northern California uh, in what I lovingly refer to as a climbing closet because it's like not a walk-in closet. But I guess you could press, you could be a press-in closet. You press yourself against the wall and you can get around the clothes and then I've cleared out the back the closets, just room for a little Ikea office chair, an upside-down boom arm with the mic on it and a recorder, and on the floor is a desk, a desk lamp also from Ikea, and a couple other things, but not that important. That's a climbing closet, but on the walls and actually even hanging above my head are uh, moving blankets. Which I wonder about that. I say I'm calling them moving blankets, but they're not moving. Like you could use them when you're moving. Uh, is that a, like is any is isn't moving a verb? Movers. That's uh, is moving ever been other than moving blankets? M- moving, moving blankets. Moving. Is there any other now noun, moving nouns? You know, because usually used it like uh, Bob Marley uses it, moving and grooving. Uh, no way is it. I don't know. I already lost it. And an ear, uh, an anti-earworm come up there. Oh yeah, Lord, I gotta keep moving. And then there's moving and there's grooving. You know, there's just move, get a move on. Those are verbs, right? Am I, am I right? Can, can I get a gram, grammarian? Can I get a gram, gram? What, what? Uh, move. So I'm surrounded by moving blankets. That's what I'm saying. And that's usually it deadens the sound. Try to keep out the sounds of my neighbors. It, it doesn't really keep sounds out. Uh, but, you know, it just makes it, and it, it helps me. It makes me feel like, I feel like a package, you know, moving to the new house. It could, that could actually be happening. I say, well, they box scoot up and they just move him from location to location until his drone, you know, because his droning has a, it gets through the walls and the neighbors, they complain. Uh, speaking of neighbors, here's a little fact. So I have uh, one, two, 
three, four neighbors currently, had five. I had a lovely young man named Elliot, but he moved. He went to go back to school back in Wisconsin. Uh, but I, so I have, but I don't believe any of my, I think I've told one or two neighbors about the podcast, but I think they probably, they looked at me like with the same disbelief that your neighbors look at you when you tell them about the podcast. And then I said to myself, Drew, never speak of that again. And I said, done. So I'm not sure if any of my neighbors ever can hear me. Like, I mean, I talked to myself that this is, this won't be a surprise all the time anyway. In fact, I just got home from Trader Joe's where I like to sing, especially in the holidays. Uh, uh, pack your golden age from allure. Uh, gather near to us. Uh, you know, in the, you know, I'm, I'm singing about the aisles I'm in. Uh, so, but I don't know if any of my neighbors actually know about the podcast. So then they say, I mean, because it's not like it, I wouldn't say something strange anyway. They say, was he... Did he say he's a Mata Aster? You see, that's right. Yeah, don't f- forget about it. I said anything about podcasts. I'm a Mata Ass. You know, uh, yeah, exactly. I'm a Mata Aster. And, they, you know, they just say, hey, that's very nice, Drew. Great. And actually, they're, they're really nice people. I'm just, you know, I'm the awkward one. And I try not to, you know, I try not to let that affect. So... But so I was just wondering, I wonder if anyone was, is he talking to himself or is it, did he leave the TV on or in, is he in the closet talking? And is he, is he with a, does he have a frog in his mouth? What is going on down there? Now, ideally, these are problems you'll have because you'll be listening to the podcast so much. Your neighbors will wonder, they say, who was that last night? You know, your neighbor, your, your, your or whatever, the nosy neighbor, the judgmental one. Just say, Maud, was there a man in your apartment last night? And you say, actually, there was. There was. There was. Uh, did he? Does Does he have creaky dulcet tones? No, no, no. That was another man. He lives in a speaker. He's the brainbot entertainer of the year, and my boyfriend, boyfriend. Uh, you know, so I had my my gentleman caller and my boyfriend, but my gentleman caller was already asleep, so I put my boyfriend on. And he just rambles on through the night to me, creaky dulcet tones and all. And then she could pick her jaw off the floor and say, good night, Maud. If you have trouble sleeping, you you know, my boyfriend, he goes wherever you wish, you know. I don't know. Are people still judgmental like that? They'd say, boyfriend. And he'd say, but, but I mean, yeah, we say, what are you going to lose? Maud, come on in. Was that it? Was it? You know, I'm a mod aster, by the way, Maud. You know those how those asters used to be? I traveled back in time. I brought the mod movement. Actually, I had to go figure out what mod is on Wikipedia. Then I traveled to the mod era, whenever that was, uh, London, 19, whenever, observed it. Uh, then I traveled 10 years earlier so I could buy the clothes at a discount. Uh, then I traveled to the, you know, the, the great, the Gilded Age asters, maybe. I don't know. Mod, and uh, you know, I brought the mod. I said, "They said, who are you? Are you a friend of Jacob's?" And I'd say, "No, no, 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 no. I'm the mod aster, the one no one talks about till now." They said, "Well, what are you wearing?" I say, "The the style of the day. Tomorrow's the day. This will be the style." Oh, oh, oh. 
And a lot of times, you know, Maud might say, what is he talking about? And I say, you know, I'm just rambling. I'm, I'm, I'm your boyfriend. I'm her boyfriend. I could be yours, too. You know, it's no pressure or friendship. Uh, totally no strings attached. No, no expectation to listen. No expectation to sleep. Uh, but, yeah, I'm your boyfriend. I'm here to take your mind off stuff. I'm going to use, the, you know, all that stuff. Send my voice across the deep, dark night, Maud. One one mod asked her to another, and she'd say, I, I knew you knew my secret. And I said, I did. We can get in my time machine, and we can head back and confuse the asters together. We'll be just, we'll be like Harold and Maud, you know, but mod asters. And then she'll say, what? Who's Harold and Maud? And I say, it doesn't matter, but we'll, we're going to have a great time. So this podcast is a bit ridiculous. At times, I don't even know what I'm talking about, but I indulge myself because I say, we'll just make it lulling and soothing, you know, observe stuff and go slow uh, because I'm glad you're here. If you're new, give it a couple tries. It doesn't work for everybody. Uh, but this podcast is well-intentioned. The reason I started it, because I said, why aren't there any grown-up bedtime stories? Uh, because I've been there, lying there, unable to sleep. And I said, I think I could make something that, you know, has enough uh, dolls in there to put some grown-ups to sleep. So I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. I really hope and I really yearn I can help you fall asleep, all right? I hate you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's sync, thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, changes in routine, stormy weather. Uh, you know, and that, that could be a metaphorical storm. What, what, what was stormy weather? Whatever is keeping you awake, I'd like to take your mind off of that. And that's what this safe place is. I'm going to send my voice. Across the deep, dark night, I'm going to use a lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones. I'm going to try to stay calm, so you don't you don't really have to. I'm, I'm going to like uh, I'm getting clo- up close to the mic here, and I'm trying you know I'm trying to, to calm it down myself. Uh, like, uh, and that's how the podcast works. All you got to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And here's the usual schedule of the episode. Usually we got about uh, four or five, you know, the first four or five minutes, we got to get all the credits and the business out of the way, housekeeping. Uh, then there's like usually a 12-minute intro, which we're about two minutes into that. And then we're going to talk about an episode of uh, Star Trek and the Next Generation, and, that you know, that'll be lulling and soothing. And, uh, you know, I'll take my, I take my time getting there. And I try to I try to stay calm. I think I said that, but I I also got to remind myself to stay calm. Uh, get, I think I'm closer to the mic than I've ever been before. I mean, I'm, I'm really I'm real close to it. And I don't know. It's helping me stay calmer. I guess I don't have to use as loud a voice. I got to watch my peas don't pop. So here's a little behind the scenes. I I have the. Uh, like, if I'm looking straight ahead, I don't know. Okay, the, 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 like, uh, 
what's that three is the circle 365 degrees i don't know it's been i don't know if i've ever said isosceles on this podcast i think i have before and i i don't know if i when i said isosceles if that was my favorite triangle at the time but i would say it is right now uh so i mean of all the names of triangles uh isosceles is very sleepy is i wonder maybe i could if anybody's keeping track of all the books i've said i was going to write that i haven't written i know there's i claudius maybe i could write a book isosceles uh i think i should write the the tale of the the tale of the the turbulent tale of the triangle Maybe, and this isn't a joke, sometimes it, this may sound like I'm joking, I'm, I'm, as serious as a, as a, I'm serious as a isosceles triangle. I think this could work, like I need a, I need a triangle expert, so, I don't know, usually I think Carnegie Mellon, MIT, what are the schools that I could have access, like what are the schools that I would have access to that are like those? I'd say, okay, they say like, uh, you know, some sort of polytechnic, maybe. Uh, what's it? Is there is there any junior polytechnics? Because that's what I could use. Because we'll write a book, Isosceles. And I knew someone named Sosceles, and he was a wonderful, wonderful guy. Uh, but like Isosceles, we could like we could flip flops the chapters, and I could have the triangle experts. It would also be hard getting, you know, because there's so much triang- triangulation nowadays in, the, you know, with these three dimensions. I guess I would probably have a lot of overlap. You know, say, no, 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 I'm not looking for a triangulator. I'm looking for, you don't have a doctorate in triangles there? Oh, you want our music department? No, 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 I don't. Wait a second. In your music department, you have a doctor of triangles? I think that it could be the writer of the book, Dr. Triangles, uh, or a new character, Dr. Triangles and Isosceles. He's saying, they, I mean, because universities, they really don't have like a, I mean, because they're so complex, the bigger ones. There's probably not a number you could call. I mean, I'm sure it's okay. I mean, especially, okay, so no, 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 I don't need a 3D, no, no, what's a 3D triangle called? A pyramid. I don't need anything, no, I don't need anything pyramid-related. I'm only looking for uh, two dimensions. I think I'm looking for one dimension, just triangles, isosceles triangles in particular. I'm looking for the uh, world's foremost expert on isosceles. Oh, they're in fourth grade. Oh, every fourth grader. Oh, that's hilarious, brain. That was my brain just interrupted the podcast to, uh, no, no, to interrupt me. Sorry, uh, university switchboard. I'm, my brain interrupted this call, but I'm looking for, yeah, that's correct. Uh, could you, could you transfer me to Carnegie Mellon then? Is that a school? I think it is. What about Case Western? Uh, do you have a number for them? Uh, you no, know, no, just, uh, do you? No, no, no. You do have someone that's an expert in right triangles. I'm sorry, I'm not interested. Equilateral is not, you know. Have you seen the state of things as equilateral? I, I wish we, you know. No, not Venn diagrams. That's not, that's not a triangle. Isosceles triangles. 
Oh, that's a great question, ma'am. Why am I looking for the world's foremost expert in isosceles triangles? Great question. Let me try to re- let me try to trace my thinking back because that'll be pretty convoluted. I was doing a podcast intro for a podcast. I make sleep with me. The podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, we do it with a bedtime story. It's a grown up, yeah, grown up bedtime stories for grown ups. Yeah, and then so I was introducing, oh, it's, it's a, you know, it'll put you to sleep. Believe it or not, we're in the middle of podcast intro right now, ma'am. You're on, the, you're not on the air because I don't have, uh, yeah, you're imaginarily on the air. Okay, hi, Bradford. Okay, anyway, so then I started the intro and then I, something came up about triangles. I don't know where. My triangle popped right out of my brain and it, right out of my, subconscious and into my brain right in that frontal lobe or whatever and it said look at me i'm in an i i'm an isosceles and i said well that would make a great name for a book isosceles i, I mean i have no idea why i started talking about isosceles strangles but now one one thing i know is that once i start i can't stop uh yeah so it would help it would be easier for me to stop if i knew i had you know, Dr. Triangle on the line. But if that's not patented, maybe I'll start I'll, I'll start going by Dr. Triangle. I mean, yeah, I'm familiar with Triangle Man. Yeah, I am familiar with that, man. This is totally different. I, I always picture Triangle Man as a equilateral triangle. Isosceles, tri- isosceles is obviously an isosceles. That's why I'm looking for the... Anyway, thank you so much for your time. I guess I'll try to get back to my podcast and pull it back together. Thank you. So anyway, hey, folks, sorry, back back again. I never left, though. If you're new here, welcome. Uh, uh, the one day this podcast may be approved by the by Dr. Triangle and, uh, you know, the Isosceles Institute, which, okay, patent that one, too. Yeah, welcome to Sleep With Me podcast presented by the Isosceles Institute. Uh, let say, what would we do with... Ma'am, I didn't realize I still had you on the phone. What would we do at the Isosceles Institute? Well, we'd do, you know, we'd get it, get it. We'd, we'd cover every angle, you know, if you don't mind me saying so. And probably, you know, think about, you know, stuff about right right triangles and equilateral triangles. And work on, you know, parallelogram-related humor. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Anyway, have great, you know, have great, have great, have, have, uh, you know, thanks. Thank you. Okay. So if you're new here, that's kind of like the podcast in a, you know, stuffed into one of those angles of a triangle, you know, one of the ones that could fit it. I think what I was going to say, okay, I just followed my thoughts back. I was going to try to describe where the microphone was. In, in in proportion to my mouth, and I was trying to figure out how many degrees were in a circle, and then that's when I saw. Then I got I saw a case of isosceles brain. Where do you get that fix? Isosceles Institute. You sleep with me for ten percent off your treatments. Isosceles, the triangle that sounds nice, and that doesn't rhyme with much, like isosceles, frost, 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 foster freeze, you know. With with your with your treatment, free Foster's freeze. So if you're new here, this is a podcast to take your mind off stuff. I would do like uh, 
I'd guess that, you know, maybe that took your mind off stuff. And you say, well, it wasn't gripping. Wasn't that, it wasn't terrible. Wasn't terribly interesting. That's, uh, that's, that's fair enough. You know, that was, you know, that's what we write in the isosceles review. Say a little bit much on the isosceles. I said, well, just say it with me. Isosceles. Maybe that's what you could say. You know, it doesn't that sound like sleepily empowering. Isosceles. Isosceles. You know, and you could just start to, like, then it, just like this podcast, the words, they become less formulated. Isosceles. You don't even have to enunciate anymore. Isosceles. And you could just say Sosceles or whatever, whatever. And ideally, that's how this podcast works for some people. You know, I just start to drift in the background because you realize you're under no pressure to pay attention, but I'll be here if you need, if you do need to, to pay full attention or you need full distraction. Uh, but you're under, also under no pressure to fall asleep. Like, I'll be here for at least an hour, uh, you know, get, kick, you know, kicking kicking the tires on these used triangles to make sure I get the most value for my money and, you know, just doing my best because uh, you can't roll, you know, because it's a triangle. Anyway, this is why, I mean, I guess I'm stuck. I, I am stuck. I got, I do have a case of isosceles brain. I need to see Dr. No, ma'am, I can't wait till next week to see Dr. Triangle. Sorry, I'm, I have a triang- another triangle-related call here. Uh, no, ma'am, I need to get in to see Dr. Triangle. It's a business proposal, ma'am. Big money. Uh, maybe some of it could be, maybe we could get you a credit on there. Oh, yeah, I could tell you the project title. It's called Isosceles. It's going to be uh, the biggest thing uh, since, uh, you know, quadratic equations, if you don't mind me saying so, you know. You take your cosine and get out of here when you hear about this idea. It's a book. It's a book. It's called Isosceles. Be a movie, you know, or a series on HBO, Netflix, or Amazon. A tale of a triangle. It'll be two, it'll be two at least two stories intertwined, ma'am. The real story of the Isosceles triangle, and one a story so riveting, the tale of a triangle named Isosceles uh, or Sosceles, I guess maybe. And it's struggle against, you know, the, it'll be great. So if you could just take that down, Dr. Triangle, uh, get a hold of Scooter. Hey, thank you, ma'am. Thanks. I'm, i got to get back to this podcast intro. Uh, so that's a podcast. A little bit silly, uh, a little bit different, but you don't have to take me seriously. You don't have to fall asleep and you don't have to listen. I mean, you can hear, you know what I mean? Like, uh, so really... The isosceles, you ha- if that book comes out, though, you have to read it. Well, no, you don't have to read it. You just got to buy it. Uh, but that won't be till like, 2030 or whatever. So that's the podcast. I'm glad you're here. And the reason I make the show is because I've had trouble falling asleep, so I know what it's like lying there tossing and turning. And I want to be this voice of common comfort and silliness uh, to add some levity to bedtime. Also, no triangles in bed. That's an easy one. Uh, clear. I mean, you know, it's just it's just a policy. Very, you know, that's a uh, that's an easy one, especially in water beds. Holy moly! Uh, but anyway, I want to say thank you for your time. If you're skeptical, it makes total sense. Give the podcast if you try. See if it works for you. I hope it does. Because uh, I'm glad you're here, and I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right. 
ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary. It's time for the podcast. Like the perfect narrator for this podcast would be Diego Luna, L-U-N-A. I think he's got more uh, extra smooth dulcet tones, uh, but uh, it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Are you having trouble getting to sleep or staying asleep? Welcome, Uh, because once again... Uh, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, uh, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, you know, uh, thinking with thoughts or feeling with emotions or physical things. Uh, noises, uh, like whatever's keeping you awake, uh, whatever's going on with you that's preventing you from drifting off into sleep. I'd like to distra- attempt to distract you or put you at ease. I'd like to craft a safe place where you can set aside whatever it is. Or at the very least, you could come in and uh, curl up and, uh, you know, get snuggled. I thought I was going to talk about a Rogue One. I just got home. Uh, from seeing that if you're new here welcome by the way i'll get oh i'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night i'm gonna use creaky dulcet tones pointless meanders extra long intro if you're new here there's a long intro a lot of people fall asleep to it. it's kind of like a story it's attempted metaphor uh, to describe what the podcast is if you're new here or it's a familiar uh, futile metaphor attempt for, for those of regular listeners and say well now i know i can fall asleep and originally I said, well, let's make a futile metaphor out of Rogue One. That was not, you know, like, uh, we'll avoid all spoilers. So maybe, we, and then, because uh, I, I just got home from the movie. It's a cold evening for the for California. It's like in the 50s, but might be below 50. You know, we're not used to having our heat on and stuff like that. Like, I mean, this this is California thinking, it's like uh, the idea of leaving the house even for five minutes with the heat on just seems like an incredibly risky maneuver. And I think, and I don't think that it, I don't think that's the case. But see, if we can, can't leave the house with the heat on. What are you doing? And I say, you're right. I mean, like in California, you say, well, it could it could be because it's just like, well, you don't do that because what? Uh, like it's wasteful. Maybe it's just not a good idea having the heat on, you know, because you're over. You're saying you're being, you know, hypervigilance. I had that. No matter what state I'm in, I got that. I mean, that could be the like hypervigilance. And it does is the empire hypervigilant or the rebel rebellion? I don't know. I really liked Rogue One, but I won't make a metaphor out of it because uh, I had because I was saying like uh, so. So this is welcome if you're new here. This is Sleep with Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. And part of it is creating a safe, welcoming place. Uh, the reason why is because, believe it or not, I do care. And the reason why I care and I care deeply is because I've been there. Uh, this particular week, I have not slept good at all. And it's a, I talk about this every once in a while. I probably got to think of a new vocabulary. Usually I use baffling. Uh, you know, because I said, she's am I drinking too much iced tea? Is it... Uh, 
because the temperature's up and, and I don't know. Like, I just can't figure it out. And I'm trying, to, like, I'm trying to make small adjustments and just roll with it. And eventually I do get to sleep, uh, you know, but, but uh, like, so I've been there. I've been there recently, lying there, tossing and turning. And re- really can be frustrating. Uh, so so that's the safe place. Is that it? It's a place beyond that. You say, well, you're just reminding us. So I said, well, let me remind you and let me pull you over to the safe place. Uh, but let me see if I can make a misguided metaphor about it. Because I, so for Christmas or the holidays, I have a dog named Koa, and she has a chair that has become her chair. I don't know if it, I think for a little while I tried sitting in it. It was a chair. Uh, I like a uh, long story, but it's a chair that no one really liked anyway. But Koa, it's her chair, and she sleeps in that, or she sleeps with my daughter. And she also has a dog bed. Usually she, the dog bed's right outside in the hall outside the kitchen. So she just lies in the dog bed and stares at us while we eat and make, you know, puts on her begging face or her sad face or, you know, her, uh, you know, her dog, you know, saying, Hey, come on, you're the, you know, so she has that bed, but I thought, I thought for this holiday season, I'd get her a couple beds. In her current bed, it, it's like a, a, a like a, what is that called? A re- that's a rectangle. Uh, she has a rectangular memory foam bed with a removable washable cover, and it's pretty convenient. But it doesn't have that place. It doesn't have a safe place where she can she can snuggle in. Now her chair, it has like arms, and then sometimes like I, 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 any old sheets I give to her. And then she builds her own nests, you know, like, like, uh, I mean, Koa may be part bird. I, I mean, maybe not 50, 50, I'd say probably 25, you know, one grandparent is bird, maybe a bird, uh, but she builds these nests. So I make sure I have blankets for her and it's cute. Cause you'll see like, sometimes I'll come home and she's dragged the blanket to, to her, but you know, into different places and built a nest. But around the holiday, I said, Scoots, uh, why don't you get her a bed with those, I think they're called bolsters. It's like a built-in safe, you know, it's a built-in nest of these nest-like beds. And I said, great idea. And I said, was able to get a deal on them because I was testing out a company. And so I, it, but it, like, it, I never, I, my policy is not measure once, cut twice. It's uh uh, don't measure, make assumptions, and then complain about it. So I bought two different beds, and I tried to just guesstimate what inches, like, what what feet and inches. Like, I just said, well, okay, those are numbers up there, 45 of what? You know, I don't know if that was an inch or millimeter. And I said, how many feet is Koa? Is she three? Two, she's definitely three feet. And I said, I don't know. Let's just let's click the middle one. So I bought the medium size of these two different beds with bolsters, one a circle and one a rectangle. And then, like, because I figured this is a safe place for a dog, she's going to snuggle right up into that bolster. It'd be so, so picturesque. She'll be happy, and she'll still have, you know, she'll, she'll, she'll still be able to nest, but this will just give her one more option. And then I opened the first one, which was the ovular bed. And it was a little bit smaller, but Koa kind of likes uh, getting compact. So I said, well, this will work out. And it said, you know, leave the bed out and let it inflate. You know, it, it had loose material in it. And here's where everything kind of goes uh, haywire. 
because uh, they said, hey, Co, I want you to meet your new bed. And first, she, you know, she checked it out. Then she lied on it. Then she flipped it over. And my alarm didn't go off right away because she, like, flipped it over. And then she was pawing at it. And then she flipped it over again. And I said, well, it's so smart. I have myself a smart dog. She's not going to take, you know, she looks a gift horse in the mouth. She says, well, what's, you know, what is this gift? Let me investigate it. Uh, you know, go back to Carthage or whatever, you know. And so then, like, then I put, like, I put it on her bed for a while. And then, like, this was, like, on a, probably on a weekend. And then I went to work. And uh, when I got home from work, the bed was, uh, now, luckily, I think maybe I maybe I only went out to the grocery store because when I got home, she had like uh, she had torn open the bottom of the bed and she was removing the stuffing because it had that uh, it had the kind of stuffing that looks like clouds, like if you're going to make clouds for like a train set or something. And it wasn't totally destroyed, but I, you know, I called the company or I emailed them. I said, "Jesus, bed, you know, my dog took it apart in like one second. You know, could you, uh, you know, refund me the money or something? You know, I don't, I'm not happy. And they said, sure, send us a picture first. And then I sent them a picture and then, uh, they credited me the money. And then I, uh, I put the, I put the dog bed in my pile of to do's, you know, physically. They have a physical to do pile. And then one day something else came up and I said, well, let me try that square bed. And and it, again, I guess I don't have, like, sometimes I don't hit record on life lessons, you know, I just let them pass me by. You know, life lesson is better, learn, is, is, is sweeter the second time. Not really. Like sweet is in, uh, like two tart, you know, as sweet as a sweet tart the second time you learn it. I think that's, there, there you go. Put that on a mug. Uh, you know, people. A life lesson is as sweet as a sweet tart, as sweet as a shocker. It'll give you spree fever when you uh, learn it the second time. So I unboxed, I unbagged the uh, rectangular bed. Then I gave it a day to de- degas and you know settle or whatever you're supposed to do. And then I remember I went to leave for work and I said, Hey, Co, you want to try this new bed out too? And she looked at me, she said, man, man, why not? Leave it here. And part of my brain said, what are you doing? You know, maybe you should let the dog have it under observation. And I said, well, she's not going to mess up two beds. Maybe that first bed was defective. And this was a bigger bed, so it was more her size. And it went off to work. And then when I got home, the bed was... uh shredded it like like you're gone it was uh it was like she's she, like you know when you talk when you i don't know if anybody watches top chef or eats at those kind of restaurants but you know they're, they're i think this was about four seasons ago everybody was into deconstructing cuisine she just said well i'm going to deconstruct this dog bed and spread it around the room and leave it there uh, and i said wow okay won't be, uh, and they said, well, what does this company think if I send them another email? They said, well, no, only one, only one return via life lesson, Scoots. So that's why this podcast, believe it or not, doesn't come in physical form, uh, because it's like these lessons that I've learned, it's just easier to make a silly podcast. But I, I want to create a safe place where you can set aside what's keeping you awake, or that'll distract you from what's keeping you awake, or you know, make you giggle or something and, and, and dread bedtime a little bit less uh, to feel comfortable, to feel safe.
to feel validated because you are my friends beyond the binary, each and every one of you. And, you know, I can't get mad at dog for ripping up a dog bed. You know, she's the third time I went, like a third time's a charm with those life lessons. That's what I keep telling myself. And then I say, well, a cat ha- why does a cat have nine lives? Because there's nine life lessons to be learned, uh, internal critics. So, you know, we'll just keep learning them one, one step in front of another or after another. We're all in this, you know, that's why I send my voice across a deep, dark night because I've been there. And, you know, maybe you can do it in some metaphorical attempt to, for somebody tomorrow when you're well, you know, better rested, say, you know, just give them a smile or a pat on the back. Uh, but I'm glad you're here. And I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary. It's time for the podcaster who's already distracted by dish soap uh, and then also distracted that I already do. But it's time for the podcast. Are you up only tossing, turning, mind racing? You know, maybe because of too much dish soap or this episode, if you could if you could title this intro, it'd be Dish, dish Soap Deception. Yeah, with, you know, but anyway, it's time for you. What did I say? Are you up only tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Because it's time for Sleep With Me. The podcast that's here to put you to sleep. And we do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside uh, issues, whatever's keeping you awake, issues uh, with soap, soap issues. Oh, wait, I have I've been thinking a lot about soap today because I had a whole nother soap thing. I don't even, I didn't even bring my soap box. As far as I could tell, none of it came in a box, the soaps that I'm thinking of. If you're soapy, I would say you know, take a quick shower and rinse off and then listen to this podcast. Uh, but if you're awake because of thoughts, uh, feelings, uh, like sensations, noises, changes, events, whatever it is I'd like to take your mind off of that, that's what the safe place is, a safe distraction, an alternative story. A kind voice being sent across the deep, dark night. These are the things I'm attempting to do here. If you're new, let me set the podcast up for you. So we had our business part of the podcast. That's out of the way. And now we have an intro. These intros can run anywhere from 8 to, to, to 12 to 14 minutes uh, or any, you know somewhere in between. It's kind of like a mini show. You know, some people skip and other people listen to it or fall asleep to, but it's usually a way for me to kind of say, who's making this podcast? Why are we making it and what's it about? But mostly what I do is I demonstrate how the podcast works, mostly by accident. What I do is I say, I'm going to try to attempt to do all those things. Instead, I just kind of be myself and then I say, well, that was uh, that was very meandering. Uh, then after that, well, this is a uh, Star Trek episode, a Next Generation, Next Borification. Maybe we just saw to the title. I don't. I've recorded. I don't even know how many episodes I've recorded. This might be the fourth. I think this is the fourth episode. And I think we finally came up with Star Trek: The Next Borification. No, I guess we didn't. We were close. Uh, but but it, we're getting there. Probably by the time you hear this, it'll be decided. Uh, but coming up here, we'll recap episode Justice. 
Uh, so you could skip ahead to that where you could listen to this. You're under no pressure to really pay attention. So you say, well, for some people it doesn't matter. Some people you might want to get to the Star Trek stuff right away. Uh, you can use this podcast how you wish. You know, if you want to use it for pet soothing, I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll take any stains out of laundry. As a matter of fact, I'm a stainer. You know, I'm Mister Messy. So, you know, I was just dealing with some hours ago. I was dealing with grease stains on my pants, and that was before the Great Dish Soap Deception that I just came across. I don't know how. I don't want to call out any of the major brands either. So I'll have to be sensitive about that. But um, so that's how the podcast works. You you don't need to listen. You don't need to pay attention, but you can. I'll be here as your boyfriend sitting here uh, trying to keep you company, trying to take your mind off stuff, make you look forward to bedtime or not dread it. And like, uh, let, me, let me just get to my personal issues, you know, because that's uh, like uh, – Who's making this podcast? A person that thinks uh, t- t- today, a person that's thinking a lot about soaps. Also, this is a crazy thought. I said, why don't I make a YouTube video about this soap? And uh, I said, well, I don't make YouTube videos of creative brain. And uh, what are you talking about? I-, I think like I have voices and stories going in my head all day long. And that was the first time I tuned into that one. Like there's a YouTuber in my brain, 24-7 broadcasting uh, YouTube channel ideas. I also just pitched someone on, I, I, again, I have no business doing this. I, ba- I barely have a second of time other than, but I said, I pitched someone on a Twitch channel earlier today too. I said, let's do, I said, I think we could do something here. So I have overactive brain, uh, check, uh, ability to obsess about things, check, and those kind of things can keep you awake. And also stuff like with a little bit of a sharper edge, like this. So I had I have a positive dish. I, well, I have a unresolved uh, soap story, a positive one, and then one that I'm not too happy about. But it's not the end of the world thing. Well, it's not really that big a deal. And we got about six minutes here. Uh, so I'll try to run through. So the positive one. So I had grease stains on both. I have two pairs of the same gray Levi's pants or G, like pants, jeans. They're pants, I guess, because they're gray and they're not denim. And you say, well, why do you have two exact same pairs of the pants? Well, one, they became discontinued. Uh, two, I stain everything I own. Three, I don't like wearing pants. Uh and when I started wearing these, they said, well, these aren't bad. I better buy another one since they're discontinued because uh, you know what will happen. And in my original plan had been to, like, you know, wear one pair for a year and just keep the other pair and then start wearing them. But then I started just alternating whichever pair was clean, you know. But today I face the prospect of uh, probably returning the pants from work wear because they were my pants to wear to work. And they just go into the street. Because, I, I mean, my personal life, like, people are, you know, seeing grease stains. The problem with grease stains is why do they have to be in the crotch area always? I mean, because it's where I wipe my greasy hands. I mean, there's no grease going on around there, you know. So, But it, but it's just it's just not a great spot for grease stains anyway. Because you say, Jesus, like, uh, and they say, well, you're not drawing any attention there. I say, thanks, insulting Brent. Yeah, I'm not drawing. Thanks, that's hilarious. That's totally hilarious. But so, and I'd say this bar. So at some point, a friend in, I would meet at a 99 cent store, 
and we would do the fun 99 cent store shopping. And she was telling me about this pink soap uh, that her mom used that you can get at 99 cent stores. Ends up there's two brands, so I don't want to. Uh, that make this pink bar soap, laundry soap, hard, hard laundry soap. And we were, of all the topics we were talking about, was the stains on my shirt. And I said, well, geez, I don't think I can even get these grease stains out of here. Because they were, it was when I was an insect trapper and they were from the glue anyway. And she said, well, you should use this this soap my mom uses, uh, this pink bar soap. And so at some point I decided to try that. And since then, which would probably be 12 years, I've had this pink bar of soap with me. And when I had, when I, when I, like, the problem is, you know, realizing you need, like, uh, like having a, I don't have a laundry routine. I just do it when I have time. Uh, but I knew these were my favorite two pairs of the same pants. I don't know if that counts as one pair. Uh, but so I said, well, let me try to get these crotch, crotch, I mean, they're from the knee all the way up. Of course, they're on the thigh. It's like, uh, let me deal with these grease stains. And they're they're pending. Actually, the wash is done, cause it's ahead, but they're not in the dryer. Because they said, well, you know, I can't have the dryer going when I'm recording the podcast. Uh, but I've, I've used that pink soap before, and I've never, like, I don't know if I've tracked. I don't pay attention, you know, because I'm permanently used to grease stains. So I've never said, wow, that really got it out, but I've never been disappointed either in this soap. So pink 99 cent store soap. I, I will say one of the brands because it's very podcasty word, Zote, Zote soap. That's the best pod. I mean, Zote, I should, uh, a little close to Zygote. You're right over, um, yeah. But otherwise, that would be a great nickname. Zote, Z-O-T-E, I believe. Uh, get yourself some Zote soap, uh. It's a free ad for uh, Zote Soap, 99 cents at the 99 cent store. Uh, so that was a positive and pending. We'll see how it turns out. I'll tell you what, it like, uh, probably won't care because I say, well, those were my work pants. I have uh, four pairs of work pants, two gray, two tan, exact same model as my gray pants. And then I have another pair of pants that are like casual type pants that I put that I had to buy for a wedding, like on the way to the wedding. And luckily I got I had time to get them dry clean, so then it looked like good pants for just a, like uh, twenty minutes at the wedding. Um, so I'd hate to like lose like uh, what is that uh, five? So two out of five, five is like that's like a high percentage of pant loss. Uh, so anyway, so we'll see how it turns out. But then the soap deception, I guess I'd wrap it up fast, is that I just realized it. It had this dish soap that I was using. And for the longest time, I was buying Trader Joe's dish soap because that's where I do most of my shopping. And I don't really want to go to another store just to buy like one or two products. But sometimes this happens. But I always notice a Trader Joe's. I mean, I don't want to say anything mean, but the, the the dish soap underperformed, in my opinion. And maybe because it's more environmentally friendly. But when you're hand-washing dishes, you know, I don't know, you just notice these things. And, it, like, if it's underperforming, you might use more soap. But they had this wonderful purple, and, you know, that made up for it, like a purple-colored soap, like... Uh, but at some point, like when I was at the other grocery store, you know, the mainstream one, 
I realized I was out of dish soap, so I bought it there on a trip there, and it had the OxyClean or some sort of oxygenator in there. And it was, like, really, like, cooking with gas. Like, like when I started washing dishes, I said, holy mackerel. And I think this was, like, a preemptive dish soap buy. Yeah, it was, because I had half a thing of purple Trader Joe's. So I mixed the two. And then I used that for a while, but then I realized that too, that would take a lot of planning. So then I just went back to, you know, alternating. Uh, but that would really work good, it, you know, if, if I was more of a planner, would just be mixing your own dish up. 50% Trader Joe's, 50%, you know, uh, like a domi- you know, dominating uh, dish soap brand with oxygenation. And I'm pretty sure those are pro- that was proven not to be a real thing. But it, it, anyway, it, whatever they're doing, it, it gives me confidence in the dish soap. So you say, well, yeah, it's causing those algal blooms. And I say, I'm pretty sure that that stuff got. Uh, oh, yeah. I just want to wash my dishes. I'm trying to go to sleep. This see, this is why I make a sleep podcast. Because uh, that same place inside this says, I just want to wash my dishes, says, I just want to go to sleep. So that's what the spy case is, to offer you an alternative thing. But then today, just, just I mean, moments ago before I sat down at this mic, I was using the corporate soap, the corporate dish soap. I was listening to Who Weekly with Bobby and Lindsay. And I noticed, like I said, I wonder how much soap is in here. In the friggin' soap, the... uh the plastic is the same color as the soap, but not like the whole plastic, just like, uh, like, so you always think it's full of soap. And I said, holy crow, I have no idea how much soap's in here. You know, and a normal person probably just hold it up to the light and see. But I just felt like, I, like I'd been deceived, which I had been. And I said, you know, I wouldn't have, you know, I would have been much more suspicious you know, purchasing a soap without a clear bottle, but the bottle that you thought was clear because it had the blue. I said, what are, I said, what are these people up to? Like, I don't know that I've been deceived, but I felt like I felt deception. If you could tell the difference, which is worse. Cause then I said, well, they said, I mean, if I was, if I was shaming the soap, the soap shaming, the new feature on sleep with me, I'd say soap, if you didn't do such a darn job, good job foaming the heck out of this sink and actually feeling good, and then, like, you're a little almost too good, then mixing you with the Trader Joe's when I have the will to do that, you know, I would really be upset with you with your fake labeling action and possibly, you know, algal blooms. I don't know if that is your fault, but anyway. So that's why I make a sleep podcast, in a, you know, in, in, a, in a soap bottle. You know, just the soap, soap trio tonight on Sleep With Me, the soap trio. That might be anybody working on a um, doo-wop group. Feel free to use that soap trio. Or remind me, it could be another, you know, fictional autobiography. You know, my days with the soap trio. Uh, you know, you, you, like I, I want to say palm, you know, all of the palm or something, but that would be too on the nose, you know. So anyway, I'm glad you're here. You don't need to pay attention, but I'll be here for at least an hour to distract you while you fall asleep. You're not under any pressure to fall asleep right away. If you're just getting here and you're skeptical, give the podcast if you try. See if I can win your trust over. You know, you don't freeing, freely have to give it to me. I, I need to earn it, and uh, I'll do it by being a bit strange, and but doing my best.
And why? Because I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast. It's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, you know, things you're thinking about, uh, things that you, something you're physically feeling or dealing with, anything emotional that's coming up. Those are things that could mess, you know, get in the way of sleep. I almost said me- messing it, but it didn't, I don't know. That's a mess it, messing it up. That's a little harsh. Uh, yeah, but like it could be outside noises, could be a snoring partner, or just could, whatever's keeping you awake. Whether it's uh, some of that stuff or, or something you're, you're dealing with uh, that maybe I haven't experienced. You know, I'm pretty sure I can relate, and that's why I make this podcast because I've been there, and that's why I send my voice across the deep dark night. That's why I work so hard. It's create a safe place where you feel welcome. Where I don't know if I do anything necessarily, but ideally you feel treated with dignity and respect because they say, hey, come on in. You're, you're, I'm glad you're here. And I really hope I can help you fall asleep. That's what I say at the end of the intro. Uh, but I am glad you're here, you know, because if you're, you're like, like, you know, the, the, there's like, I don't know how many people are into like fan, not fantasy. You know, there's a lot of, fan, you know, I talk about fan fiction that I've been working on a lot. And then the fantasy genre of fiction, you know, that's like uh, Game of Thrones would be an example of that. And, and then there's a, there's also a podcast called uh, Magic Tavern. Of course, my brain's screwing it up. I want to say it's Tales from the Magic Tavern. And, you know, I can never, I always mess it. But anyway, like, uh, like all these things, they feature these inns, like I-N-N, you know, like an inn. It's always nighttime, it feels like, at these inns when you see them. You don't see them very often in the day, but because in the night they got the candles and the fireplace and the ale, and there, there's bowls, usually stew. I think usually they serve a lot of stew, and then maybe like uh, some sort of roast, you know, there's roasting going on. And it's warm, and you're supposed to close the door when you go in. I think you're supposed to shuffle your feet. And then look, like, then, you know, it depends on the plot, what you would do next. Uh, I always wonder, maybe I'll do a podcast one day from the life of an NPC, non-player character. You know, they don't really get any, maybe, uh, like, they don't get enough props, you know. You know, what happens when they go in the end? No, like, it's not like Cheers where everybody knows their name. They say, what are you, uh you're just supposed to reveal a part of the plot, aren't you? And you say, no, 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 I'm just there. Yeah, I'm supposed to tell you to go dig in the hay for the key, you know, to Meister Flynn's barn, where you'll find the missing egg that you have to trade, you know, that whole thing. If that's a game, and that's not usually in fiction. And I guess that's a long-winded way of saying the spirit of the fantasy inn. No, no, don't get that wrong with, fan. you know, that kind of fantasy inn. Or uh, Fantasy Island. Now I'm, now I'm starting to write fantasy, fantasy, fantasy fiction. The Fantasy Inn, where fantasy, fantasy fiction takes place. 
I don't know. Maybe I'll write. Maybe I'll work on that one in 2030. But anyway, just way off time. If you're new here, welcome. Podcast a little bit. You know, we I go. I just went off the rails. There's no. There's there are rails in this podcast. But uh, they're flex, you know, the rubber rails, instead of being like those iron rails that you see on train tracks or whatever the heck they're made out of, steel, iron, hard stuff, uh, these rails are made from, you know, the rubbery rails, and they've been in, you know, they've been in the sun, they're warped and rubbery, and they've been in the sun, weather, weather-worn, and of course I installed the rails, and I'm not, you know, I'm no craftsman. I mean, like, it, when when you see, like, Drew or Scooter, the two people behind this podcast that both occupy a space within me, if you see, if you've if ever stopped, like, you'll never see either one of us in the same sentence as bespoke or hand, you know, unless it's broke, like, I broke something bespoke. I'm just not a craft, you know, I can craft lulls, but those, like, uh, those are more, sm- you know, smooshing and smashing than crafting. What was I saying? So if you're new here, welcome. Spycast is a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake. I send my voice across the deep, dark night. Use these creaky, dulcet tones. You know, the rubbery rail, the rubbery rails of something. I wish I could, you know, rhyme with my rhyming rubbery rails of, uh, you know, where, but, but, uh, you know, where I craft the, you know, feel of an inn without, you know, for, for just the non-player characters, you know, between the action, where there's a lot of uh, thumb twiddling, eating, you know, mostly just people are in there eating, like discussing regular you know, matters. Well, how's things down at the barn? Well, not bad. You know, that kid took that egg that was hidden. No, 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 you, your barn had the key. Yeah, would you believe, well, how'd that key get in the hay? Well, that uh, soldier fell asleep with it, you remember? Oh, that's right. Anyway, this is the best. Uh, I'm going to dip some bread in. That would be the most boring inn in the world, and that's it can't, but if it's warm. Uh, and most importantly, when I start the podcast out, I, I want it to feel inviting. Like I said, you see these inns at night, and they're, they're inviting. They exude warmth and, and warm light, and they're a place where, you, you know, those of you that, like, you know, I don't know what I would drink at an inn because I don't know what they serve for people like me that can't drink anymore. And I don't think, I mean, as much as they say the inn is inviting, I don't think I would just drink straight water. I guess I'd have a tea because they, that would be boiled. It'd bring me a flagon of your finest water. Don't, don't do that. Bring me a flagon of your finest water after you've put boiled water in the flagon to clean it, then boiled the water, covered it, covered it, and then serve it to me at room temperature. That's a dream. Nothing like room temperature water. Never mind. I guess I'm not, I guess I just will bring my own. Uh, I mean, cause yeah, no, no, thank you. I don't want any milk either from your inn. What would I drink at an inn? This is a good question. I mean, because they definitely don't have sparkling water, so that's out. And iced tea, I guess a cold tea, like, uh, well, they don't have ice, Scoots. Good, 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 glad glad you, thanks for pointing that out. I guess it would be tea, because I don't think they had coffee either. I don't think in the fantasy books, maybe they do, I'd like a coffee, depending on the time of day. They said the 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 the, the person would be like, are you still talking? We we have ale? You know, they say, okay, I guess... uh, they say, can't do, 
Spring, I guess I'll just drink my stew, the water, you know, exactly. Okay, great. Believe it or not, I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. Uh, sorry about that. So the, this podcast is, is supposed to be inviting like an in before I start talking too much. And if you're new here, the way the structure of the show works is uh, we have like a little business section at the beginning that keeps the lights on and lets us do some promotion and stuff. That takes about five minutes. Then we're about nine minutes into this intro. And usually our intros are somewhere around 12, 14 minutes, and they're kind of like a show within themselves where I show, you know, where I show what shouldn't be told or, you know, I, I can't say, what do you, and I can't, my, I can't shake it. Sometimes my brain gets, that's one of the things with these rubbery rails. They're in my brain. That's how I designed them. You know, the exterior ones that run the podcast, but they also run my brain, these rubbery rails, and they won't let go of, uh, I mean, my brain's not done. It said, well, well, really, if we find ourselves in an inn, what are we going to drink? Because I guess I got to be honest with you listeners, because you're here, you give me, I wouldn't, I don't think I want tea. I mean, now, you know, modern teas, it's, I don't know. And that's the kind of discussions that I'm here to distract you from. You know, when you lie down, if it's suddenly an internal debate creeps up, crops up, they say, well, whoa. And then you say, well, geez, you've got to, you know, you have appearances to keep up. You can't just go into an inn and not know what you're going to order. I say, wow, that's a lot of pressure for something that doesn't exist on this planet, except in fiction. And so I don't see you. You say, well, okay, that's your life. If you wanted to live it that way, I guess you don't know what, you know, clearly if you end up, I'm just saying, if you, what if George R. R. Martin calls? Or Weiss and Benioff, and they say, "Well, we built an inn, and we'd like to we'd like to have a meeting with you there. What are you going to order then? I don't, I don't know. I guess I'd have more to worry. I guess I'd have other things. It was is that what I'd be? Yeah, of course, that's what I'd have you worry about. I wouldn't. Have. Okay, anyway, I'm in the. I'm just, I got to get back to this podcast intro. But that's the kind of stuff that can keep me up at night. And that's one of the reasons I make this show, to take your mind off of whatever it is that's keeping you awake. So so you don't need to take me seriously. That part should be clear. I mean, I can't even, I still can barely get through, I'm barely going to be able to make it through the end of this intro. My brain won't, lemonade, do they have, do you have lemonade here? No, you don't know what a lemonade is. Terrific. I'm still at this inn because it's so warm and inviting, just like this podcast. I will try to get out. Are you sure you don't have any lemons? I could show you how to make lemonade. No. Okay. They don't, there's no citrus in this region, they just said. Oh, boy, they said something about the w- wizard that lives up on the mountain and citrus. So it could be, I better I better close this intro out. So I'm glad you're here. Uh, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. I'll be here for about an hour to keep you company. Uh, so I'll be meandering and giving it my all the whole time. But you also don't need to listen or pay attention. You can just kick back and relax. I'll be here. Uh, to take your mind off stuff, to keep you company, to say, well, at least I don't got Scoots' problems, uh, or, you know, just make you like lightly guffaw. And if you're new, you know, this podcast, it takes a couple times to get an idea if you, uh, I mean, you should know right away if you dislike it. And, you know, don't put too much pressure. Like I said, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. So the podcast at the same time shouldn't, you know, like it's a no pressure situation. Unlike this in situation that's somewhere 
in in some part of my brain still go still being carried out. Uh, so give it a few tries. If you're skeptical, I told I mean, cool. I can't even freaking order something in an imaginary in that's within my brain. So you don't need to take me seriously. You should be skeptical. But I've been there in the deep dark night, and that's why I do this. And that's why every episode I say, I'm glad you're here. And I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. And thanks for stopping by. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and friends beyond the binary. It's time for the podcaster. You know, I've said it once and I'll say it again. I got stupor powers. Uh, or no, powers to stupor. Yeah, power. It's something. But it's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. You know, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Welcome. It's time for, for, for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. As I said, we do with the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thoughts, uh, feelings, temperature, snoring partners, dirty dishes, you know, whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's events, past, present. I'd like to take your mind off. I'm going to just try to distract you. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use uh, lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, I'll be flying on the wings of pointlessness. Uh, not the, you know, not on eagles. Well, wait, I always get that mixed up. This is where I think I've gone wrong. Like this, I went into a bet, bet midler lane. I bet you there is there a bet midler lane. It, there should be. How about this one? If you if you are a midler and a bet, why don't you? I think a lane bet a lane midler. Is, does bet, does anyone know Bet Midler? Does anyone within my brain? Let me restate that question since I'm by myself in a closet. Uh, does anyone within my brain know Bet Midler's middle name? I can almost picture it. I, I, well, maybe I was thinking it's Bet. Bet Elaine Midler. I can see. Maybe I should write uh, the Bet the the, the Bet Midler story. Is there any? I'm sure there's some author unauthorized biographies. Okay, here's a question for, for if you don't don't actually only fake lawyers, real lawyers, I'll try to put you to sleep. But you know, any like amateur lawyers, uh, what are the laws around creating a fish, fictional autobiography? Uh, bet the Bet Elaine Midler story, or like how about this? Bet Midler and Elaine Boozler separated at birth. No, that doesn't. I, I like saying Elaine Boozler, and I like I. But it doesn't, you're right. Bet Elaine Midler. Oh, here's another technique I use in the podcast. Accidentally, I don't think it's getting, it's getting, like, it's not obsessed and it's not stuck. Fixated. I think I'm fixated on saying Bet Elaine Midler. And I would use, I think I would use that in the book a lot, you know, when she get called, you know, she said, Bet Elaine Midler. What is going on with this report card? Here's a technique I've never tried at bedtime, so I wouldn't recommend you trying it, but I'll describe it and I'll try to use it in a way that's a metaphor for the podcast, unless I forget, because if you're new here, I just want to set things up for you. So welcome to Sleep With Me. It's a little bit of a strange podcast. What we do is the first five, six minutes of the show, we get all the like uh, housekeeping and business stuff out of the way. 
then this part of the show is like it's different every time, but it's familiar. It's a long intro where I try to make some kind of metaphor. I always try to be witty, but I, you know, I rarely succeed. Uh, but that helps you catch on. You say, well, yeah, okay, so you don't, you, you can kind of pay attention to me. You don't have to pay strict attention. Uh, then after the intro, I'll do a brief setup because tonight's an episode of our uh, ongoing episodic series, uh, Superdolls Stories. Uh, just note that if you're real new here, if Superdolls one word, instead of saying, you know, that would be very general, Superdolls Stories. Could have called the podcast that. I don't think it would have worked. I think the only title for this podcast is Sleep With Me. You know, I did throw out the title Fall Asleep With Me because they said, I don't I don't like that. They said, I don't know what that, why, why, but I was much happier with Sleep With Me. The podcast that put you to sleep, Fall Asleep With Me. The, the You know, see what just happened there? So if you're new here, that's what we'll do. You don't need to listen, but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. Do everything at your leisure. As a matter of fact, you get up if you get, need to get up and go to the bathroom, you know, now, go ahead and don't, you don't even need to pause it. I'll just be, you'll, you'll be able to figure it out. Uh, I'll probably, here's what you'll miss while you're gone. I'll say, I'll try, I'm going to try to do something with this Bet Lane Midler in the report card. Uh, I don't, I don't know what though, because I'm like, how am I going to connect that to the podcast? I was, oh, because I was talking about Wings of Pointlessness. And I, some part of my, you know, brain, brain system said, well, that's like uh, on Eagle's Wings that Brett, Brett Midler. Did you say Brett Midler? Brett and Elaine Midler. Uh, that does have a ring to it. Uh, those could be the, the Midler kids. Maybe you're right. I don't even need to have a lawyer. I could just make up a fictional uh, biography of the Midler children, Brett and Elaine Midler. And so, do, so are you telling me that she does? Bette Midler does not sing on Eagle's Wings. Does she sing? And she sings a song though. How can I not think of this instantly? I, I've sang it on the podcast before. Oh, wind beneath my wings. That's right. But beneath my wings of pointlessness. Well, there's a lot of hot air. Clearly, so there is wind. It's uh, you know, it's it's, it's drafty. Yeah, but there's also, you know, we're flying above fields and maybe some amber waves of grain. We could just see in the distance of Purple Mountain's majesty. And I guess you're already, if there's amber waves of grain, you're already above the fruited plain. And also, is any fruit, like what fruits are in the plain? Because I thought a lot of the fruits were either in Florida or those are just the citruses in California. And then I associate uh, apples with Washington and New York State and Vermont. I mean, not that the Plains, I mean, you get a lot of good stuff out of the Plains. Don't get me wrong, you know, but especially on this podcast, because as I've said, I'm always plane drifting. But yeah, I have an, a brain that's unable to, if, if I can't handle three songs with wings in it or three things, I can't, so I said, they just mashed Bette Midler and Eagle's Wings together. Uh, maybe that could be the story, though. The winds, that, that would be it. We could write, well, what we'll do is I'll make up two imaginary Midler children, Brett and Elaine, and it'll be the, the wind beneath her wings. The Brett and Elaine Midler story. It started like a day 
I like every other one. Our mother sang to us. She used to sing to us to wake us up, and it was so lovely. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of conflict in this autobiography, because I love, I love Bette Midler. She would sing to us a new song. I lived with my mother for 6,786 days, and she never sang a song twice. In, you know, in the morning to wake us up. But if we requested it, she would sing it again at dinner. Uh, chapter one, uh, Breakfast with Bet. There you go. Holy cow. This book does write itself, Breakfast with Bet. My mother's smile was like the sun in the eat. Okay, so anyway, they, they got to get a Sorry, uh, autobiography brain. Is it fan fiction? If it's if it's fictional and I'm a Bette Midler fan... Uh, could we pass it off as that? That it's like, well, it's a, yeah, no, it's a fake autobiography about children she doesn't have. It's fan fiction. I'm writing, you know, it's an idealized, yeah, it's fan fiction. Exactly. Idealized. Uh, okay. Oh, sorry. I had, I, I just got a visit from, uh, at Midler's attorneys right inside my, they have that now. I think I think a couple law firms they've installed uh, what do you call those things implant implants in in my brain to just they cease and instant cease and desist. And they said it was an, they said okay well this is they said well, it's going to save on paper good for the environment saves them money. I don't think I get anything out of it except you know they said well you you those so so I guess I can't talk about be you know but you know. I can talk about uh, Brett and Elaine. Or what if one of them's a boozler and one's a meddler and then they fall in love? Uh, uh, Brett Boozler. Yeah, that that does have a ring to it. Now we're talking. Elaine Midler Boozler. Elaine Boozler Midler. Elaine Midler Boozler. That's a tough one. Anyway, if you're new here, you, um, why, hello, Bets. It's so good to be talking in your ears. Uh, Really love you. I mean, obviously, I'm trying to craft a perfect. Anyway, I get I get finish this podcast intro. Flying far afield on my wings of pointlessness. But if you're new here, welcome. This podcast is meant to. You don't. You don't need to laugh at it. No pressure to do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you could could you know good good. It's like it's something between a guffaw and a and gargling. You see, <laughs> like that. I've done it a few times. Uh, this podcast, you just you just kick it on, you just listen, and and I'll be rambling here in the night. I'm your boyfriend. The reason I do it is because I I've had trouble sleeping recently, sleeping not that great. Uh, so what I, I know what it's like being like I'm gonna be so tired tomorrow, and then people are gonna say what what happened to you? You say thanks, jerk. I was at the I was at the I was at a Bad Midler concert. They said what time do those end? Like nine fifteen? And be like no no no. And then you'd say, okay, first of all, you insult how I look. Then you insult the, the divine Miss M. Oh, it actually did end at 9.15, but it started at 7, just so you know. So there. And she also did a Jimi Hendrix cover, and it was divine, by the way. Anyway, so if you're new here, I, I just go on tangents. I'm your boyfriend. If you're skeptical, give it a few tries. It usually, I mean, for a you know, skeptical person... I totally get it. So it may take me a few tries to win over your confidence. 
uh, with the confidence I'm trying to win over is you'll be confident you don't need to listen to me, which I may have already accomplished. Uh, but I'm pretty confident I can distract you from whatever's keeping you awake. And it doesn't work for everybody. So if it doesn't work for you, there's no pressure. I hope you find something that does. But I appreciate you investing your time trying this podcast out. Those of you that are regulars, I'm so glad to have you here. You know, I know you can sit there with me. Right now, I'm not kidding. I'm bathing in the glow of Midler. She's floating above me in my mind's eye. And she's just got that calming. I mean, what what a, what an image to go to sleep to, a smiling, uh, a smiling bet. What about that? Instead of a book, what if I just sell, uh, like, uh, inspirational paintings or prints, you know, probably prints because I don't need to sell a lot of them. Anyway, I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, it's time for the podcaster uh, whose socks are too tight. I think my socks are too tight. These, this particular pair. Hey, but that helps me focus. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. Uh, as I said, this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, you know, feeling, you know, whatever it is. If, if it's uh, physical sensations, you know, stuff at work, stuff at school, you know, just life stuff or, you know, temporary stuff, travel, whatever it is, I, I want to take your mind off of it. You know, a safe place, a place where you could, I know you can't set it aside. I think that's one thing that gets can be hard when you can't sleep is say, well, why don't you just forget about it? And I, on this podcast, I never say that because, well, if I do, I, I apologize. Because <laughs> I know how hard it is, you know, you see, just I just can't forget it. I can't fall asleep. I got stuff on my mind. I can't just turn my brain off. And that's what I can be like sometimes. And for maybe for some of you, that's not the case. Maybe it's something else, but maybe it's similar. And I made this podcast an attempt to put some of you to sleep, to distract you. And like I said, we do it with the bedtime story. What I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night. That's part one of the uh, safe place. Uh, part two is I'm going to use uh, lulling, uh, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. Uh, that's good. Is that, that's part two. Part three, no expectations. Like I said, I'm not going to say, what, what do you mean you can't fall asleep? That's like the worst thing you say. Anyway, I don't want to get into it because I don't want to, you know, say, you know, turn the temperature up. So you're under no pressure. You're also under no pressure to fall asleep. You you could fall asleep at your leisure. You could listen as a distraction. You could listen before bed. You can listen in bed. You could listen, you know, if you're folding socks, if your socks are, if you're stretching socks, that's might be what I do this evening. Say, well, Friday night, what do you say we do a little sock Stretching, and I mean that in the, the literal sense, not that, not that thing, Nana. The kind of sock stretching you do with doors unlocked and wide open. In you know, I'd say I don't care if you look in my windows. I'm stretching socks. 
Maybe I do. Is that something you could get shamed for by, like, stretching stress, like actual stock, stock stretching? A little bit of a tongue twister, but if you're new here, you're under no expectation to fall asleep. You're also under no pressure to listen or to pay attention. I'm going to try to distract you. I'm going to be mildly entertaining. Maybe I'll give you a case of the boar giggles. Uh, but ideally, you won't even remember. You say, I think I giggled once, or maybe like I sneezed. Like a amused sneeze, like an amuse bouche. That's like a like a before a sneeze. I don't know. I was trying to make that into something. It won't go. Won't go together. But sounds the same. Amused sneeze and amuse. Don't don't sneeze in my amuse bouche. I'll tell you that. Also, I don't know when. I, I think I'm trying to think of the last time I had an amuse amuse bouche. Would have been my brother's mighty bouche. Your right brain. That doesn't have anything to do with it, but it sounds similar. Correct. I think it was my brother's wedding, and that was 2014. It was my last moose bouche I think, no, it was 2015. I don't know. My years are, you know, my years are mangled together in my mind. That was my last moose bouche So one day, except for the ones I make, you know, but I called that lunch. I don't know, sardine on a cracker. That's, I guess you could, that's a mouthful. You know, there you go. Chris podcast, Chris Posty Posterson has a podcast called Sounds Like an Earful. Anyway, if you're new here, I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff. Tonight, we're going to be talking about Star Trek The Next Generation. And usually, so here's how the structure of the podcast works. There's like five minutes of business or so, or, you know, credits and how we support the show. Then there's about an eight to 12 minute intro, which we're in the midst of here. And then we'll talk about, uh, you know, we'll do a couple run-throughs of uh, the last episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. I watched the Royale. You know, I thought maybe we'd get it like every, maybe we could use the, in these intros, we could use the wisdom I called it from the episode, like one piece of wisdom. And this one comes from uh, Jean-Luc Picard. And he's like, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what he's talking about. But he says, uh, puts things in perspective in our arrogance. We feel we are so advanced, yet we cannot, cannot unravel a simple knot tied by a part-time French mathematician. He said it smoother. Uh, uh, working alone without a computer. We cannot unravel. In, in our arrogance, we feel we are so advanced, but we can't even undo this simple mathematical puzzle. That's what they're talking about. And I can say to that, I say, I feel you, Jean-Luc, because uh, I was just, if you, if you were listening to the podcast, you know, if, if, because if we're like the, the beings in the episode of Justice, where we're like, you're, if you're a multidimensional being now, I mean, I've, I've existed in multidimensions, not on, not on this exact podcast episode, uh, but I have tra- traveled the realms of fan- fiction fantasy. You know, I've traveled multidimensionally to the world of Game of Thrones. And uh, I, I couldn't spend any time there just because of the fluxing. Uh, but I was just making a point, Jean-Luc, about, uh, oh, to call you Captain Picard. Of course, of course. Does that mean I'm in, does that mean I'm in Starfleet? No. Okay. I'm having trouble with this figment of Jean-Luc in my brain. I'm just trying to, you know, pay you your wisdom. Just, I was just working with you. Proceed. Thank you. Thank you, C- Captain. Sorry. Thank you, Captain Picard. 
Could I be number four? Like, I wouldn't be mind if, if I was, like, number four. Okay, talk to Starfleet. You got it. I will. Yeah, they've shredded all my application. Anyway, I got to do it to get to the, sorry, a little a, 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 a pinch of Picard there. But I, I was, he, you know, he was saying in our arrogance, we feel so advanced we can't unravel a simple knot. Uh, and that's how it can feel at bedtime, both sides of it. You know, say, Jesus, this thing I need every single night, I desire to get a good night's sleep. But then not only is it difficult to do so sometimes or regularly or situationally, whatever you're, you're grappling with. On top of that, and maybe there's some internal arrogance you're doing battle with or brain bots or self-criticism. But then you get into this relational arrogance where people just don't understand. And then they say they take a little bit of a haughty attitude and they say, we just got to try harder. If you want to get a good night's sleep, you got to try harder. And you see, I can tell you what, I'm not a sleep scientist, but I can tell you that trying harder is it does not work like uh, falling asleep. Come on. And then they probably say, well, you're probably doing it wrong. That's why. He said, well, exactly. I don't know what the heck I'm doing. Like, I'm trying to fall asleep. I, I, I don't know how I'm doing it wrong. I, clearly, I'm doing it wrong. Because uh, if I was doing it right, I would have slept last night. We wouldn't be having this discussion. You know, we'd be talking about something something inane instead of which, which now. And then you kind of get it. And then the knot tightens. So Captain Picard is wise, you know, maybe wise enough to fast track an imaginary application to Starfleets for someone that's not qualified and won't probably follow the chain of command. But, uh, you know, there, there, there's all these things we have, think we have figured out, and, and sometimes it can be uh, very uh, perplexing. And other people won't do, you know, just like parents just don't understand. Uh, do you think if the Fresh Prince, like if Will Will Smith was actually the Fresh Prince, like that was an autobiogra- autobiographical song, Talk about, like, not understanding. Now one of the biggest stars on the planet for the past, like, 20 years. You know, don't you think the parents, like, they would say they couldn't have understood. I don't know. I think I thought it was, I thought that was going to come together. Sometimes my thoughts don't come together. That's why I do the show. But, yeah, like, you're trying to get to sleep. It's something, I don't know. So I made this podcast. I guess that's my point. And it doesn't work for everybody. I hope it works for you. You know, give it a few tries. If you're skeptical, why wouldn't you be? You say, what has this guy been talking about for eight eight to 12 minutes? And I thought this was going to put me asleep. I said, well, it it, it takes time. You're not under pressure to fall asleep. And uh, I'll I'll ramble, but I'll be here for you. Uh, And I hope it works for you because I've been there. And I'm glad you're here. And not only do I hope, I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by.